Painkiller Ready, episode 399. Kyle? Yeah, a few sponsors tonight. Stitch Fix, Luminosity, Happy Time Murders, and uh, Netflix's Disenchantment. We'll talk about that stuff later on in the show. But yeah, we were talking about something very fascinating. Asbestos. It's, it's a real hot button issue right now. It's what everyone's talking about. Asbestos. It's trending on Twitter. Mm. It's not. Nobody's talking no. about it. Nobody's talking about the asbestos. It, it, I didn't know that they were still making business, uh, buildings with asbestos, but apparently they are. Yeah, see, this is why I was confused by hearing that the EPA was got, like allowing asbestos or in, the, in, the, in new products, because from what I understood, they never stopped using asbestos for things like brakes and insulation and stuff. I didn't think they ever stopped. I found out. I don't know. I, so I didn't know anything 10 minutes ago, but I've been doing research while you were fixing your internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that this is the scoop. Uh, you're right. There were some approved uses of asbestos. I learned recently. I mispronounced that my whole life. And uh, um, yeah, along with the so many other words. But what's new is this. The EPA, this is a great topic. I'm sure people at the edge of their seats. The EPA is allowing new uses of as asbestos. Whereas previously, they never did. Previously, it was like an automatic thumbs down if you tried to make a new product with asbestos. And now, not only are they allowing new uses of asbestos, but they're not using the history of asbestos research that's out there. Everything is going to sort of start fresh with a new look. And there are some ah, people who are like... They're remarketing asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> so there are some people who are like, oh my God, like... We know that cigarettes cause cancer. We could assume that cigars cause cancer and, and use that body of research that exists. No one's been researching asbestos for 30, 40 years now because it wasn't allowed in new products. But they're going to sort of start with this clean slate. So it's almost like an innocent till proven guilty thing on oh. asbestos, which may be bad. You know, like I don't want it in my... Oh. I'm going to exaggerate. Come on. All right, Kyle. I mean, I've heard that asbestos is responsible, similar to lead paint, for high crime. <laughs> I, I think oh, it would shit. make an excellent air conditioning duct. And unless you prove otherwise, using brand new research, not leaning on the past, then we're making air conditioning ducts out of it. Right? Let's, I want a sweater. I want, a, I want an asbestos sweater. <laughs> Keep me warm in the wintertime. Like, like I, I don't care. Oh, it causes cancer? Like, over the course of how long? Is this like smoking a cigarette a day? Because if so, I'll take the extra warm coat. I don't like yeah, how many, Do I have to like mush my face in the asbestos and like huff every day? Like I'm not going to do that. If I'm near it, is it going to give me cancer? Or am I just going to like be munching on it, being a retard? I think that's the thing. I think there'd be a bunch of pussies it. about this. If you breathe it, you get it. And that's... It's, it's, yeah. It's almost like black mold, where like black mold well, is really bad for you and like makes your eyes dry, makes your nose water, like can make you sick. But unless you're like near the mold, like on the wall or floor or whatever, being like... <laughs> yeah, that's mold. <laughs> like you're gonna be fine. It forms in your old. it forms in your um your ventilation system in your house. Asbestos? Yeah. No, black mold. It, uh, forms? Black mold. Yeah. Look, if, like, well, moisture look, gets in there. Well, in that case, let's forego the asbestos air fresheners, but use it in insulation and that's and what killed people. And, well, insulation don't go in around in the roof, and you'll be fine. Like, do you want to die maybe five to seven months earlier, or do you want to be cold your whole life? Good point. There you go. This is the, Wal this is the Walter Frey argument. It's <laughs> yeah, bulletproof. This is, this is exactly the Walter. Ah, now you're on the other side of the coin. Ah, I'm a hypocrite all this time. <laughs> you want to spend an entire life hypocrite. shivering or live six months less, but you've had every winter was just toasty and the energy bills were low. And your, you know, air conditioning ducts were fireproof all that time. 
Yeah. This saves lives, really. I think you're turning me around. I should be That's pro asbestos all this time. I think they use it in like racing suits and stuff like that, like uh, like like, like uh, you know to keep you from burning alive. Yeah, I'm I not mean, sure. When you're racing like that, though, it's either die like right now or die maybe a long time from now. So I'm totally in favor of that. That's the whole argument here. I say asbestos everything. Kind of like when D is like doing something bad to protect you against something even worse. Like mm-hmm. when D and it's always sunny starts smoking. Because it can, like, smoking can somehow lower your risk of Parkinson's uh, development later in life. It kills the germs. It kills in your the stomach. germs. The, 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 ap- the apple seeds, you know. There's a lot cigarettes. of science in this. Yeah, it'll suffocate <laughs> the germs. That's how it works. Or not the apple seeds, the apple skin. That's what they think is I mean, is this proved me with medical right. science, all right? You eat something with germs on it. Germs are now inside your stomach. You tell me germs don't breathe oxygen? What, that's what, what like, I've always thought about, like, uh, you know what probiotics are? Yeah, like yeah. they'll be like, oh, sauerkraut, that's a probiotic. It's got living organisms in it. It's good for your stomach flora and gut, you know, uh, bacterial foundation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't you call anything probiotic? Because, like, the ham sandwich I make and eat has germs all over it. That's going to grow and in, in my gut and, and help out, right? That's how it works, yeah. I think anything that's uh, <laughs> anything with anything that exists in the world is, you know. Except is, for alcohol. Well, right? some alcohol, like beer, isn't strong enough to kill germs, and it's yeasty, it, yeah. right? Dude, I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, I don't either. I'm, I was just kind of making this up as I went along because it's funny. It's the same as every other topic we talk about. But if we're done with asbestos and shit, I have a, a conundrum. An interesting thing that's happened in my life recently. So some uh, friends of a friend uh, that I've hung out with only a handful of times, uh, they're lesbians, and they're cool. Yeah, I, you know, I, I really don't know them that well, but they've always been nice and courteous and, Can and fun to talk to. Sure. Are they hot lesbians? They're the kind of lesbians that they don't show on TV, like the real ones, like more like overall kind of lesbian than like, oh, let's let's push our perfect tits together and make out on a train in front of people. Not that kind. Okay. Like, it, uh, it definitely lesbians, and they. Uh, so my girlfriend was talking to them because she's friends of theirs, and she came to me and was like, hey, I was talking to them, and they, they're they a, a few years older than me, and the lesbians, I mean, and she, they, she's like, oh, these, these two lesbians, they really want to have a kid, and after hanging out with you a few times, they really think you're handsome and that you're very funny and clearly, you know, smart. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really flattering of them. That, and I'm thinking like that they would want to have a child like me. Wow, neat. And my <laughs> girlfriend was like, and they want to know if they can have your sperm. And I was like, I, I'm going to have to think on this for a bit. You know, <laughs> like, I'm going to have to think on this because isn't that a little weird? What is the method someone? of sperm delivery? He goes, uh, well, I well I told them my the only way I'll do it is if I can blow in one of their mouths and then she <laughs> spits it into the other one's pussy I'll, and I get to watch. All right, so, I, uh, I, I was going to assume that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the way you know all God's children are made, but uh, <coughs> that that is a little bit of a lot to process, right? You don't think about that as anything until you get asked it. Like if you had asked me, you know, a month ago. Hey, would you be okay with giving sperm to someone? I'm like, I just have to jack off in a cup or something or, or whatever. Yeah, sure. Okay. A month but then ago. when you, 
I'm saying like this happened recently. So like if you asked me a month ago, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, sure. I, I didn't put any thought into it. But then after thinking about it for a second, when being requisitioned for my sperm, I was like, ah, do I want like a little me out there running around not knowing who his dad is? Like I give the sperm and then I have to like sign a paper, like signing off any right I have for the child. And I'm like, ah, no, that, that's a little upsetting. In a way, you know, like you wouldn't want your own progeny running around out there and not being able to do anything about it. Like, it, I don't know. I'm still a little split on it. Where are you guys coming down? They know. make these bullets. And uh, when you shoot the bullet, there's a there's a wildflower seed inside of the projectile. And so you can just spray them everywhere and know <laughs> that someday soon, all of that random spray that you just shot into the forest and the gutters and the gullies and and just the most horrible places in, in, in existence are going to soon be filled with wildflowers. And what does that have to do with what I said? Uh, a, a, a whole lot. A whole I lot. think the <laughs> lesbian is a horrible gutter that you're somehow improving with your sperm. Uh, not her in particular, but, but maybe. Maybe. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen so this. So it's all this women school. are kind of a gutter that <laughs> need a purpose. I'm picturing these I lesbians as someone who would make good firemen. Right, just just based on Taylor's brief description, they can haul a wounded person out of the second floor. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay, no, I no. I if I were burning in my in my place, I wouldn't be like, "Help, lesbians!" <laughs> like, get, like, no, I'd, I'd want a big burly man to come up there and save me. But do you guys have any thoughts on that? Like, giving your sperm so yeah. someone else, like so a lesbian couple or whoever, can have kids. Like, well, it's kind of, of all, odd. Well, first of all, I have heard uh, on on Reddit of situations where. A man has done this, and then like the lady came back at him for like child support anyway. That's right. And that was went. terrifying to me. That's like that's so fucked. I'm sure there's some paperwork you could get to prevent something like that. But I didn't consider that. Yeah, they they were like, um, well, you're the baby's father. You're not going to provide. Well, we had a whole arrangement. The judge is like, so was it like a pinky swear arrangement or? Yeah, you're paying. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Well, um, now so I've definitely scared. made my mind up. And look, I'm just speaking out of my ass on that, but I, I have read of those circumstances happening. I don't know, state by state, or if you could get some sort of pre, not prenuptial agreement, pre-turkey based her in her pussy agreement, um, like, like to make sure that she doesn't ever come. Because, you know, I mean, you don't know these people. Um, and you might want to get to know them a little better, right? Like, what if they're crazy and like fucked? I definitely and, don't know them well enough to, to give, give them, them your seed. A, a, a child. Let's, let's stick it. No, no, no. From henceforth, give them their give them your seed. That's how we're going to refer to this. I oh, like that more. I, actually. I, so I just I quick did a little googling to find out about this sperm donor child support situation, and in Kansas that happened. In Kansas, a guy got held liable. They went to the courts, and now he oh, has to so provide. Unfair. And it said that there must be a physician involved in the process. So I thought to myself, well, he probably fucked her, right? Like, hey, would you be my sperm donor? Meaning, like, would you blow a load in me? It turns out he donated three cupfuls of sperm that she used to inseminate herself, I guess. Just... Eight-ounce juice glasses full <laughs> to the brim. <laughs> that oh, oh. Yeah, like a cup... I don't. Stein. That must not be like sixteen ounces, right? Because a a cup of sperm would take me a while to come up with. I mean, no, of course not. It's it a would be cup. it would be it's old and cold by the time I developed the first cup. Like you know, all those uh, those four chan posts 
Yeah. They used to put up there more often where they'd be like, this is my cum box, or this is my cum sock, or this yeah, is my yeah. cum shirt, or my cum wall. Cum mouse or just pad just cum recently. On it. Like, I, I saw the cum wall on there where a guy was like, this is the wall. I turn to my left, and I blow my load on it every night, and then I turn around to go to bed, and he showed the picture of the wall, and it was... Uh, it, like you know, like stucco walls on like an Arizona home where it's got <laughs> yeah, like yeah. different textures. It was like that, but like it slowly went from that to like a visible mound, like of brown and yellowed semen in <laughs> dripping patterns. You know, it looked it was it, it, thousands of years from now. People will think that was like a cave, a stalagmite or tight, whichever one's coming down. Disgusting. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. But anyway, I'm not planning on giving them my seed because, well, first of all, that point that you just brought up and Woody confirmed is probably the best point. But also, yeah. there is something emotionally weird about it, right? Where it's like, yeah, oh, there's going to be a kid bit. out there that I'll never have anything to do with? Like, what if these two people end up being terrible parents? Yeah, see, I think, I think that's what you have to start with, um, uh, is make sure that you really like these people if you're going to give them your seed. Um, and, <laughs> I like uh, the switch to seed. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if you're going if, if to give them your seed, then you definitely want to see, like, who are these people? And ask them, like, well... What the fuck happens if, like, she leaves you? Like, then you're stuck with my baby. And then, like, what, what are your plans then, you know? Like, like what yeah. do they do for a living, you know? Like, like they, You can't just donate I, your I don't seed and detach from the parenthood aspect of it. Like, I keep hearing this concern about, like, the, the couple's future together and things like that. What if they get divorced? What if this? You're just providing a way for two women to be parents. Yeah, but but that's... You know, it's it's your seed, and and so it's going to be your little eggplant somewhere running around fucking head button glass tables Ta- and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's talked about little the me. biological imperative to become parents and procreate, right? And it, if you don't yeah. have that biological imperative, then you're weeded out of the gene pool. What's wrong with you, dude? Shouldn't you just be Johnny Apple seeding it all over? You could become like a, a a gay couple's donor. It could be a thing. This could be the start of something beautiful. I want to be the Genghis Khan of gay couples <laughs> across this nation. Where I'm just giving out seed willy-nilly. Hey, you need some? Yeah, but we're a little abusive to each other, but we both like snatch. It's like, don't... I, 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 you had me at hello. <laughs> Give them a little more seed. You know, I'll be exhausted. Uh, but it... Man, I could I could reform the world. There'd be a bunch of exactly. large-headed, very early puberty-starting children out there. Just I, I want to see like the gay version of Taylor, right? All I like... will remake Generation Z in my image. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a brilliant idea. I don't I don't see what could possibly go wrong. Yeah, but you do need to involve a physician in the process. Yes, I need a physician in the process, and I, apparently there's a way to sign off legal rights to the kid, oh, yeah. but as a man, I have no confidence that our legal system will uphold that in any way. People are always like, you didn't get a prenup, dude? It's like, no, so many of these rich divorces you see, they did have a prenup, and then the wife was like, I'm getting divorced, and guess what? You're on the hook for attorney fees, and so you hire your 1-800-lawyers-for-less you know, lawyers for less guy, and I'm going to get you know, a, a, a giant firm to represent me and, and we're going to win. Like that kind of shit happens all the time. So prenups aren't these ironclad thing in the same way that, you know, ha ha, get off scot-free for the kid is, is not a thing. Actually, dude, I, the, the thing I told you about was the 2014 article. I found a 2016 article saying that he got off the hook. Epidemic. 
No, it's oh. the same well, guy. Only, he yeah. only had to fight for two years, Taylor. Yeah, two, Taylor. Two I, I don't see why this could be wrong. Yeah. yeah, but he probably didn't have to spend like tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal representation. No, <laughs> of course not. Lawyers are cheap. It's like hiring a painter. Well, now and the legal system is known for making women come uh, who come after men falsely to make them pay afterward. They don't get slaps on the wrist. If you think and women you know get slaps they... on the wrist at every level of our legal system, you're silly. And you know what they say about the wheels of justice? They move fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the wheels of justice are a well-oiled machine. We know that. Yeah, they move fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe don't. Kyle knows better than any of us. All right, still rolling. Don't, uh, maybe don't inseminate the, uh, your, your, your girlfriend that you've known for months. Friends. Oh, no. My, my girlfriend was on the same page. She was like, yeah, when they asked me, I wanted to be like, nah. do you know how weird this is <laughs> that, you, that you would ask the girlfriend of the guy who, you know, if, you know he's currently fucking me. If and, I'm your girlfriend, I'm possessive about you. Like a little bit. She, that, she that's was where like, I would be. I, I figured you would say no, but I wanted to bring it up because it's partially funny anyway. Now, Kyle, you think that's a crazy thought based on you. you don't, I like, don't think it's a crazy thought, but. But you know she should be she should be open with his with his cum. She should be she should want his seed to be spread far and wide. She should understand. It's really just ratification of her good decision making. The fact that other she, people want his cum means that he's good. Gang, if she's gonna be Genghis Khan's, Khan's bottom bitch, Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan's bottom bitch. Then like she's gonna have to accept that he's gonna be he's gonna be fertilizing a lot of pastures. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin Mongolia in a way that hasn't been seen for 1,200 years or however long ago that was. <laughs> yeah, like that, that. that is odd. I, I really, I'm not going to do it. Oh, you guys actually that's... brought up better points than I had. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even consider the legal ramifications of that. What would would you... either of you have ever done that in your life? Kyle, if someone came up to you and thought and said, hey, I want my son to have a successful short-lived YouTube channel. <laughs> you've got to come for it. <laughs> Will you provide your seed? What do they look like? Who are these people? They're just, uh, say that they're like a boilerplate gay couple or lesbian couple or something. Oh, Nothing no. special. Not like, you know, Muscle Beach Fit and not like Roseanne Fat or something. Just Really? No I, no, I wouldn't give my, my seed to some average people, some, some normal people, no. So if it's... Dennis from Always Sunny and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, they could have my seed. Okay. Huh. Yeah, no, I don't they, care what they, they do it? with it. They can have it. Yeah. I don't think Dennis is gay in real life. <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% positive he's not. And Neil Patrick Harris is married and already has like two kids. But, but I didn't know his husband's name. So I had to switch it up. Yeah. Mrs. Neil Patrick Harris. I don't mm. think that's it. That's, that's what I'm going with. Doogie Howser. Yeah. <laughs> I give Doogie Howser my seed. I see, but you got to think about it. I wouldn't give very many people my seed. Like you don't want, or no, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm so split on it. Like Woody's point of, yeah, just kind of rework the world in your image and make a bunch of kids, and there's going to be a hundred of you. Who knows? You know, when these kids are eighteen, two of them might meet and fuck and make like a retarded version of me. Like, oh, that's there's a, so many possibilities. This is like the plot for Multiplicity, right? Like, by the eighth copy of Taylor, it's not a good copy. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just a big head, you know, terrible political opinions. Just this is the, the, the worst, a total moron. Yeah, we wouldn't want that. 
But I thought that was interesting, being requisitioned for sperm. If it happens again, I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I didn't tell them no myself because I thought that would be awkward. And, so I and, just sent that back through the grapevine. I would have wanted to know exactly what method they wanted to use, if they were going to use the, the doctor or if they were going to get the turkey baster out or if they wanted you to, 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 to hand fertilize. To hand fertilize. Yes. So, like, come in my hand and then, like, feed it like you do a giraffe? Exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> or a su- <laughs> a, a, use a super soaker or one of those crazy straws or, oh, or I can something. feel its lips tickling me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like a horse. Yeah. No, I wouldn't... Uh. It would almost seem more natural to just do it naturally and, and fuck them than it would to go to some, like, yeah. sterile clinician. What about yeah, near well, naturally, you know, right? What if she just laid back special. with the speculum? Is that how you think this is going to work? You fuck them both and whichever one gets pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Maximize Bad your news, odds. Taylor. Now, <laughs> thank you for the baby, but you're on the hook for one abortion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. That would be... Yeah. That would be fun to go into it, like, super ignorantly. Be like, all right. So, which, who, which one of you wants to go first? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what? No, that's not how it works. No, no, like, I'm going to give you my seed. You guys are going to snowball it until I'm done with watching, and then you, then you can use it. Oh, God. It's terrible. Uh, spitting. Uh, that's one of the grossest fetishes. Spitting back and forth. I remember oh, uh, Jim Jeffries talking about that on the ONA show before he became, you know, this... Fruity Tootie dude on Comedy Central, who's not fun. He's so disappointing because he used to be hysterical on ONA, and he was talking about like how he likes snowballing. And Patrice, I think, was was this giving him Jim shit. Jeffries Jim Jeffries, who likes Jim it. Jim Jeffries, yeah. yeah. Where he was like, "Oh yeah, mate, yeah." Blowing her mouth, she spits it in mine. I spit it back. She spits it in mine. It's hot. And Patrice is like, "You, do, that's gay, nigga. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see that." You don't see that. And it was like like Patrice and, and like Jim Norton and so many others were like, no, it's your own sperm. It's not gay. And Patrice was the only voice of reason. He's like, I didn't know I've been sitting here with all these gay men this whole time. Like, you're all gay. You want to smell sperm? Oh. And it's like, oh. oh, Patrice, you left too soon. Yeah. Jim, Norton. Jim Norton's gross. I didn't though. even know like, where you were going. I thought this, you were like, you know, spitting the sperm back and forth. I thought there were two girls involved. Right, you no. supplied no, it. It was him spitting his own cum to the girl he that just get, it, it, convoluted and gross. No, no, Taylor, is it also gross when it's a threesome and the two girls are swapping afterwards, sharing in like, the bounty? Frankly, if I'm done and I've come, I do not want to watch that because the, you're just like, oh. Ew. Yeah, no. This was, you know what I this mean? was like, hot you know, 30 plans? seconds ago, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm having a, a moment of clarity here, <laughs> and it's not hot every anymore. Time, every time you come, you're like making grand plans, and then you finish, and like, oh, oh no, ah, is this the kind of person you are? Guess so, you know, but like, if you were giving come to a lesbian couple, or uh, in Kyle's case, Neil Patrick Harris and Dennis, and you went into the... the the clinic you came in the little cup but it wasn't like one of your good loads it was like maybe like watery or something like maybe you jacked off recently before that and it's just not one that you were proud of do you give them that one or do you go give me a couple days off and i'll come back and give you a real winner you're supposed to take a few days off in advance you don't just show up willy-nilly these are are last second arrangements being made woody (laughs) in order for this to make sense Okay. You know, you're at Applebee's and they come over and go, hey, we also like any tizers. Uh, do you want to give us <laughs> You'd your be perfect. 
<laughs> I, be perfect, I, I think you just give them. I think you give them what you got. You just add a little warm water to it and pretend like nothing happened. Oh, to kill it, or like what is the warm water for? So there's more volume, so they don't think less of me. This is the. This is the. <laughs> clearest and <it's> gonna be <laughs> weakest lurking sperm I've ever seen in my whole life. And, and it's gonna be a little watery, so you add a little like that bathroom soap that's kind of like cream color to it as well. And now he's thinking and... that might kill the sperm, but but it would definitely. Oh, be... he even comes in clean linen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great smell. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, just give him what you got. You know, you don't want to be jerking off in a facility repeatedly, like days on end. You just give him what you got when you got it. How much money do they pay you to donate sperm? $175. No, you're making that up. Yeah, I'm making that up. Yeah. Damn it. I was, that seemed like a lot. If I remove yeah. myself from the intimacy of the equation, I feel like I could donate sperm at a clinic as long as I didn't know. And like in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's probably still frozen there. Probably no, you know, my face didn't come no up in the catalog. Curse. God yeah, damn. No, no take so I just Googled it real quick. And the first two results say a thousand a month and fifteen hundred a month. What? Yeah, sounds about right. Now here's one that says. <laughs> oh, I've got a ton of sperm. Let's, let's look this up. I found I another source of... that says between a hundred and a hundred and twenty-five a load, which is a thousand a month. So I guess about ten loads a month. A hundred dollars a load. And I've been doing this for free since I was ten. I will say, I think you need to take like. Three days off or every third day, something like that for this math to work out, which yeah. means that all of your loads need to be dedicated to this job. That's okay. You bring your girl with, girlfriend to you, with you to the clinic. Aha. And then you just fuck until you're almost there, and then you make a hundred And then bucks. break out the cup. This is, wow. this it's is perfect. Like, it's like every one of your dates is paid for now. $1,000 a month. <laughs> I'm going to look into this. Wow. As long as like, really? there really is something weird about this, because it's like if I see the people specifically, then I get the vision of like my kids going to be raised by these people. I don't know them. But if I do it through a middleman, not my problem. They're the ones who have the sperm. They, they hand it out, you know, and manage everything. They're the ones who are dealing with it. The me uh, of right is, now is like is smart. not a good idea. But like college Woody used to think this would be a nice way to get some extra money. Back then, the rumor was it was 50 bucks a load, which is about right, right, for the 90s, you know? Maybe yeah. expect that. How much that. is blood? What do you get for blood? I don't know. Can you still sell blood? I know a guy who will pay you good for blood. Huh. Is he a vampire? I feel like such a shyster <laughs> selling my blood, considering, like, everybody gives it away for free. But, but I, hey, I always felt like a, a, a mark. What, what is another word for mark? Are yeah. you a pansy? Like, like a, a patsy. rube. Yeah, a rube. Um... Maybe that's not what Patsy is. Anyway, because they make tons of money. Have you ever needed blood? They charge you like $1,500 for it, right? And, and then you're giving it away Here for Here we free. are giving it away. Yeah. Really they get it for free and they sell it for thousands. My goodness. Yeah. X-Jaws had a business based around this very idea once. And I was like, dude, it sounds brilliant. It, it, like, like basically going to colleges in like a, a blood van and buying blood from students and then turning around and selling it to like the plasma centers or whatever. I, yeah. I, that but, is... but, but can you just show up with a barrel of blood to the, like a hospital? Thing? <laughs> it's all mixed together. I got, <laughs> I got 45 gallons here. <laughs> this is good blood. Still ah, our, our unlicensed blood supplier is here. <laughs> you mean the 19-year-old in the van? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our blood guy. <laughs> Why's he got two spackle buckets in his hand? It's like, that's the blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, that's a silly idea. I don't think is it silly or is it brilliant, right? Like, I feel like if somebody actually... I don't know why, but I assume there's a lot of red tape around blood collection. Like, like there's laws around it or something. In our way. But if X-Jaws was the guy who moved the mountains to actually get in the blood business, it would be brilliant. This is a similar thing. Like right now, medical marijuana is legal in a bunch of states, but recreational marijuana is not. That's still a thing. So if you're the guy who goes through all the bureaucracy to get your marijuana legal medically, then you might have a brilliant business going on. You could be the medical marijuana guy. The, the barrier to entry is all that bureaucracy. Most pot dealers aren't good at that, I would presume. Yeah. So the, the, I don't know. Maybe the, you somehow could be there's the a blood man. There's a parallel to the blood guy. That that blood guy business is great. It's it's a worthless idea without execution, of course, which is, you know, how much you got on it so far. But, you know, if someone were to execute on that idea, they could get rich. Get those blood vans out there. Mm-hmm. Suck them dry. All you need is like a knife, a couple Home Depot, Home Depot five gallon pails, and you're rolling. And maybe a, like- a Breaking Bad RV. This is this is a terrible business idea. <laughs> <laughs> Think of how much money you'd have to put in. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like you'd have to be some sort of uh, what, what's a blood expert called? A vampire. A bloodologist. That's not right, but that's what we're saying. Like, no, that that wouldn't make any sense. But I mean, why give away blood if they'll pay you? I, I refuse to give mine. I'll give away. Can you give away other stuff on your body, like hair, spit, spit? Uh, fingernails shit, or something fingernail clippings um i always say those are mine. all the fluids i'm coming up with there are i've reasons. got all my baby teeth <laughs> just i got all my baby teeth <laughs> yeah put there are people doll. who give away blood because it helps mm-hmm. them medically like um they what, like make too much blood yeah they, like, so i guess i learned about it um i looked into getting tested like trt i was like ah, i want more testosterone let's get myself on steroids but my t was too high so i didn't get it but Back on topic, when you're on T, you make too many red blood cells, and it makes you more apt to clot, which can be dangerous. So people who are on TRT therapy often donate blood just to reduce that and keep things in in check. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. There are other medical conditions, too, which would make donating blood good for you. Hmm. But still, it doesn't answer the question of why you wouldn't Sell it. Sell that. Blood. If anything, it's super blood, extra oxygenated with you know double the red blood cell count of the mortal blood. Yeah. Or I mean, what? maybe I've got like a rare blood type. Maybe they'll pay more if you got like A B negative. I've got O negative. I don't know what I have, but I, I can make it up and get at least <laughs> no, you one don't know your sale. Blood type? No, no. If I'm ever in a traumatic accident, I'm in trouble. And no, they'll give you my blood because it's universal. Mine's also um, universal, but on the positive. O positive. Cool. I think I'm A negative or some shit like that. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mine burned into my head because we had it tested in high school and I was going to make it. I had a joke lined up for if I got an A and a joke lined up if I had a B and I got O. And it's like, that's not funny at all. And I'll never forget <laughs> my blood. <laughs> that's, that's how it went down. Yeah. I, uh, my whole family has O negative blood. Like all of us do. Mm. Well, also not funny. Yeah, completely yeah. useless piece of information, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I think I would donate the the sperm to the the uh, the lesbians, but only if they were attractive lesbians. How does that? Oh, because you want your kid to be attractive because they are half the bio makeup. No, I don't care hear about that. I just oh. I just wouldn't give something to to some ugly lesbians. I think I think that would be the thing. What if one Maybe. of them's hot? What like what if you're like, all right, but she needs to carry my baby. <clears throat> Yeah, I, no, I could see that scenario. Like, 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 this is actually a funny. Like, this would be a funny sitcom moment. Like, the <laughs> lesbians come to you and they they want your sperm, and like one of them is smoking hot, and like the feminine one, and the other one is is more butch and more male in appearance, and then and you you agree to everything, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is gonna be wonderful. Can't wait for Sarah to to carry your child. And you know, what, 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 wait, wait, Sarah, no, Julie, <laughs> Julie's carrying you, 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 clearly you. No, 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 Sarah, she's gonna be carrying it. And Sarah looks like the second baseman for the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think I want her to have the sperm. I, I wanted you to have the sperm. Like, like, I, I could totally see having that mindset for some reason. That's, it's really fucked, but I could. Yeah. You're trying to make beautiful babies. Well, that and I just don't like ugly people. Hmm. Who does? Not anyone. So there's a uh, Patreon AMA question. If sex didn't exist, would you still get married slash have a girlfriend? Um, like no sex whatsoever, huh? It's just companionship and like shared roles and duties and stuff like that. Yeah. Now it's just a shitty friend. <laughs> I, 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 You're a friend that can't help me with furniture. So it took me a second to process that. But yeah, I, I was thinking about it. If sex didn't exist, there might be a higher chance of me being gay, right? Like, I think I'd still want a companion. I'd still want a partner in life, but it might not be a woman. But on the other hand, I've also come to realize that oftentimes, and my daughter would consider this sexist, but oftentimes women excel in areas where men don't, right? Like, the, you know, the, the companionship, supportive nature, you know, like at least like Jackie is natural at pumping up everyone around her to be better than they would be otherwise, right? That's true of me and both of my kids. I think if I married some dude, that might not be his mission in life. You know, he, he might just be like, I don't know, a, a equal of mine, like a, another guy just going out there doing his thing, sharing dishes. Oh, you'd, find a, you'd find a man Jackie out there. Think? Like, like he, I think that women yeah, are he, more he coaches, inclined to be Jackie. He coaches, he coaches women's volleyball in his spare time. He's, 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 he's pumping everybody up. He's, 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 he's built. He's making banners. I, but I, I think he's coaching women's volleyball for his own, like desires, and that, that's who he wants to be. Taylor, we're on the. If sex didn't exist, would you still be married and have a girlfriend? And I was saying that Ooh. I might be gay, but I think that women are more inclined to fill the role that Jackie fills, which is. Like the, the person who raises everybody else around her. Yeah, that's sexist. Wait. Not really. Um, I, I, I think that you wouldn't. If, 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 there's, if there's no sex, then I assume that, that there's no gay sex either, FYI. That's um, what I was assuming, I, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, so. yeah. So, so you can't even go get yourself an attractive transsexual or something like that, try to cheat the system. It just doesn't work. Um, I assume you don't so, want yeah. sex if there is no sex. You're just picking yeah, your partner based straight up on how they are to get along with. 
Well, I mean, why do you need the partner now, really? Like, if, if, the, if the other person, if the other coin of the relationship has nothing that you don't have except for, tw you know, twice the labor now, uh, a potential or whatever, or earning potential or whatever you want to say, then what's the point, right? Just, just have friends and you have, and you each have your own apartments, right? Like I, that, you know, that makes sense to me where it's like, if there is no sex, you're not procreating. And so you wouldn't pair off necessarily male, female the way we do now. But also like, I think that even in like a, this terrible universe where you can't fuck, like you're still, I think most men are going to do better with women. Most women are going to do better with men because men and women complement each other in a unique way. Like women do things better than men that men. But to just, what end? Like, and men do things better than women. Like to what end? I'm saying that it would facilitate like an ease of living. Like if you have two men in the house, like you're not as agreeable. You're going to be getting in, in tiffs more. There's going to be like more of a fight for dominance, I would think. Like mm -hmm. you're not going to want to do the things that women are, are better at. Like whereas like there are more defined roles. With the man and woman, I don't like, know, I think man. You get along better. No I feel sex, like every no episode of Survivor or Apprentice or you name it, where they separate dudes and women, all the guys get along great, and all the women catfight happens every time, a hundred percent of the time. All right, you're you're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, disregard everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. I, I do think that, like, and you'd stop pairing off. There'd be trifectas and 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 and, and quadrilogies of men. Quadrilogies. <laughs> I love that. Together, yeah. Who came together and 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 just like like five men living together, but they live in a, in a three million dollar house, right? It's like, it's like yeah, it's affordable when there's five of us living here. It makes no a lot families. of sense. Yeah, we, no just, we all drive a minivan together. We own it together. We all commute in. <laughs> like, like, if there was no sex, three like, of the five are all, all children. All the big parties like, that you would throw at your mansion. It would always be a dude fest. <laughs> like, oh, you, you want to get chicks over here? It's like, <coughs> no. They don't even <laughs> like football. <laughs> yeah, they don't to like what? Football. Watch the they, fights? Be, they don't have a warm, wet hole between their legs for us to fuck. So <laughs> why, why would we do that? The, more seriously, I, I feel like 22-year-old version of me would be agreeing with, with Kyle and me having gone through half of life, even a little more than half, probably. I'm not living until 90. What are we kidding? Um, <laughs> 5%. Yeah, right? I'm like two-thirds <laughs> yeah. done life. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm more lined up with Taylor. Like having, having taken a lot of this ride, it's nice to have like, a partner, a teammate on this thing. Yeah. But 22-year-old me, I think in large part was just trying to get fucked. I don't know. Like, there was more to it than that, but... Uh, yeah, there definitely is. Like, I, I, I get what Kyle's saying, and I get the, the Survivor example, even though that's a TV show where they're competing, trying to win. And, like, do you think that the producers of that thought going into it? Because if you remember, the way that the Survivor sex battle breakdown went is they, like, three weeks in, they had to take two men or three men from the male side and move them to the female side. And at the time they moved them, the men had found sustainable sources of food and water. <laughs> they had built shelter. They, you, you start the match with a bunch of rice that they give you, and they still had a lot of their rice because going into it, they were like, all right, we're going to eat this very sparingly. This, this is going to save us in a rainy day. You know, we can't just go through this first. Those three guys bu helped build all this shit with the male team, and then they get shipped to the female island, and they find them, like, sunbathing, all of the rice is gone. No, shelter, <laughs> no shelters are built. Nothing has been done. And immediately, all the women start like forcing them to do things because the guy's just like, "Well, this, how, 
we're gonna lose. Like <laughs> we just we just left our team. We're kicking your ass. Yeah, like, and there's we, a dynamic a there where if the yeah. men don't start supporting these lazy fucking women, they get voted off. They're like, we're yeah. gonna need some fish out of you, or you're off the yeah. island. Halfway through episode one, we just covered agriculture, and, <laughs> and, and now you're over here eating your fucking free brown rice like an asshole. Yeah, that that would happen. But of course, like those producers knew that would happen. Dude, on The Apprentice, like, the opposite happened. Uh, like, uh, really? Yeah. Well, what would happen is they'd have to sell like. I don't know, a cup of ice cream for $15 in Manhattan. So the women, like, show their cleavage, and they're like, hey, you know, can I get you some uh, ice cream? And guys are buying it, like, you know, on the 1% chance oh, they'll yeah. get laid. And women are winning, like, ta- they have to, like, they're bartenders. Whoever can get the most tips wins this event. And the guys are out there just, like, busting their ass trying to get tips, and the women are wearing bikinis or whatever the fuck they're wearing, getting all the money. Yeah, so hey, they totally play to strengths. they played to their strengths, which was like a self exploitation. I see no problem with that. Doing what they can. Yeah, I, yeah, yes. It's, it's, it's not. It's not even self exploitation. They're literally exploiting all those men on the street, going, "Hey, these guys, fuck them if they spend a lot of money on ice cream." I said sexploitation. Which oh, I thought you said self exploitation. Okay, I made up a word. I can see why you get it wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, the women did well because they usually had to collect small amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to exit out of this window you linked from of 4chan screenshots <laughs> of this cum mouse pad, but I look keep away. looking at it. I can't it's so get gross. it's. It's one of those mouse pads that have uh, tits on it, or is it? Is it an ass? Is it tits? What? Oh, it, it's tits. Yeah, you see what it used to look like on there, and it is totally yellow. And it's got a raised, textured, uh, <laughs> cracked like an old mosaic in an ancient church look of it, like, like the, where it, it's the it's, Necronomicon, like it's a like Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Perfect description with that. This is <laughs> this is vile. And one of them, it shows the guy used a pen or something, hopefully to chip a piece out of it because it's all dry, and you can see depth with this. Like it's it's like about it's like five fingernails in girth. As far as like laying them on top of each other, and it's oh, how much come? You didn't mention my favorite part of this image. What is it? At the in the bottom right, there's a guy who goes, "You ain't got nothing on my cum shirt," and he's wearing it. Oh! Wow! If you punch that guy in the stomach wearing that shirt, it would shatter. (laughs) (laughs) This is so disgusting that people do that because clearly it's not an isolated event. These people who are jizzing on an inanimate object repeatedly over the clearly the course of years like like who's doing this who's doing this because it takes so much planning you know that they're like they're at work or they're at school and they're they're horny and they're like oh i'm gonna jerk off when i get home i can't wait to add to the collection that poor little teddy bear in the corner is gonna get a big one tonight i feel like when it's a shirt or a sock they're just hiding their cum receptacle from their parents. And that's the, the bottom line on this thing. You know, they, they keep that shirt between the mattress and the box spring and, you know, break it out on the regular. How much uh, are paper towels? How much are, like, tissues and uh, disposable things? Come on, people. Uh, but like, the, clearly part of this is, like, a mixture of oddness and more oddness. I don't know. Like, I, like I, a kid turns 14 and suddenly there's like a kitchen style paper towel roll and dispenser on the nightstand. Mom knows what's up. She's no virgin. 
Yeah, um, she'd rather oh, yeah, have she you know, boxes of cum. Yeah. When she comes in and she sees the teddy bear with three <laughs> inches of fucking icing on top of it, I'm sure that she just thinks you're getting into decorating or something, oh, right? Kyle, you lack when stealth. She... You didn't put a hole in your teddy bear's bum? Oh, my God. It, it would, it, like, you squeeze it and just brown goo comes oh, it's out. It's crunchy. I, it, yeah. It's the... It, the teddy bear uh. gets pregnant with your <laughs> your, sh- your child of shame. That's the plot like, like line to that movie. Wall- what is the movie with Mark Wahlberg? Is it Ted? Ted but that, Ted. nobody fucked the, the nobody fucked Ted. Did they explain the origin story of Ted? Yes. Oh, you did were they? asleep. Yeah, I, I did sleep in that movie. <laughs> you were asleep. It's, it's 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 the first three minutes of Ted, and I look. I hear. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Who dares sleep in Ted? <laughs> just got through the previews, and it's Woody. It's I was Woody. terrible. I had sleep apnea and no BPAP machine at the time, so that was a. Well, you can't really bring a BPAP into the theater. If so. I had had a BPAP, I wouldn't be like napping every time it got dark because I'd have restful sleep overnight. I see. Did you guys find the cum box <laughs> thing I linked to you? No. The cum so, box. So this guy, in his own explanation, is. Uh, well, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoebox, or at least once was, and whenever I masturbate, I come into it. I've had it for two or three years now, I think, so it has a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I tried to burn it once. When I lit it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum, and it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually light up. (laughs) Turns out burning cum smells awful, so I had to spray it with a deodorant body spray just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It also has some drenched papers stuck to it. That's pretty much it. And then there's four images of this vile seventh circle of hell box. And it is, like, it's, it's... you can tell it's real because you can see the smattering of random misses of cum on the lid where he's been about to finish and he just gets it open and then maybe that first bursts overshoots a bit. And it's, this is, this is reprehensible. This is growing in it. If I were dictator, this person would be put to death. This is like, can you imagine being so deranged that you come into a box for three years? It smells atrocious, but you can't quite pull yourself away from your cum box because it's your little creation. And then you try and light it on fire. And instead of being like, oh, man, I guess I'm going to need more fire. You go, ah, let's uh, nix that plan. I I have a cold, but would you read edit number four? It sounds like it's weeks or a year later. Uh, Edit number four. I often get PM'd about updates or current status of the box, generally a few weeks Generally a few weeks, so I might as well update this post. If anyone ever gets linked here anymore, current status, I have created life. Mold (laughs) has begun to grow in the box and has taken over a fair amount. Smells a bit worse. A bit worse than atrocious. Uh, Mainly due to a damper apartment, so it does not dry out as fast. Hence the reason why the mold has begun. If your apartment is so damp that it's causing mold to grow in your semen shoebox... Like, what what is this person going to contribute to society? I hope that mold is poisonous and he passes away. <laughs> That's so I really gross. do. I That's hope this guy so is gross. in a in a terrible accident and that the police, when searching for his things, find this. Or no, his like his grandpa or something. No, I wouldn't want to do that to the poor grandpa. Oh, Probably a vet. Jimmy's, I wonder if he's Jimmy, single. Jimmy's load box. Oh, <laughs> he's just like his old man. <laughs> <laughs> This is terrible. You put his ashes in it. (laughs) (laughs) And send him out to sea. (laughs) It won't. 
if like there was a loved one that you had and they died and I found a cum box, that's all I would remember about that person forever. Like if they gave me a kidney and 20 years later they asked me like, oh man, Ted, God rest his soul. I'd be like, yeah, the cum box guy. They'd be like, Taylor, he gave you a kidney. I'm like, oh yeah. Like no, you'd remember the you'd remember the cum box thing. This is have either of you ever used a receptacle for excessive cumming and kept it? No, no, like like no. I, I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. People don't do this. Like this isn't. No. No. People do it apparently. Like it, even cum sock. I thought that was mostly a meme. Like I didn't know people actually ruin their socks by just putting them on their dick and masturbating. First of all. You can't ruin anything with masturbation, all right? You, you just, just send make it, it right through the washer. It washes off anything. I, 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 don't, I don't get It's not like the, the sock just gets all crusty and like becomes like a, a solid object now. You just send that bad boy through the wash and it's good again. Yeah, but then like you're getting all your other clothes cummy. It's a washing machine. Do you say that about sweating in a t-shirt? No, yeah. it's different though with the cumminess. I, <laughs> like, you're you could, making you up your own could, rules, Taylor. You could. I know. You could if you wait, 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 hold on. Shit. If you were, if you were standing by your washer and you were about to run a load, and then you're you stood there and you beat off into your open washing machine, <laughs> would you be like, all right, this is just this is going to be just as clean as it would have been if I'd thrown in my <laughs> but Tide Pod? Exercise and there was Fabric sweat salt. dripping off your forehead and nose into that puddle. Wouldn't you also say? I'm contaminating the load. It's different you levels of gross. Being... When I played basketball, I'd rub up against sweaty guys all the time. You're guarding them. If yeah. if that guy was covered in cum, he's scoring every time. <laughs> I'm not guarding that guy. Like uh, that would be the pregame if, ritual. All right, everyone, get your load out. <laughs> everyone, get your load out. If I ever do oh, get yeah. to shoot on Taylor <laughs> in goal, I'm coming on the hockey puck. <laughs> I have a strategy now. <laughs> I'll finally get it through. <laughs> What's that? Wet sheen on the puck, <laughs> yeah. little white. Oh, oh! It stains him on his blocker. See, I, <laughs> I'm of the opinion that you could take that washing machine full of your clothes, like like your full week's laundry, and then you could take a shit right on top of it. Close the lid, press extra large, and come back in two hours, and and you'll never know the difference. Nah, I'm not of that belief. I don't. I, I think that you should not shit into washing machines. But I don't think you'd ever know. I think that it would be washed away. You think if you shit in a washing machine and ran yeah. the load, you'd come yeah. back and there wouldn't be shit? There would not be shit. Then you must, like... Like, how liquidy are your shits? That they're just I'm talking about out? a turd, all right? I'm talking about, like, a <laughs> Snickers bar. You, I think you could lay a Snickers bar in there and come back, and there'd only be peanuts remaining. <laughs> Everything else I mean, would maybe, you know, you'd have really caramely clothes, probably. Oh, no, there wouldn't be caramely clothes. It gets like 180 degrees of hot water in there. It it it, it washes it really? everything. Yeah, it gets fucking hot. Oh. I don't know. It depends how hot your 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 hot water heater is set, but it gets hot. I didn't know that it was almost boiling in there. I'm making this up as I go along to justify shitting in washing machines. Okay, I, I haven't believed in you. Yeah, <laughs> I actually use cold, cold. I don't use hot water for it for any of my washing. It it you know gives the clothes clothes a better lifetime. But I still maintain that you could take a shit right in that washing machine and it would just wash away. Well, here's the real test. These we're talking about your clothes and your cum and your shit. Yeah. How is this level of cleanliness extended to others? So if someone else beat off into your laundry machine and yeah. you did that, there would be no feelings of that's gross. That's probably there's some little remnant of there. Somebody else pooped in your washing. Like, yeah, you're only care. okay with it because it's care. you. Oh, no, I you would. would. I would. 
you could totally masturbate on my laundry and I wouldn't mind a bit. I've never been to your house, but when I visit and I leave on the last day, you're going to find a meaty turd sitting in your washing machine. <laughs> a turd? Well, Wait, that was a part of the deal? We've well, you moved stepped to, away. to shit now, Woody. Keep up. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Kyle's of the opinion that you can shit into a washing machine and it'll take care of it. Yeah. That is a bold sh- washing machine. Could I, you- could, what about a piece of cake? See, I'd rather right, have, I'd have a whole cake that. in there than See, this shit. is the <laughs> argument that I've had with so many women about the dishwasher. They, women always want me to like pre-wash dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. And so one day I, I, I was like, look, this is not necessary. This is not necessary as long as you don't let the dish get all crusty. Like, like this, this, see this plate with macaroni all over it? It's fine. I'll stick it in there. It's going to go away. You can take a whole fucking cake and put it in a dishwasher and close that bitch. And when you come back, it's gone. There's no reason to pre-wash dishes. I don't believe in it. And so by the same... I don't believe co- in it. I don't believe in it. It's Dude, only some scam. washers are like that. Some washers have like a garbage disposal at the bottom that will take care of stuff like that. A yeah. lot of them do not. This Taylor's is right. someone who was used to that kind of uh, garbage disposal washer and then moved somewhere that didn't have that. And it will back up quickly. It's act- the, the feature you're talking about is called a grinder. And he's right. Some some washing mach- or dishwashers have a grinder at the bottom, and they take care of things like noodles. And washers some don't. Or dishwashers. Dishwashers. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I washers don't them. have a grinder, so they're not grinding up that cake or shit. They're yeah. just mixing it around with your clothes. Oh yeah. That you leave in your pockets. What a mess that always makes. Am I right? The what you leave in your pocket? Condoms. Uh, the soiled condoms, Taylor. You leave soiled <laughs> condoms in your pocket. Well, you know. Well, you're not allowed to flush them, so you put them in yeah. your pocket and we'll put them in the washing machine. You tie, you tie a little knot. You tie a little knot in it, and then after a week, like it starts expanding, right from 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 like cum gases, and it's like a little balloon. Then, I've got. A, I've told you guys about my graveyard <laughs> next to my bed. That, that's I haven't taken care of that yet. And then so they and then they float away and inseminate people when they <laughs> land. <later. laughs> That's how people no, appropriate. You, that, that's like interesting. Like put it in your pocket. That's all fun. What I usually do is I tie it off and then I go put it under the windshield wiper of, of random cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they have to touch it. I wouldn't do that. That's a crime. I'd have to like start introducing myself to, to neighbors. Like, I'm a sex offender. Hey, da, da, da. it's because I was putting used condoms under people's windshield wipers. Sir, before you get that judgy look on your face, <laughs> settle down. I, I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like you, and I leave loads on under windshield wipers of people I, I want to fuck with. What do you want from me? I didn't rape anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Child sex, please. Pedophile? No. No. Yeah, I'm the jizz bandit. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the articles. <laughs> he strikes once every other day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I think you take a shit right in the washer and it'd be fine. You shit in the dryer though, and that's just an, that it doesn't work out the same way. You you it's run a load. Smell like hot poop. Yeah, I think you ever ha- have you ever like had an, a pet or anything get in the dryer? Get inside the dryer? Yeah, yeah. No, like no what are they, why would they do? Because kitties like to, like, hop in there on top of, like, you know, the, the hot, warm laundry sometimes. Let's say you pop open the dryer, you get an article of clothing or two out, but you want to give it a few more spins. And the, and the kitty cat's hopped in there because it's all warm and soft and smells like a summer's breeze. And then you, you send him for a spin cycle, and he's just ba-bump, 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 ba-bump. And then, you're, then, then you don't have any collared shirts to wear that weekend. Collared shirts on the weekend? You got plans? 
<laughs> Not anymore. Burying a cat, mostly. I'm looking at uh, this. the name of this Reddit that it was posted in. The cum box was called Reddit's Museum of Filth. And I'm looking around at some of these things, and I need to link a couple of them to you. Let the, the, me... From the Museum of Filth, eh? Okay. All right. All right. There's... Here's a link that, and then, then I'll then I'll read this. It'll be fun. All right, this is uh, something from the Museum of Filth, and it was linked there from some question of what's the most uh, self-inflicted sexual injury you've encountered, that kind of thing. Mm. So <laughs> this is gonna be good. Not exactly sexual, but when we had gynecology and obstetrics in med school, we got this girl in the form uh, in from the psychiatric ward. The reason she got referred to gynecology is that she was smelly. Yep, really. So we didn't quite understand the referral until we got in the room and met the patient. The patient is a skinny young girl with the foulest necrosis-like odor I've ever smelt. It was literally so bad, half of us had to leave the room. The paramedics also commented that they had to roll down the windows when driving her there. According to the referral, paramedics had to roll down the windows. <laughs> They'll, like, pick up people's colons that get shot out by a biker who was just wearing shorts and then throw it in the back with shit. They're rolling up the window, down the windows. Uh, according to the referral, the smell had been there for several weeks, and they tried everything, including forcing her to shower to make it end, and now they sent her to rule out gynecological issues. Well, what we found when we put her in the stirrups was that this girl had anorexia, and as a means of hiding her uneaten food from the hospital staff, guess where she'd been putting her chewed-up pieces of food? Yep, she, of course, told us she had never put anything up there. Well, either there's a disease that makes potatoes grow in your vagina, or she was lying. <laughs> we dug out tons of literally rotten meat from this girl's vaginal cavity. Some of it had been there for so long. Uh, we put her on antibiotics for the terrible infection she of course had. Hospital food where I went to school isn't great in general, and it didn't help to let it ferment for a few weeks in an acidic environment full of bacteria. I will never forget that smell. To, to make you understand how bad it was, let me just say that the, vagi the vagina of any anorexic is not a happy place to begin with, as they are very prone to nasty fungal infections. Here treatment for both fungal and bacterial infections seeing as we had trouble differentiating the more rotten food from her own necrotic vaginal tissue uh, so mix the smell of necrosis uh, rotting food severely unclean crotch with a nice hint of infection to top it off at this point in school we had sat through countless hours of smelly surgeries autopsies treating homeless people in the er and i've never seen any of my fellow students react physically to any smell half of the people immediately had to leave the room and some of us who stayed had to vomit dear so there you go god can you imagine that, being so mentally ill that you hide, like, ham hocks and crab goons in your pussy? No, no. I've heard all kinds of stories like that. Like, Benji from The Stern Show talks about hooking up with this chick at the AVN Awards and, like, fingering her and finding a plastic baggie of drugs and pulling it out and being like, there's drugs here. And she was like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot I had those there. Like, I've, I've heard of porn stars putting, um, if you're familiar with, like, uh, a makeup kit, the little... Uh, the little squishy thing that the 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 makeup applicator, that little pad thing, I've heard of them shoving that in their vagina to like hold back a a, a period, uh, and then and then ha having Wait, sex the little, for the, the porno. The tiny wedge thing. The, they make circular ones. They're like a puck, and they're very dense and squishy. And uh, and the chick had shoved one of those up there to stop her period, and then forgotten about it. And so it's just soaked in blood and rotten up in there. And, the, and I, I heard the smell of that was disgusting. But what you are describing, sir, is a clogged but wait. food processor full of 
rotten hospital food and pussy. I feel like you yeah. guys are looking at this through a very narrow lens. Like, okay, I will grant Good. you that she had some, you know, necrotic pussy tissue and a little bit of rotting meat and potatoes, but she was anorexic, which means outside of that, she was probably pretty hot. I mean, yeah. maybe she looked good. Yeah. I mean, if you could but get over the smell. Well, I mean, we all have different priorities. Oh, my goodness. I think if you, if you, you know, fucked her in the ass, it's unlikely there'd be much of a mess there. She doesn't eat. Yeah, probably not. You know, I'm a problem solver. You know. Well, uh, I've, I've got, that was really gross. I've got something way, way better here. Uh, but first, Kyle, do you have anything you want to tell us about? Well, I'm a little sickened, to, to be to be frank. I, I don't know if I can talk about Stitch. Oh, we're right about now. to go a little deeper, my friend. This is a fun Reddit. I'm going to poke around. <laughs> we uh, I, I, I honestly feel a little... little. Well, we'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring tonight's episode of PK. Style, some of us have it, some of us don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive to some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style uh, that you never knew you had. And you can with a little help from our friends over at Stitch Fix. Uh, Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy our clothes. Just answer a few basic questions about your sizes, uh, your favorite styles, and your budget. And right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet, your personal stylist then springs into action hand-selecting five brand-new clothing items just for you. I know, I know, personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but now you can, too. And I scroll too far down. <laughs> um, Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep. And since your personal stylist uses, uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Once your items arrive, try, try them on and only pay for what you keep. If you don't like something, need another size, just send the items back, no questions asked. And shipping is, of course, always free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know you will too. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash PKA to get started now. Keep all five items in your box, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash PKA, stitchfix.com slash PKA. Click on the link in the description. Check it out. Yes, definitely check that out. You want to look good. You want to smell good. You want to be, you know, an attractive looking man. You want to dress like Kyle. I think I'm better at picturing things in my mind than the average person because I'm really getting some awful mental images of this rotten vagina. Yeah, you're I, still on that, huh? See, I just breezed right through. I don't, have I don't you mind. Ever, have you ever, like, left, like, a a bag of potatoes that has like three or four potatoes left in it, like on a rack or in a, in a, oh, in a yeah. shelf. Oh yeah. Like some spuds start growing out and like spurts. They, no, they Shoots. turn black and black liquid comes out of them and it smells like death. I'm imagining that in, in, in her vagina. Well, that's what it was. I wonder if it was like, that. And like they even said in there that it was so bad that when they're removing stuff, they're like pulling on it. They're like, goddamn piece of roast beef. And they're like, Oh no, that's just rotted vaginal tissue. Okay. Leave it there. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, what was the aftermath? They need a water pick. Yeah, you, get a, you, need a, yeah, you need like a hydrosonic water pick or something to get that out. See, that was a little gross. I'm glad it grossed Kyle off, out so much. Honestly, like you know stories like, like that, I, I would rather read about that than, uh, than see somebody eat a booger. That grosses me out. Watching people eat boogers is disgusting to me. What if you poured a bottle of hydrogen peroxide in, in the vagina? 
Oh, she'd be like one of those, you know, fifth grade experiments. <laughs> <With a volcano. laughs> she just erupted, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, well, if here, th- this won't be nearly as, as brutal, Kyle. I'll link this one to you. So the title of this. Pretty rough stuff, man. Is, uh, so this guy. Did he, he shoot linked, off his penis? He shot his penis off on purpose. Ooh, I can't show these pictures, but I'm looking at them. He, he posted, what are some ways I could sever the stump of my penis in like a morbid questions thing? And he deleted that. But here it says, here's like the little bit of the post. It says, I shot off, I shot off roughly 90% of my cock and have a stump left. I'm looking for ways to try to remove it. Uh, one, band it up, then shoot it off. Two, penis guillotine in parentheses, not sure if there's enough left. Three, try to slice it off, least desirable option. Dip it in liquid nitrogen and smash it. <laughs> Says this anti-penis Bill Nye. Who's <laughs> gonna fucking dip it in liquid nitrogen, you goddamn degenerate. Uh, uh, comment from OP. Yes, I shot it four times with a revolver. Think about that. You shot your own cock, That's and just then the you start. do it three, three more times. Bang, bang, bang. Yes, I shot my I shot it four times with a revolver, cooked it on the stove right after, and then ate it. No, the bullets go through very cleanly through the skin. I shot it four times in a state straight line across in order to sever it. And then here are the four the three pictures. Uh, if you guys want to find this on Reddit, just look up the shot off penis stump. And it looks like I don't even know what to say. What it, this looks like. It looks like just a nut sack with a hole in the middle. It like, kind of looks I don't like see an asshole balls. where the penis it goes. Looks, yeah, it looks a little bit like an asshole. Uh, it's good to see this guy still cares enough about the region to shave part of this whatever fucking thing it is. Why bother shaving? It, it, whatever. Nobody's going to see it. Th- this is uh, this is insane. And he was. Yeah. He, then he has a picture of it banded up where he just ties a rubber band around his penis stump and is trying to let it die, I guess. Uh, the questions for him were, why did you shoot your cock? How did you react immediately after? And what the fuck? Uh, I shot it off for God. God wasn't having it. God said, I didn't, I don't like that dick. Shoot it off. So he did, I guess. Uh, immediately after, I cooked it a little and ate it. Then I laid on the ground and listened to music before calling an ambulance. God is crucifying me. I was supposed to chop off my balls too and die. I chopped off my nuts two months ago. Now I have to chop off the rest and of the stump and bleed out. The bullets tore through it. It's a fleshy cock. It doesn't stand a chance against a 38 special revolver. No seasoning. <laughs> no seasoning, just olive oil. I need to remove it to bleed to death in order to complete a blood sacrifice to God. Right now, shooting it again is my best bet. Well, at least he's going to heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, you know, like, 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 you read stuff like this, and you realize that we're so ignorant as to just how crazy some of the people around us are. Because this is like, this is five levels above the crazy we normally deal with. Like the people yeah. that you'd be like, oh yeah, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. Look, look at him over there. He's crazy. Is he, look, look, he shaved his. He shaved that silly thing into his hair. And look, he's got that this piercing and that piercing. He split his tongue. Can you can you believe he split this his guy tongue? This guy's insane. He, he wears fat. one of those bikinis for guys, right? Like, <laughs> who wears he, a speedo? He smokes meth casually. It's absurd. He's insane. <laughs> really? Did he shoot his penis off to blood sacrifice himself to the Lord? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Did he eat the severed cock and then 
plan to do more amputations because, you know, God. No, nothing like that. Nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is grotesque. Like, this is, that's an insane level of mental illness. Think about that. You think God is telling you to shoot your dick off, and so you do it, and then you, like, in a blasé way, talk about it on Reddit, like, yeah, I shot it off. It was just fleshy. God told me to do it. Uh, olive oil, no seasoning. It was decent. Like, that's, <laughs> it's a fucking crazy person. Like, Dude, oh. 80s dick. I wonder if these people know, like, if people in this guy's life know how crazy he is that he shot his dick off. Or if he's just, oh, like, an know. unassuming, like, <laughs> yeah. I, was told, I was told that I would not have to move my office again. I was told. Do you like, think that, that in every other way this guy's normal? There's no chance no. of that. This guy is a this... nutcase in lots of areas. Yeah. Come well, on down to Stubby's. Get your used car. You know, whatever <laughs> he actually does. On the bright side, now that I've sacrificed my If you beat my so deal, long. I'll shoot my cock off. <laughs> <laughs> in retrospect, shouldn't have put that in writing. <laughs> 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 On the bright side, I, I don't I'm not don't have that compulsion to use the cum box anymore. That's all done. <laughs> yeah, the cum, it's the same guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> this was God's punishment for my cum box. <laughs> Twenty years <laughs> in that waste in that not Nordstrom one not. <laughs> waste not one. Oh man, this is this is a really fucked up subreddit. I like this. I can't believe that I haven't heard of this before. Now it's called Museum of Fil- Reddit's Museum of Filth. Now, if you're gonna shoot your cock off with a 38, what's your what's your technique, right? Do you get it hard first, so that so that it, you know, so that there's no flopping around and you get a clean cut, or do you stretch it out from like the head, so you get it nice and thin, so maybe it takes fewer bullets? Like, You'd like, want it to be. I, I think it'd be tough to maintain an erection with a gun pointed at your penis. So I think you're gonna end up doing it soft, and I yeah. imagine this guy did it by doing what you uh, the stretch method, where you stretch Five it bullets, out. Though. But you, no, four bullets. Four, still four bullets, four shots. Yeah. And he, and he, and he fucked it up too because now he's got like a, a pelvic asshole looking thing on the front. The, are you suggesting? Where does it? Where's the pee a, come out? I right think it dribbles out just, as a does mess. Does it just dribble? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I, that's actually to me one of the things I would miss the most. You know, obviously there's sex, but the ability to pee cleanly, that would suck. I, I, I really like having that. If I lost my dick, I would kill myself. Yeah. After I killed whoever did it. Yeah. We've been through this before. Like, it's an easy... It's a no-brainer. Huh. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. You kill yourself. If I got, like, an acid attack, like, like I, I could even come back from that, I think, as long as it wasn't one of those, like, oh, you're melting into your neck and your mouth <laughs> doesn't close <laughs> anymore. Like, that, like, you don't want that. I'm one bad case of athlete's foot away from ending it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, get out of here with this acid attack. Like, Kyle's know. over there. God, the flu this year is brutal. <laughs> I might even get it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that push you over that edge where it's just not worth going on anymore. Yeah, good Lord. Like, I... Uh, I, I would hands. love to talk... To, I would love this guy as a guest on the show. Just to talk. Both hands, Both hands are gone. I mean, both hands gone, you'd have trouble shooting yourself, but you could easily, like, dive into an empty pool. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like huh. but do you, do you park in the garage now and, and you know, start the car with, hopefully it's Unless got a Unless I, I can, like, find, like, really cool robot hands or something mm-hmm. like that. Th- those if that's, exist. Uh, I know, like, like you'll have, like, shitty ones where it's, like, you're, like, accidentally crushing your soda cans or, like, they're so weak, they're, like, those claw machines. Or you can't pick Jesus. things up, right? Yeah, I'd probably uh, fumble around with a gun, get frustrated, then jump off of something high. Yeah. 
Could, yeah. yeah. Or like put a shotgun in your mouth and then use your toe. Park like your a, car in the garage, you psycho. You, you, right? you, you suicide noob. There's much nicer ways to do it. You just sort of peacefully fall asleep and end it. Yeah. What I would do is just one night just take a long, peaceful walk into East St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a... Just keep going. That would, it's a surefire way. Uh, well, there's a, there was a story of a saw murder here a couple days ago. So no more just hammers. The whole Lowe's you know, hardware department is being utilized. What kind of saw? I think like a handsaw. <laughs> no. Like where no. when you're sawing someone, like it's not like a hand where it's like, and you're like out or like at least mostly out. It's like, ah! <laughs> 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 shut up. I'm not even, I'm barely in. Ah! <laughs> sawing someone's head off. Oh, what a terrible way to die. <laughs> Who's to say you started with his head? Why'd you start on my arm? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Like now I'm down a foot. Like that's not coming yeah. back. <laughs> but I'm not dead. Oh, oh that would be awful. Now, oh, what man. is the deal? Does anyone know the scoop with the Colorado, not Colorado, the Chicago murders? It's been all over the press. There were like 66 people shot. I want to say 12 killed. And it was uh some like big, some some big gang thing over the like, weekend. It, right? it was just like even more gang activity than usual. There's Wonder what like usual is. But yeah, did the usual gangs, is a lot like, in Chicago because gangs are prolific in south chicago like they run shit a lot of the time like, but i really doubt there's 66 shootings a weekend like th this must have been like uh, a yeah, gang like, holiday maybe a gang holiday <laughs> a gang it's celebration yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, average weekend shootings in chicago let's see i'm gonna guess uh 50 uh Not 50. I do it like Marvel. I count Thursday uh, and Friday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How many? Oh, I love this. is a great headline. 36 shot in Memorial Day marks progress. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. They only had 36 killed. And they're like, what a great year. Man, weekend violence in Chicago, February 19th, 2018. Only six killed, 22 wounded. Ooh. This is pretty, these are pretty solid numbers. Yeah, no, it's clearly pretty bad if they're like 36 <laughs> shot over Memorial Day weekend marks progress in uh -huh. USA Today. That's hilarious. Yeah, the, Chicago is, South Chicago is kind of a shithole. I would not want to live there. Yeah, I wonder no. why it's going so wrong. Well, it's gang stuff. And so, Gun like, control. every time there's another one of these huge issues, like, of like high kill days or weekends it's because there was like some gang thing who knows what it was but there was some that's like, the part that has me curious gangs. was there like a yeah. turf war did someone oh. kill a very popular member on another gang and now there's all kinds of repercussions and they're going to war does it die like off quickly yeah You're... no it, i mean it, it never dies like it happens every weekend just but it goes in extents. peaks and valleys right so, so maybe like 66 people get shot and there's a lot of gangsters like bro you know what like i'd actually rather not get shot maybe or they go, they killed 30 of our guys this weekend. We're going to get them because I know we all have jobs and things that we're working for during the week that will make us more successful in the future. You know, I know you've got night school, for example. You're, you're becoming a nurse. You know, but this Friday after 530, because I've got, uh, I'm going to a church session, so I don't have to go on Sunday. Yeah, like, but no, not Sunday, not Sunday. We all have happen. Bible study, so <laughs> we have to handle no, this on Saturday. Sunday. 
They don't shoot people on Sundays unless like they like really want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> or like somebody like gets on your nerves or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's shitty. I'm Kyle, I want you to look through because you have your vivid, gross imagination and find more reprehensible things on this museum of filth because I'm liking looking at these. Are you not? Is it making you upset? I, I didn't like that. I, I didn't like that 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 disgusting vagina. Um, I, I I didn't even more like, than the dick shooting. I, I mean, they're both so bad. They're just both so bad. I, the amount of posts in here that are just people coming on objects for long periods of time is astounding. This is clearly not as rare. Oh, oh, okay. Here's one. This guy comes on a little anime figurine for a year to the point that now like the face and everything looks like the guy in the middle who opened up the, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> his, his face started melting. Open it up. Melting, Kyle. Like, Open wow. it up. I'm not, I'm, I'm done with this. I clicked like two or three things and it was like 18 years of schmegma, not safe for life. Like, 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 no, come on. I did see that. And I saw the schmegma thing. We're all circumcised, so we don't have smegma. But oh, imagine it, coming on the same figurine every day for an entire year. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It looks like you dripped candle wax on a little... <laughs> uh, uh, and it was clearly like an attractive woman doll. And you can and even it, see, like, the, like, there's a main river of cum that went down, but there are many uh, tributaries uh, leading to it. Yeah, the, the boobs form sort of a funnel. So, yeah. like, there's cum all over oh. her face and boobs, but, like, a straight line down her navel. This is awful. This guy... What do you think should be done with this guy? We find this guy. We don't know anything else about him other than he created this. What Execution. do we do? We should right? let him procreate with lesbians. Oh, this is the guy. This is the guy. He'll be Genghis Khan. Yeah, he, he already I mean, is he's Genghis clearly Khan. got the reservoir. <laughs> this is awful. I looked up Chicago murders. It's actually down year to date. So the last week is up 167%. But for the last year, in spite of the fact that we had such a good week, down 20%. Thanks, Donald Trump. Yeah, so it just it's a crazy week, but not so crazy that it really changed Chicago murder stats. I don't know. It's good leadership. It, I, I guess so. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Except this Taking week. The- in those MS-13 gang members out, locking them up. Making Chicago great again. Draining swamps and such. Oh, User ruins his testicles. Popped stitches. Death by shit choking. Oh, this is yours, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I added that. That's my post. Uh, oh, my God. Man, like, this, I'm going to go here more often when I need, like, a boost up. Because this makes this whole forum really lets you know that you've got your life on track compared to some of these folks, you know? Like, it'd be like going to a rehab for crack addicts just to browse, <laughs> just to kind of look around at them and be like, ugh, oh, man. And then you leave feeling a little better, right? Like, because you're not them. You don't, you're not addicted to crack. You didn't try and ruin your testicles. You didn't shoot your penis off with a really? 38 special. These are the things that boost your ego? Find I mean, people this, who are really failing and compare yourself to For the show it them? is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The self-harm thing, it seems so bad. Like the people who are like mutilating their bodies. Like, like it's one thing if you get like, I don't know, branded or like ear gauges or those 
balls under your skin or whatever, or the, the tongue splitting, or even like, I don't know, maybe if you thought you'd fit into your shoes better with four toes and, and not five. I could get on board with all that. Those models who have like a rib removed so that they're a size smaller. Okay, sure. You know, and I've talked about, you know, any number of surgeries that actually improve That's something a lot cosmetics. of women should do, really, for our benefit. I mean, a lot of women and a lot of men. You know, we, we could all yeah, use a little But it would give men that. Thought. Yeah, men need to do something different. Not, not the rib thing. Why have you gone with that? Why have you... that's, that's what I was talking about. A lot of women should have the rib thing done because yeah. it would improve their shape. At least two ribs, uh, yeah. I always say. Start, start young. Like these eight-year-olds with these big, wide bodies. Get out of here. <laughs> these big blind bodies, these fat backs, gross. <laughs> have a rib removed, you little rascal. You know. <laughs> they haven't even hit puberty yet, but they don't have enough of an hourglass. So let's get some they're ribs out of a, here. They're gonna make a black James Bond. Really? They can't do Idris Elba as James Bond. Come on, it doesn't make any sense. Some guy wrote me on Reddit justifying why Hamilton had such a diverse stat, uh, like cast. How, you know, they they were down for having women as, you know, the Hamilton role and, and everybody. They said they wanted that the original founding fathers were immigrants. So they wanted people who look like immigrants to play them today. Or I don't know. It was just really, it was ass backward to me. So it was like really, really stretching and backwards engineering to be like, and so that's why it makes sense that nobody's white. Like, like, yeah, okay, except for the bad like, guy. I don't really I, I, fucking care anyway. I don't watch plays. I think I'm going. They're coming to Durham, actually. And my wife and daughter are very excited about seeing Hamilton. And I was like, is it the real Hamilton, right? Or is it like, you know, Research Triangle High School's version of Hamilton? But no, apparently they're, they're going off Broadway and touring the country. And the actual Hamilton is coming nearby. And huh. uh, she really wants to go. Ew. I liked the Book of Mormon a lot. I thought that was funny. That's playing. I'd now. like to see that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go to any musical or play that I didn't think would be very funny. Hamilton, I've heard it. Like they didn't. Obviously, you can't see it. There's no movie or anything. But they released the audio track, which is almost as good because the whole thing is there, and it was really good. I thought I would dislike it, and I was on a long drive with hope. And what's it, what's it actually about? I don't even know. It's about I mean, the Hamilton, life story but... of Hamilton, who I didn't know very well prior to the the play. And um, it just goes through like his mentors, his challenges, his success, his failures. And uh, um, but they I don't know. They just make it's all like rap, but it's really good. They can sing. Uh, if you've ever been to a Broadway play or even it's like hours of rapping about Alexander dude, Hamilton. They are so good. <laughs> that and sounds it's, awful. No, I I went in with the same attitude. I, I my daughter put it on. We had a long drive. It's like two hours or something. And I'm like, ugh. She'll want me to listen to this. And by the end of it, I was like, God, no wonder everybody loves this. It's considered the best play to have ever been made ever. It's dominated the Tonys or something. No one's ever, nothing's ever gotten as many awards. It's uh, it, like, it, 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 like we're, we're t what other Broadway plays have we talked about? Like it, it's part of culture in a way that nothing else has been. And I heard it yeah. and I'm totally with you guys. Like prior to hearing it, I thought I would hate it. And well, it could be more boring than Alexander Hamilton. But I laughed out loud. I enjoyed it. I didn't know the story of Hamilton that well. So, like, I, I, I didn't know how it was going to end. The end was a surprise to me. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't like story I, I just don't think James Bond's black. Oh, we're back to this. Yeah. That's where yeah, I, I don't think so either. It's a little uh, ham-handed. I like Idris like Elba. 
I, I like him a lot. He's a great actor. He's they're a great just trying. Actor. They're they're trying way too hard nowadays to just like shoehorn stuff in when it's like, hey, like this is pretty fine the way it is. You like, can play it, Black Dynamite. There's a yeah. good respectable role. I actually don't have a problem with it, and mostly because James Bond keeps changing so much already. Right when it went from Sean Connery to Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig to I think I missed a couple. Um, they all seem like very different people to me. This guy could be my James Bond, I think. Now that I think about it, is it always supposed to be the same guy? Because it's covered different time periods and it's covered different... There's a, there's a couple theories. Um, okay. I thought uh, it was supposed to be the same guy the whole time. And they just no. like, obviously they get old and you got to switch them out. Because it's been yeah. going for like 60, 70 years. But if it was the yeah, same guy a... all the time... I'm sorry, Kyle. It wouldn't be like the 60s and the 80s and the 2000s. And... The idea know. is that James Bond is a code name used for a particular... That Agent 007 is always James Bond. Uh, that, that's one of the theories out there. And then oh, the well, other... that's your understanding. Why do you care that they switched? And it? then the other one is that it's a fucking movie about a, about a character. And that there's a lot of stories about, just like Jack Reacher or... Um, Who's that guy um, from the John Grisham novels that, that's always Jack Ryan? Yeah. Who, who oh, is it? Yeah, I think it is Jack like Ryan. That. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 but I got no problem if one year Jack Ryan is Harrison Ford and then 25 years later now it's um, John Krasinski. But at no point is it Martin Lawrence because they describe the character in the books. Well, why do you care? You just I, I don't like, see him as uh, James Bond? Yeah, because James Bond isn't Bond isn't black. Like if they made a black Jesus or a black Santa Claus or a black anything that's not black, it'd they, be like, well, why? They made a white why did Jesus. They make it black? We don't complain about that. I mean, the guy was almost surely Middle Eastern, right? Well, I Jesus was Jewish, but he wasn't an Ashkenazi Jew, like an, a European Jew. He was I don't know what the name of it is, but like more Middle Eastern looking. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, he had like a nice little cropped. He wasn't Mister like blonde hair, blue eyed. No, you know. Uh, Swedish Norwegian looking fucker. He looked like a Middle Eastern origin Jewish guy. But I also, I don't know. I'm not going to see the James Bond movie anyway. Of all care. the people we've mentioned so far, Jesus, James Bond, and Santa, I feel like I object most to Santa being black. I, I, I totally agree because he's like Saint Nick is based on a real guy who was like. You know, none of what I'm saying is factual or anything, but I'm riffing. <laughs> you know, he is based on some guy where they're like, oh, you must behave if you want to get St. Nick on your good side or else Krampus will come and kill you. You know, because back, back then they had Krampus and mm -hmm. Santa Claus because now they've gotten rid of Krampus and they don't have the bad guy to keep children in check. We need to reintroduce Krampus, frankly. It's, it's all these people, war on Christmas, war on Christmas. No, you've been fed a, a bill of lies. We need Krampus returned. That's the only true Christmas. That's well, the only war. About There's no yeah, one actually against that. Christmas, right? There's no Democrats like, let's get rid of Christmas. That's not a thing. But apparently there's been a silent war against Krampus for the last hundred years, and I've never heard of him. The war on Krampus is the war on Christmas. There is no Christmas without Krampus. Do you know about Black <laughs> Peter? About about Peter? Black, Black, Black Peter? No. Peter. So Black Peter is St. Nicholas's sidekick. You don't hear about him too much. Um, he's usually portrayed by uh, a man wearing blackface, and um, yes, Woody, yes. Uh, uh, and this is this. It, uh, I, I totally invite you to start googling right now because can't make this up. Uh, he is uh, Saint Nicholas's 
Negro sidekick. Um, no. Yes. Yes, he is. No, you're making um, this up. He's uh, not. He absolutely is. Wait. Zwarty. Oh, yeah. I'm not making it up is what, is what Woody is saying. Yeah. Yes. Zwarty yeah. Piet is the companion of St. Nicholas in the folklore of the Low Countries. The character first appeared in the 1850 book by Amsterdam school teacher Jan Shankman. And it is the most 1904 silent movie blackface looking character. I bet like they've got like the extra red on the lips or like the white outline there to like really like it's like an old school advertisement like is what it looks like that i can't believe this see what this is the war on christmas they they push that false flag war on christmas they, they push that false flag war on christmas as though they're, they're talking about mangers and stuff that's not true people they're getting rid of krampus they're getting rid of zwarte pit and these are people we need to understand saint nick and the historical character that he was Look anywhere. Check CNN. They're not talking about this little black-faced fella running around helping you helping deliver presents. Absolutely not. You can find me on YouTube. No. Spot. No. Uh, <laughs> SoundCloud. No. <laughs> Facebook. <It's a> Zionists. No. <laughs> so Zionists. Yeah. They're, they're ruining Christmas. And the globalists. And the globalists. And the and lizard Hillary. man. The whole lot of them. The Hillary Clinton Foundation. HRC. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Just say I, her middle I, name to make her sound bad. <laughs> if you look up Zwarte Pete, there's all these pictures of this thing. And then for no particular reason, Donald Glover's in there. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. I, 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 everyone's seeing it on my screen right now. But yeah, Some of these actually aren't blackface. The ones they showed initially were this one looks like it, she's got like greenish black on her face. I don't know. Like more like oh, an man. orc Here's- shade. There's all these people like dressed up as Black Peter communally. Like everybody's Black Peter. Each and each Black Peter is more racist than the last. Please link it. I, I'm just on my phone. Like I just What's image searched. I image searched Black Peter. That's what I did too. Did you find Donald Glover? Scroll down. He's wearing uh, a green shirt and he's being interviewed by this chick in that a blue is, dress. She's a Black Peter fan. Um, I, I'll watch this later. He stars as Peter Pan in this classic sketch from Hammercats. Okay, yeah. he's Black Peter Pan. That's a different. Thing. That's how it happened. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. There's an article in Holland. Santa doesn't have elves. He has slaves. Why Dutch <laughs> people put on blackface at Christmas time? By Jessica Olian. Speaking out about the real issues. You know, <laughs> Jessica has her finger on the pulse of what needs to be discussed. This, this, is, this is pretty ridiculous. I, had, I can't believe this. I had never I heard had of no it. I had no idea. Nobody does Black Peter here. I, no, no. I've never heard of it, seen it. They don't even do Black Santas anywhere here. Like If you go to like a, an urban, like close to the city center mall, and you see a Santa... Even if most of the patrons of the mall are black, even the Santas are white then, which is yeah, interesting. That's feel... one that people don't seem to change. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm... Santa may be an outlier here. If you're a young black guy and you see a black Santa, do you think that's an awesome Santa or not the real Santa? It's like, it's like Stanley on the, the office. And who the hell is that black Santa for? I know Santa ain't black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I've sat through Kwanzaa Christmas, Moroccan Christmas, Moraka Christmas. I just want a regular Christmas. Jesus, yeah. amazing. <laughs> I just want a regular Christmas. Stanley was hilarious. Oh, he and Kevin were the two most subtly funny characters. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, not so much. Kevin was ham-handedly funny. Kevin, or... Uh, Dude, there is Stanley a, was more subversive. I saw a, a little clip from The Office recently where, um, who is Michael's girlfriend, the the blonde one that he was really perfect with? Ollie. Yeah, where she was sticking up for Kevin, and she thought he was mentally disabled, and then he figures like, wait a minute, do you think I'm retarded? And it was, you think I'm retarded? <laughs> and just like inappropriate. <laughs> Do you guys want to see Logan Paul spar? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned this earlier. You, you told me that Logan looked uh, looked good. I, 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 I will say I knew that he looked physically really <laughs> impressive, but you're telling me that he looks like he's got some skill. Yeah, so yeah. I, I saw KSI box and thought that because he moved like a boxer, he was going to be the runaway undeniable. Like He's just going to toy with this guy i thought case yeah. was gonna win by a long shot not knowing anything about logan paul i'm queued up at zero you guys ready i am as well yes three two one play yep bum, bum, bum. so he's the white guy obviously he's pretty quick he's pretty quick he tends to um duck backwards straight back instead of moving off the line which make him vulnerable if the other guy can take advantage. Pow. Damn. He's got power in that left. And it looks like he's right-handed by his stance. Yeah. This is going to be a big fight. Like, this is on TMZ Sports. 1.5 million views. Dude. Like, TMZ I, is a big publication. I was on Reddit, the MMA subreddit, like today or yesterday. And Daniel Cormier and... Oh my God, Khabib Nurmagomedov. In my head, I say it. Khabib. Most of the letters are there. Yes. <laughs> Nurmagomedov. I, I just retarded. So Nurmagomedov, I think. That's yeah. That sounds right. I don't know. I can't say it. So anyway, uh, those guys were sort of their friends. So they were goofing about who had the bigger fight. You know, the Connor fight or the Brock Lesnar fight. You know. And then in the comments, everyone was like, the real question is, are either of these fights bigger than Logan Paul versus KSI? And all these other like UM, or UFC fans are saying, like, yeah, I totally know about that fight. I know who both of them are. A couple of guys were out of the loop. But I, it is a good question. Is Connor bigger than KSI Logan Paul? No. Yes. Like, as far as popularity and number of people who know, like KSI and Logan Paul is more, I would say, just okay. because... They're reaching out into a group of general entertainment viewers, uh -huh. whereas the other group is looking into fight fans. Like, you know, there's, they there's did a lot more overreach. All the people who ago. like the you know silly videos on YouTube and stuff, like they're all talking about the KSI Logan fight. Like, like Rivera it's gonna be way fought Joey Buttafuoco, I think, years ago, and that wasn't bigger than a Mike Tyson fight. You know, it, Tanya Harding fought somebody. Yeah, Tanya Harding. I think I've had the right one. Yeah. She fought in celebrity boxing. A bunch of, like, celebrities, dancing with the star-level celebrities, did boxing matches. And they seem like nothing compared to, like, a Tyson fight or a Conor fight or even a Ronda fight. This time, I'm not sure. Man, it's hard to tell. But these guys have millions of 
devoted fans. Whereas even most celebrities, you know, it's not a fan base that's like, I am a fucking De Niro fan. De Niro for me. Like, I follow everything he does. It's more like a recognition kind of popularity of like, oh, that's a name recognition. I understand that. But you're not uh, putting the time into it that you are with a content creator online the way young people do nowadays. Like that, I think it's going to be bigger as far as reach for sure. If it's when like, does it, it happen? It, it, really, it comes down to if it's free or not. It's when does it happen? Eight dollars, I heard. And I don't know, Kyle, but it's not long from now. I'll, I'll Google it real quick. Eight dollars isn't bad. No, I, I might pay eight bucks just to see. Oh my or, god! No, I'm just gonna watch. If you Google KSI versus Logan Paul, there is like a programmed Google response, like into the search engine, and it tells you Saturday, August twenty fifth. Yeah, it's like a real. It's like if you typed in Stanley Cup or Super Bowl or NBA championship, like yeah. dates. <laughs> wow. KSI opponent or Logan Paul calls out Conor McGregor in UFC. I like that Logan Paul is described as the KSI opponent, like you know, like like you know, Mrs. Donald Trump or something. You know, like he's oh, you might not know Logan Paul. He's KSI's opponent. Like I feel like well, they got to get those. Uh, they got to get all those keywords in the search. You're right. That's probably yeah. That, that's the yeah. It's it's just logic. SEO. <sighs> yeah, well, that's interesting. I'll, I'll at least watch the GIF that sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. August 25th is not that long from now. It's, uh... Oh, man, I was looking on, uh, on that disgusting Reddit, and there's a question, women, uh, what's the weirdest thing a man wanted for you? And I guess one of my exes must be posting on here because uh, <laughs> they said to hold a Bible open while he jacked off onto it. Afterward, he wanted me to eat the pages. <laughs> like and they, and she acted like it was weird. Bitch can't it was keep a secret. And yeah. It was kissing and telling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be any one of them, Kyle. <laughs> is, is this the end of romance? All right, yeah. we shared something sacred. When I had you hold open the Lord's Romans, prayer, two, three, <laughs> the Lord's prayer. When I seated your Book of Mormon and asked you to eat that that page, that was supposed to be between you and I. No, when I blew my seed onto the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, and I <laughs> wanted you to eat them to consume the values therein, you know, that, uh, oh, it's yes. not weird. It's normal. The blood normal of Christ, the body of Christ, <laughs> the spunk of Taylor. That's how it should you know, go. <laughs> it's, it's the seed, not spunk. The seed. <laughs> I tried Golden to make it. Talk I thought now. it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> spunk. Ugh. <laughs> That's so weird. I, that, that's so that's so weird. That's insane. Like in a way, I would judge someone <laughs> far less for doing this if they were like, "Why did you do that?" And tell that woman to do it. God told me to. I'd be like, "Okay, well, at least your insanity is quantifiable." Mm. Whereas someone who's like, "I just like it," you know, I like defiling things. I like making her do something <laughs> she clearly doesn't like. And I'm like, "Oh, you're the kind of guy that like might see a wounded animal on the side of the road and decide to take it home for round two. <laughs> like, you're, like, where does your deviancy end? They yeah, call the, me the Defiler. The Defiler. That's cool. <laughs> That's like a Satan name. Yeah. The Defiler. The Defiler. Does any UFC fighter have that? As they're like middle of their, you know, the Defiler? <laughs> no. Nothing really terrible. There is a guy named oh. Ryan Bader. Jack, the serial rapist. Thompson! <laughs> There's a guy named Ryan Christ Bader. Accused, never convicted! <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> He'll be in and out before you know what happened. Entering the ring right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think that would be a popular fighter. I think. I think uh, at least half the fan base would would dislike him. Ryan Bader's middle name is Master, like his the one he took on, which is pretty awesome. The Master Bader. Yeah, yes. that's pretty good. I like that. He Come does uh, these like fight tip videos on YouTube. <laughs> And sometimes he's like naked and it's all grayed out. Other times he's like wearing a, like a speedo, but he makes no reference to it. Like, like it's just regular everyday wear. And he's pretty funny. I like him. Those people need to be put to death. Which, Which ones? We have a long list. Yeah. The, the, the people on that subreddit specifically, like, uh, like, like they're, 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 they're just, just abominable individuals just just that's so fucked up even the bible thing it's just bizarre like i don't care necessarily it's it's not that he's seeding a, a bible necessarily although that is a little fucked up um it's it's that that's what he's into that just says so much about him like god knows what else he's doing he's he's out there he's definitely out there pointing at the ingredients over the the screen at chipotle like like, like he's 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 got to be guilty of a number of things that we would find deplorable Oh, yeah. People like this don't stop at one thing. It's like, well, I'm a church-going fellow, but I just need to blow my wad on, you know, Romans 23 and then let it be consumed as it were the body of Christ. Like, no, you would... Like, that guy's also got, you know, marionette dolls, or maybe he's a brony, or he has, like, a flashlight taped to the back of a Chuck E. Cheese mascot uniform. Like, he's got <laughs> something else going on. I like when they shove the flashlight into the body of a of another kind of like toy, like they 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 turn like a My Little Pony doll into a sex toy. Ew! Oh no, we we looked at that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we saw that, where they yeah. like hollow out the My Little Pony doll and then yeah. uh, or not doll the top figurine and then they put the flashlight in there. Yeah. God, what terrible people! Were people did people do shit like this way back in the day, or is this like? The internet spiraling out of control. I think we've come up like with one-upsmanship. We've definitely come up with new things, but there's always been people who were into some weird shit, right? Well, always, yeah. But I feel like you go 500 years ago, people aren't even imagining this oh, kind of I, thing. I bet they are, but they're doing all kinds of weird shit, all kind of sacrilegious stuff, and pedophilia, and and necrophilia, and bestiality, and all kinds of weird fucked up shit. They just didn't have Reddit. Yeah. Reddit's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Plus, I feel like if you go back to, like, Greek and Roman times, shit gets nasty. Uh, just more free. Okay. Self a boy to train up. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't look good in the Reddit post. Yeah, it'd be, be fine in those days, though. That's what I'm getting at. You know, Taylor is saying, is this a new phenomenon? And I'm saying, eh, back in the day, they did some wacky stuff. Yeah, the, the Romans seemed to be into some crazy sh uh, stuff. Caligula was, was was pretty nutty. Yeah. He was into yeah, a lot. Well, he was into, like, fucking his... Or, no, I'm thinking of Oedipus. Uh, yeah, he, Oedipus is all fictional, too, so... Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking up. Oh, this isn't that fucked up. You just came into a coconut. Oh, please. <laughs> ah, who amongst us? This is just a fun afternoon, fella, trying Man. to compete. Says it was the worst mistake he ever made. <laughs> How would that? 
Did he fuck the coconut? Is, is that All right, it? Is hold it... on. Now, it's got 81,000 upvotes, so I, I guess I got to like <laughs> look at this. Maybe it is fucked up. Let me read it. Uh, it's called uh, Today I Fucked Up by Coming Into a Coconut. Um, around eight years back, I lived in northern Mozambique, a coastal southern African country with quite a warm climate. My mother at the time was going through a health nut phase and only buying food she deemed healthy enough. One of these was coconuts. She would buy several coconuts a week to use in foods from the local market to use in food from the local market. Anyway, being a horny teenager, I fapped in regular intervals. Unfortunately, there was some severely stressful examinations coming up for me, and as such, my fapping reached a higher peak than usual, and I was feeling pretty sexually frustrated. One day, I heard that my mother was going out for pretty much the entire afternoon. Horny me decides it would be a fantastic idea to fuck a coconut. Honestly, to this day, I can't fathom why in the world I thought it would be a good idea, but my train of thought back then was clearly clogged. I ended up grabbing the coconut drill and about 20-ish minutes of concentrated effort end up creating a hole large enough for me to stick my uh, pecker into it. I decided it would take some lube and grab the nearest slippery thing, some butter, before shoving it in the coconut, followed by... He's just ruining his mom's shopping trip. Uh, <laughs> before shoving it into the coconut, followed shortly by my meat. I fuck the coconut, and it actually feels pretty damn good, so I blow my load, shove the coconut under my bed, and continue about my day. For the next week, the coconut is my savior. Whenever I want to get off, I simply take it out and fuck it in its delightfully tight hole, made better each time by accumulating volumes of semen and butter acting as lubricant. Oh, he's not even emptying it out! Oh, just leaving, coming. Oh, what a degenerate. It's heaven. Before I continue, I best mention that, our t that at the time in our area was experiencing at the time, our area was experiencing quite humid, muggy weather, which exacerbated an already existing fly problem. Disgustingly fat, bloated flies were commonly found around our house, and the exterminators couldn't really do anything because it was a localized problem that would go away in the winter. About a week and a bit later, after the initial coconut fuck, I had been using it pretty much every day since then, I began to notice a few more flies than usual, as well as an odd, unpleasant smell in my room. Must be the coconut, right? So I decided that I'll fuck it once more, and I throw it out and get a new one. Worst mistake I ever made. You see, the reason for the increased number of flies was that the coconut was evidently, in hindsight, a near-perfect place for flies to lay eggs. As I penetrate the coconut one last time, I feel a strange wiggling sensation. Puzzled, I pull my cock out to discover that it is covered in rotted and moldy butter and semen that is teeming with tiny fucking maggots. They were <laughs> wriggling all over my dickhead, and some were even trying to force their way up into my urethra. I screamed and threw the coconut against the wall, which made the situation worse by spilling the contents. Hours of vigorous cock scrubbing, vomiting, and cleaning the remnants were spent reflecting on what I was doing with my life. Never again. Not as bad as I thought it would be. I didn't believe. I thought it. his no. mom. Was I thought they were going to make it into his urethra. That's I what I thought it was going was to. I thought his mom was going to find the coconut and start cooking with it. There it is. Why you waste a perfectly good coconut? <laughs> There's a commercial on TV about that. Well, uh, not that, but the, a lady masturbates with a cucumber or something, and then it shows up in the salad, and she's like, <sighs> "I could probably find it." Just the title of this one. Guy loses virginity to fat woman, eats her out with the lights turned off, thinks he's licking her pussy clip, but he's really licking a giant hemorrhoid on her asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Oh, what a dark place this is. I'm going to revisit this after the show. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is grotesque. I like how vividly you picture these things. I saw another post about like this kid's like when I was 13 I went in I was at my grandparents house and I was jacking off at night and my grandma was asleep and I don't know what made me do it but I went in there and came on her face and then ran back to bed. 
like, what's wrong with you? What kind of 14-year-old thinks like that? Came on his grandma's face. As she was sleeping. I'd love to hear that one read. That was about it. <laughs> Came on my grandma's face and then ran back. I don't know why I did it, is what he said. Did she wake, I wonder? No, he says, to this day, I don't know if she knows or not. Which, if she did know, you would never know, my friend. It's a good grandma, right? She keeps a tight lip. Keep that keeps secret. Keeps a tight lip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope so, no drippage. <laughs> uh, oh, my wrinkles seem a little better this morning. My yeah. zinc cream is working. <laughs> oh. Oh. I smell bleach. Yeah. <laughs> it smells bleachy in here. My lips are so salty. <laughs> so I watched Infinity War. My finally. eyelashes are stuck together. I saw I, that. Uh, I liked it. I really liked Infinity War. I thought they did a really good job with that. Uh, Thanos was very enter- entertaining, and I'm looking forward to the second one. They did a good job with Spider-Man, who I didn't think I'd care for. Um, I, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. Did you I, see I, Civil I, War? Yeah, I, I did not like that. Oh, I thought Spider-Man was good in that also. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just didn't like yeah, Civil I liked, War. It was just I, a waste of a movie. I feel like it's almost become fashionable to hate superhero movies now. And uh, every time I watch them, I'm like, there is a reason these are so popular. It is fun to see it play out. Yeah, I, I like probably... I like some of them. I didn't like Black Panther. Uh, I liked Deadpool. Um, I, I didn't like Ant-Man. Uh, I really like... Uh, Infinity War, though. I, I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I thought Black Didn't a bunch Panther of the heroes was... die? Uh, it's, it's kind of a spoiler to like get too deep into that stuff, but, but I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> I think like, we're, we're, <laughs> at the, we're at the point now. My theory now where, is that where... they're not going to uh, kill off this many um, cash cows. But everybody, yeah. who, everybody who wants to see that movie has seen it. So I don't think you can, like, spoilers are fine at this point. Like, if you like those superhero movies, you've seen that. That's been out for how long? Like, four months? Probably. That's a good guess. Maybe Did you see it in the that? theater, Kyle? No. I, okay. I, I watched it last night. What is, no, I, like, I, which ones purportedly died? All right, spoiler like, alerts. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about who dies in Infinity War. Half of everyone in existence dies. Um, so there's a part where the main bad guy finally gets all of the power that he's been trying to get since the beginning of the, you know, since like 2001 or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, he snaps his fingers and literally half of everything in existence on every planet in the entire universe dies. <laughs> and that includes like half of our heroes, of course. So like, like drops dead or like they poof, turn they into go, like a dust. dust. Oh, is that that meme where everybody's like triangles? Probably, like they yeah. become little triangles. Like, uh, there's a part where Peter Parker, as he's dying, says, "I don't feel so good." So you've probably seen that oh, as a yeah. meme. And yeah. um, oh, Spider-Man dies. He does. Uh, a lot of people Chris die. Pratt, Chris Pratt dies. Uh, Gamora dies. Um, um, Drax dies. Uh, fucking Drax. Groot, Groot Big dies. Blue guy, uh, Batista. Batista. Uh, the, the the Groot dies. Fucking. Uh, Captain America dies. The fucking um, I think he does anyway. I know Black Panther dies. What like, about like Iron Man? He lives actually. He, There's a major plot point around him that they he literally says he'll give him the the last stone, the power or the second to last stone, the power he's searching for, so long as he spares Iron Man. But this is a guy who can time travel, 
and found he's like, there's 14 million ways this can come out. We only win in one of them. And he's like, I need Iron Man to survive. So one might presume that Iron Man plays a major role in fixing all this. Oh, Thanos needs Iron Man to survive? No, no. Okay, so uh, the guy's name is Doctor Strange. He's the one who can see the future. He played out 14 million ways this could end. And only in one of those ways did the good guys win. So as he's giving the stone to Thanos that he requires so much that has all this power in it, he says, I'll give you this stone if you make me a deal. Iron Man survives. So it's sort of assumed that Iron Man is going to play a major role in the one out of 14 million scenarios where they win in the end. And like the undoing of this? Okay. Yeah, that's the thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got some time travel next episode, so that'll be fun. Uh, and then Deadpool 2 was very good oh. uh, as well, I thought. I, I really liked that. In, um, oh, I had a thing about the time travel I wanted to say. Oh, I lost it. Oh, oh, there's a lot of um, actors whose contracts are up. So some people think they're going to use this time travel universe remapping as a way to get new actors involved. Like they might not come back as, is Chris Evans the actor's name or the character's name? Yeah, like Chris Evans, for example, is on his last movie in the contract. So they may use this as a way to explain why, I don't know, fucking Danny DeVito is the new Captain America instead. But he didn't, they showed him. (laughs) I'm the trash man. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I, I don't, I don't like that theory. I don't think that's going to happen necessarily. They might use it as a negotiating tool to be like, maybe you come back, maybe you don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hadn't decided yet. Actually, I'm writing it down right now. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. What's your assumption? Uh, well, maybe I'll start watching that. How many movies do I have to go back uh, if I want to catch up? There's only about twenty-four. For this well, one, the though, last one, I think I saw... you literally just have to... This is like a almost a start. Like, you could watch just this Infinity War. I've seen no, the he Avengers. he needs to watch Guardians. No, I've seen the uh-huh. Avengers, the first one. Yes! I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I've seen Deadpool 1 and 2. And that is, I think, it. I, I saw part of a Captain America, I think the first one, and I left in the middle of it. It was one of the rare movies I left in the middle. Uh, I was, was so dumb. Which I was one? so bored. Captain, Captain America, one of those I left in the middle. I just, I, it's huh. not my, not my cup. Not your thing. And no. So I've seen those four movies. Well, I would say, so that, I like, for example, <laughs> Infinity War 2, you'd want to see Infinity War 1 first, the one that's coming out. But um, to see Infinity War 1, maybe Civil War, but oh, mostly. Oh, come on. Civil War's the one you don't need to see. Like, nothing happened in Civil War. It was just, a, it was uh, just like everybody no, got they, no, like a. They made like oh, a dozen references one... to their, you know, to, to why they had to like get over their separation and such. I yeah, saw but that they're one. Over it. Oh. It's not like, you know, they're just like, ah, well, yeah, I could say now. that about like Guardians good of the now. Galaxy. Like, like, you know. Yeah, but you don't know the characters. Like, like, like he won't know who Gamora is. Or, oh, like, I, I, I know Chris Pratt, the yeah. tree, uh, <laughs> the guy who goes, nothing goes over my head. He's my favorite. You know, I'm too quick. He's hilarious. Um, <laughs> blue, I think there's a blue lady and a green lady, or maybe a. Yep. Maybe one yeah, blue. Yeah, okay, there's good. both. There's blue uh, and a green. There's a raccoon, and uh, what about a tree? Did you say him? And already? then uh, that guy from uh, Michael Madsen is that his? No, it's not him. It's a. Uh, it's that guy who like throws a, an arrow at people, and it goes. Beep, beep, uh, beep, beep, oh, beep, oh, yeah. uh, Jeremy, is it Rooker? Yep, uh, something Rooker. You're right, because he, he's the guy. Nazi zombies. That's what I was thinking of. He was in uh, uh, that. Uh, George Romeo Nazi zombies map. 
as one yeah. of those characters. and he was Merle from The Walking Dead. Oh, who gets like his hand cut off in season yeah. one, or cuts his yeah. hand off. Okay. Well, you know, I think I got a pretty good feel on this whole universe. Yeah, I think... Based I, on that. I think you're good to go into Infinity Wars I, You miss a little bit of, like, the, the Asgardian thing, because they throw us right into, like... You know, the all the Asgardians are dead, and it's just Thor and Loki there. I don't know. You could you could watch it, I guess. There's only like, two left now. Well, that's easy. That's two characters, and I already know their names. There's a bunch of uh, lesser characters too. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I feel like having seen every single one of the Marvel movies. I think yeah, that, that like you know you you take a little bit from each of them if you're gonna know all the characters and what they do and what their powers are like. You gotta watch a couple movies to know who fucking Vision are, is, I guess. Vision's is so, so super annoying. All, I've never even every, heard of that one. He's, he's a Tony Stark robot with, like, super intelligence and the power of a power stone in his fucking forehead that they, like, nerfed down to, uh, to like, a liability by stabbing him in the back right before anything ever happens. Wait, is he a good guy? Yes. Yeah. So he's a robot that Iron Man made. Yeah. And gave him a power stone, and then what it's... It's like a fake superhero, like a construct superhero. Exactly. He's a construct superhero. Yeah. But he's pretty human, and he's fucking one of the other superheroes. Yeah, with his robot. He, like, he like built him a dick and everything? That's I would assume, nice. because they got along real well. Yeah, yeah, I bet it's a big robot dick. Yeah, he's probably jacked. I bet he can make it whatever Pissed. he wants it to be, though, like like, like, like Dr. Manhattan. I was imagine Vision? Dr. Manhattan had a big swinging cock, and it's only later that you realize he got to choose his form. Yeah. Right, so no wonder he had a giant's like. Seemed real pervy when you realized that that like oh he's not just being all natural like he just made himself a huge dick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cheating. He kind of looks like Iron Man a little bit. He's got like the red color, the little widow's peak thing. Hmm. But I will tell you this: he doesn't look interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in this character whatsoever. Uh, well, yeah, he's not very interesting in the movies either. He won't be getting his I, own spinoff. I like Iron Man the most, I think. I, oh, well, based on my memory of Avengers 1, I didn't like the Hulk as much because he seemed like kind of, you know, mealy-mouthed, not willing to embrace the fact that he could become, like, super cool just by getting mad. Like, I didn't like that. I didn't like uh, Arrow Guy or Black Widow. But Iron Man, he seemed pretty cool. And Based so on did, their powers, yeah. I like Hawkeye, Arrow Guy. Like it just seems like I don't know. I like what he does, and I like that he has not a lot of power, so he needs to work around it. I think that's cool. Uh, but based on their portrayals, Spider Man, Iron Man, like they just have excellent actors. The Thor guy is really good too. Um, I, I feel like the best characters are the ones with the best actors behind them. Yeah, Thor was Thor was great in this movie. Uh, they, Thor has been pretty funny the last uh, few movies he's been in. They 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 kind of went back to the way he was in the first Thor movie. It's sort of fish out of, out of water with a a bizarre dot. And it's it's funny. He's he's real funny. Although he's so powerful now that like I'm not sure how he lost to Thanos to begin with. When he holds open that gate with his bare hands and the neutron star is like blasting him with energy, and he's just like fucking taking it. Like, how, what's he made of? God flesh, Yeah, he's a right? god. Who's the most powerful guy in that movie, other than the bad guy? Uh, probably Thor. Yeah. Really? He beats Iron Man? Yeah. yeah I'd say so. Yeah, he's probably a god. He's, he... Yeah, but he's not like a Jesus-level god 
or like no. one of the main monotheistic level gods where it's like you just things into existence. Yeah, he's, he's like the god of shit tier god where it's like like if he were hanging out with like Allah and Jesus and the rest of the gang, they'd be like, "What can you do? Oh, you're like you're really quick, huh? Wow." That's neat. <laughs> like, like, wow, that's what really are cool, Jesus' buddy. powers, though? Like, it, it, it gives like, enlightenment. Uh, like, rains frogs. Um, rains transmutes, God. transmutes matter, time travel. Creates like, things out of nothing. Wait, did can Jesus just change that? time. Well, yeah. it's the Trinity. So it's Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. God. Like, it's all one and the same. It's a very confusing turn you concept, a, by the way. They could turn you into a star or, or, or make it so that you never were. Or turn... Or, or, or create a whole new animal and have that animal fuck you in an alternate universe for, for an infinity and then bring you back like five minutes at only passed. I mean, this is interesting. I need to read my Bible again. I didn't yeah. know. Jesus <laughs> would go there and he'd be like, what's the problem? Thanos? What problem, guys? And then they're like, oh, wow, you eliminated Thanos. I'm a Christian now. And then he'd be like, but Thor, you're gone too because you're leading people astray. And then he'd kill Thor. Yeah. He'd have to and kill probably them. Iron Man and the rest too, because he would see them as. Are you just rooting for the home team here, Taylor? For the home team of who? Christianity. Are you just like my God's the best God that's ever got it? I'm not even a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, pick Allah then. Like one of the ones from the religions where they're like, this dude did all of it. It wasn't like a hodgepodge of, and Loki was like sneaking around doing yeah, yeah. shit. He's the god of like, tricks. And Odin was like, boys, boys, settle down. Like, no, like. Allah and Jesus, God, like that triumvirate or whatever, they they would get shit done. You couldn't include them in this universe. It wouldn't be fun. No. There are, there are no. gods at that level. They're not in the movies or anything, but I think there's one called the Creator, and then there's another one called, like, I forget, the White Space or something, and it represents, like, the pages that hold the whole universe. And Yeah, they get a little meta on it. Like, the most powerful gods are the authors making the comic books. Oh, that's really lame. Yeah, they don't spend much time talking about it. Well, in them. real life, people butt me in line, and I'm too much of a pussy to say anything. But here, I'm the god of the white page. Fear me. I may be five foot three and a portly 4'10", but I'm out there making universes, saving the world. Yeah, that's, that's about that's, right. That's <laughs> I've, been watch, I've, I've watched some YouTube videos on like who are the most powerful, and they aren't in the movies. Uh well, Kyle, I think it's just about that time again. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> we'll, uh, we'll tell everyone about uh, the, the Happy Time murders. M. Henson Company. Uh, let me this square this up. Yeah, the Jim Henson Company was the first to introduce you to, human, to the uh, human puppet world. But on August 24th, Henson Alternative will show you what happens on the other side of the street. Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson, and the director of The Muppets Christmas Carol and The Muppets Treasure Island, brings us the most outrageous R-rated comedy of the summer, The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy as a foul-mouthed detective, Connie Edwards, who teams up with her puppet partner, Phil Phillips, to find out who's behind a series of puppet murders in the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles, a world where puppets interact with humans in a very adult, and sometimes shocking, uh, sometimes shocking and ultimately hilarious way. 
the film's trailer debuted in front of Deadpool 2 and surprised and amazed audiences across the country. You have to see it to believe it. The Happy Time Murders, uh, rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent, in theaters August 24th. Well, that sounds fascinating. The Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders. Well, a movie that's not a sequel. We'll have to check that out. It's a Jim Henson-style R-rated comedy with Melissa McCarthy. Okay. That might right. be fun. I'm hoping there's some, 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 some Muppet sex, maybe. <laughs> some, some inter... You gotta get us demonetized, Kyle. Is that the goal? I, I, I mean, I, it, it, it's R rated. It? It's R rated. This is a fair point. We were I guess. jizzing on dolls a little while ago. Now, no, now. I, was, I was worried about the sponsor not being happy with the ad read. No, of course. Well, I mean, that's what it says. They're suggest, feeling highly suggested here. Suggestive here. The the puppet murders in the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles. Huh? It, it sounds it sounds pretty adult to me. I have a topic. Yeah. How does the sense of smell work? I've had this thing line up for, for weeks. Like, when you smell somebody's poop, something must make it to your nose. Is there a little bit of so, airborne yeah, when, poop in your nose? That's, that's what it is, is when you smell a fart, you're smelling very small bits of fecal matter that are in the air dispersing. So that's why it smells bad. So you're into your lungs, you are sniffing another person's shit, like little microscopic particles. You yeah. sure we're not just smelling like methane gas? No, I'm positive. Right, and when you smell someone's feet, when you like the world is a little grosser if you think it through about how smells work. Yeah, like little bits of their feet odor finding uh -huh. its way to you. That's bad news. Yeah, what that's are you how smell works. You know how um, you smell like wet earth. Like, what exactly is it that's making you way its way into the nose? Some sort of rotting bacteria. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, we saw that the other day on Reddit. They explained that we're like a billion times more sensitive to that smell than other animals because we evolved uh, the ability to smell that smell um, of the bacteria in the wet earth to find sources of water. You're talking about like stagnant water, what that smells like? Just wet earth after it rains. The smell after it rains, I think, particularly on, on earth. Huh. There's also like that smell that you get after grass is cut where apparently like that's really just an odor put off by the grass as like a distress signal. Which doesn't work that well because I think it smells good. Makes me want to cut the grass more. Yeah, really. Makes me. Yeah, you think, don't like that cut grass smell? I'm like mildly allergic to it, maybe. Oh, well, that would. So I associate it with like a clogged nose. Yeah, well, that's how smell works, I think. Your olfactory senses. Well, the world is yucky. It is. It's best not to think about someone else's poop particles in your nose, especially if it's like a big, fat, gross person who farted. And if it were just methane gas, Kyle, like they would all smell the same, but it's no. not. It's different. All right, so here's the deal. Right. Mm. I was, Kyle, don't you look up a source and debunk what I'm so sure of. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> so the, the different smell is because of the different... Uh, percentages of nitrogen, oxygen, methane, hydrogen, and carbon dioxide within. However, the uh, if if you're wanting to get some actual fecal matter, they they found that by farting onto petri dishes, they discovered that you had to be two inches from the from the uh, from the asshole to receive any bacteria from the fart. I appreciate that this has been studied. <laughs> I mean, science. two inches. That's 
very, very close. Yeah. You gotta be in there. So you gotta really be like burying your head in an ass and then a fart before any, yeah. any risk is there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's reassuring for a problem I don't have. <laughs> but, <laughs> huh. Some, I mean, but hey, that's good to know because some guys are into farts. And even more, and some guys are into poop. I think mostly Germans or maybe Japanese. Anyone who got beat in one of the wars. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They're, they're usually That'll do it to you. That's what That'll saved Italy you. by the hair of its nose <laughs> is by the end of the war, they're like, hey, are we cool? Like, <laughs> we killed that Mussolini guy. We're on your team now. Like, Italy, you son of a bitch. Did like, this happen, losing the Cold War? Are the Russians fucked in this regard? No, uh, no, it's got it's got to be a hot war. Okay. For for it to work. Yeah, again. they have pee parties robots. over there. Oh, fair got, point. Fair point. Maybe they, that's it. Hear, if it's a cold war, you only have to do pee parties, which is clearly halfway there. Well, I mean, like we do crazier stuff here than pee parties. So I guess that cold war maybe it does impact. Well, I mean, we were in a hot war, but not on the home front. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a hot minute since we've it's had a, a war while. on our side. You know, we're due. But <laughs> we are overdue for a war. The Japanese invaded the Aleutian Islands during World War II. Did they? Yes. Where are the Aleutian Islands? Uh, off the coast of Alaska. Uh, you don't know where the Aleutian Islands are, Taylor. My, my world geography <laughs> slipped for a second, but now I know exactly where those seven <laughs> islands are. It's, uh, Assuming it's Kyle's US, right, then I know where they are, it's, too. It's U.S. <laughs> geography. Um, you don't need a passport to go there. Anything like that. Oh, do we own it again now? It's not one of those like little fun <laughs> fact remnants where they're like, do you know that Japan still controls the blah, 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 blah? That kind of shit. <laughs> no, do you know that one of these that. guys hung out in the jungle for 40 years? It's like, no, that wasn't a devoted soldier. That was a madman living <laughs> in the woods for 40 years. Right? He's just pretending to be a devoted soldier because he didn't attack anyone. He was actually an AWOL soldier. He wants his benefits now. Oh, Would you no. get your whole, like... Uh, pension or whatever like like how would oh, you think no, so hell no don't you have to work a little harder to get back to i your... voted from 1941 to 1987 <laughs> <laughs> how would combat pay that whole time yeah. <laughs> all he really did so was win survivor he yeah. killed so many taiwanese fucking farmers over that time just 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 massacring people in the just bush. got a thatched hut made of Taiwanese bones <laughs> in the middle of the woods. Like an ear umbrella. <laughs> they approach me. I say, why are you here? Why are you dressed as a Japanese imperial soldier? I say, I will not fall for your trick, little boy. And I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Try to suck me out of the woods. Now, that would be sad. Like, that's clearly a crazy person. But it's also not sad because, like, you think if they returned after the war, they would have become, like, an accountant or something? Like, no, that person's insane. Yeah, I uh, so I watched uh, Infinity War and Deadpool, and I like them both. I also watched two shit movies though. Uh, the Rock has made a movie called Rampage. The Rock wasn't a bad movie. The Rock <laughs> is in a terrible fucking movie called Rampage. Dude, but he's such a good actor. Like, take away all that muscle mass and steroid use, he's still getting acting parts, bro. Still getting acting parts. He's you think he's I like yeah, him. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Is he? Is he. <laughs> he's in this movie called Rampage. Um. Who's Negan from uh, The Walking Dead? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think, is his name. He's in the movie, right. too. And he basically just plays Negan. Like, like he's Negan, the CIA agent now, though. And he, he's just like, la-dee-da, look at this record. Redacted, redacted, redacted. What are you, some kind of 
international man of mystery? And the the rock's like, he's got like eight titles or something because he's the, it's a rock movie, right? Like like he's like the head of primatology at a local zoo, but he was also ex special forces and on the UN's anti poaching task force. So he's got all of the skills he's going to need for this movie when some uh, when this experiment goes rogue and turns his gorilla, a timber wolf, and an, uh, an alligator into gigantic beasts that have to be dealt with. And so at the end. You uh, you have this big face off between a gigantic alligator. I give mean, me it's... like a give us a, a frame of reference, like the size of a bus, the size of a oh, car, oh, the size oh. of a building. Uh, the size of a building. It's like an a alligator. Large. It's Too an, big. I would. This alligator is about three hundred feet long, or something like that. I would say <laughs> it's it it, it 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 the wolf is is probably fifty feet tall. And because they use like some sort of rogue CRISPR technology, it it has attributes from other animals. So like he throws the wolf through the air, and the wolf just pops it, its legs out and glides and does like a, a 180 and comes back. It can fly, and, the wolf uh, and throws it. Uh, I don't remember who threw it. I think I think the gorilla throws it. It doesn't oh, okay. matter. But, How but big it, is the gorilla? Well, it matters because I thought the, the rock gorilla, might have thrown it. The gorilla is like King Kong size at this point. Like it puts a person in its hand and like pops him in its, its mouth like a skittle. Um, so at the end, the gorilla and the rock have to face off against the other two. And the rock has like a grenade launcher and a bandolier of grenades. And, and they literally like put this their This doesn't sound up terrible. This sounds kind it's of awful. fun. It's awful. No, the, the way, like when you were describing it, I'm like, this sounds like a bad movie. But like as you keep describing it, as soon as you got to the giant animal mishap part, I'm yeah. like, I'm putting this on the list. I'm going to watch it. Because I love really, really bad movies especially bad horror movies this sounds like bad action adventure like sharknado yeah, yeah. which sharknado stopped being good after they realized how bad it was and they started like making fun of themselves like look at us look at how bad this movie is like the good one was the first one where they were trying to do something and it was just terrible but special do you guys do that honestly, aren't bad like they're good special effects like like when you see the alligator you'd be like oh shit that looks pretty legit pretty but good. it was just i i, I tried to turn it off halfway through it and then i realized there wasn't anything else to watch so i had to finish it and then I also watched Pacific Rim 2, which was also quite terrible. Uh, didn't like either of those movies uh, at all. Uh, well, I'm going to check that one out. I, it, uh, it sounds kind of like... What was fun was the... Um, what was the rock movie where they... Jumanji. Jumanji 2. Have you seen that? No, but I'm, I know that that's good. Or I guess it's just Jumanji. But, yeah, but and it was a little bit self-aware too. Like... Uh, I want to say they each had these teenagers go into the Jumanji world and they all have like sort of special powers. They play the role of that guy. And uh, The Rock's power involved like bravery and charming smile. And then he's like, Dee. you know, they keep pings it. And it was self-aware and it was fun. We all liked it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, the Rock seems like a really nice guy. So I wanted to check out this Rampage movie. Sometimes he can be quite entertaining, but this 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 wasn't it for me. I wasn't a huge. It wasn't fan. even like so bad. It was enjoyable for you. It was fine. I don't know. You know, it's giant monsters climbing around like the Sears Tower, and and like no, with complete disregard for God knows how many civilians were killed. Like 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 at no point do they mention that like oh yeah like a million people died today, huh? Like they just trashed the whole city. And the general's move is to drop a Moab. On Chicago, like, 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 that's the plan. Even though, like, no matter what you do to these things, they just heal up. It's that like they're like Wolverine move. monsters. 
And the headline might be, you know, you know, 30,000 killed in Chicago. Shows progress. <laughs> <laughs> Saved 11 deaths. Yeah. I, I, do you guys do that where you'll watch intentionally, like, bad, specifically horror movies because they're enjoyable? Like, you like how bad they are? And how, like, the really gory, hokey, every once in a while, like, a little scary moment, but mostly just stupid? Sometimes. Like, Nightmare on M Street is like that for me. Uh, mm. Honestly, so is... Um, uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies—they're—they're uh, they're just so bad. They're good. Um, they—they can be fun to watch. But Freddy's got a sense of humor. Freddy's like cracking jokes while he's murdering children. Yeah. So I saw Hellra- Hellraiser, the original one, for the first time, like a yeah. week and a half ago. That wasn't one of those like really stupid ones. I thought that was a pretty good movie. Like that was—that yeah. was a good older horror movie. If it's That's stupid, based on but a, self-aware, a very dark book. I like it. Like the the Sharknado, which I haven't watched any of these Sharknados, but. The headline for Sharknado 6 is The Last Sharknado, It's About Time. And I, I just <laughs> like it when they do this stuff like that. Hellraiser, yeah. Hellraiser is super gory and scary. I, uh, I remember when I was like fifth or sixth grade or something like that. We went to the video rental place and I snuck Hellraiser like into the movies. Ooh. Like it didn't go it didn't go through my mother. Like like the movies were just stacked on the counter and I think she'd looked at them. But then at the last minute, I'm like, aha, no, I. I think I'll one moment and I like slide it in with the rest, right? And it's it's Hellraiser Bloodlines, which is like Hellraiser four or something like that. And Hellraiser Bloodlines, like they go like back through history and explain how the puzzle box got made. And of course, it's just torture. It's just demonic torture and people getting like twisted together into one person while they scream and moan and people just having hooks pulling their bodies in every possible dimension dimension uh direction by the 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 I can't remember what they call themselves. What Pinhead calls himself the 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 nanot the nanobites yeah, uh, or yeah something something like that the necrobites or something like that. They're just fucking de- demons. It's it's terrifying. In the original in the book, I think that it's blood that drips on the floor and brings back the dead guy. But in the book, it's jizz. I'm almost positive that it's jizz that like gets on the floor, just like our cumbox guy, and and brings back this uh, this demonic murderer to life. Hmm. Yeah, that those that ruined me. Like, 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 mom's like, you got you boys want pizza? My, my buddy was over. We were both like, no, no, we don't want any pizza. We're not hungry. <laughs> we're not hungry. We're yeah. he's actually gonna go home. <laughs> Brad's going home. He doesn't feel well. <laughs> yeah, fun. that was a really good one. I, I thought that was a very good movie. I liked it. Honestly, they they hold up. Like the more you watch of those, like they they're still good. They're all scary. It's that's a, it's a really good bad guy. You don't really. I feel like the bad guy is more of the the uh, the main character in the Hellraiser movies than who whatever poor individual has stumbled upon the the puzzle box. Yeah, yeah, I have to. I I know there's, I don't know how many exactly. I know there's at least a second one. Is that any good or is it like? Eh. Yeah, yeah, they they they're they're all good. Honestly, I like them. You get more of the backstory and history as they go. Uh, like eventually, you get the backstory of Pinhead himself. He was like a. World War World War One or two like officer or something like that, <clears throat> and he found the puzzle box maybe in North Africa or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but like yeah, like an it's, Axis it's, or an Allied guy. I think he was a bad guy. I think that was I. I, I maybe he was British. I, I don't remember exactly. Everybody's a bad guy in that thing though. Everybody ends up just being a monster or a demon or something. And there's like one girl who escapes every movie. But but yeah, those are dark. The ones that are really silly are like. Um, not Gremlins. Um, 
what are those fucking things that like they're like balls of like it's just a ball with a mouth that roll around and shoot the spines out of themselves um i gotta find i have it. no idea what you're talking about yeah man oh it's, it's like a, it's like is it like bootleg shitty gremlins horror movie ball monsters oh you'll get it <laughs> ball monsters critters Critters. It's, critter. <laughs> it's critters. Yeah, yeah. Critters is fu- is one is one of the ones that you can really laugh at because the critters are like it's it's like a ball covered in porcupine quills that rolls and it's just a mouth that opens and eats. And uh, at the end, they all join together in one gigantic ball. And when it rolls over a person, it just strips them of all their flesh and just keeps rolling through town and stuff like that. Yeah, critters. They made Trade a bunch PG-13. of PG thirteen. Ah, it's it's dark. Um, and then, uh, oh, there's a lot of shitty horror movies. Oh, did you ever watch the, uh, the clowns from outer space? That movie that I was sending you those clips. Oh, I, I watched those clips, but no, I didn't end up watching it. I need I'll put that on the list. Clowns in outer space. Clowns from outer space. Oh, it's spelled with a K killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. 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 Killer clowns from outer space. Like the clips from that are just hilarious. It's just some of the worst acting ever put to put on, put on screen. It's uh, it's good stuff, and the clowns do not. They look like clowns. I've never seen The Room. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Cool story, Mark. <laughs> That's the one. Have you seen it, or you just know clips of it? I've watched clips. Like it looks really really funny though. <sighs> yeah, I need to check that out. Like the guy like has seized on it being like a famous cult classic now. And will like act like it was intentionally made shitty in interviews, but it was not. He was trying to make a good movie, and it was terrible. Like yeah. it, it I, I've thought about it before. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch that movie. But then when you look at the clips, it's so uncomfortable. Like the delivery and the standing. I watched this one guy. He was like stopping and starting the clip where they're on the roof. That guy, where he's like, oh hi Mark, you know, and he he comes up there and he like starts. He takes one drag of a cigarette and like throws it away. And like stands up, walks around. Like I don't know what the term is called, Kyle. Maybe you know, like actors. Continuity uh, error. No, no, uh, like spacing. Is that what it's called? Where like you need to make sure that the people on screen are in the logical way, so it makes sense. Like two people who are speaking to each other should be facing each other. Like in this, it's just like people walking around, like doing nonsense. I, I don't know what the term is in the in the film business. Uh, it was so uncomfortable, though. Hi, Mark. How's your sex life? Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I need to see it. I got a topic. What is worth owning the luxury version of? Knives. Uh, Toilet paper was the top answer on Reddit. (laughs) Oh. Eh, I mean, toilet paper isn't even that bad. Just grab more of it if you have the shitty kind. Ah, Unless you get like that one-ply truck stop, you know, punching your finger through on accident kind of stuff. You don't want that. But you also don't need Charmin quadruple quilt. I'm sure that's probably what we have. Our toilet paper is a pleasure. It's a pleasure. If you watch, <laughs> I, I feel like TV is a good answer. If you watch a lot of, t- of TV, if you're going to be staring at, 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 at this thing, oh. then you, you might as well have the best clarity, the best uh, picture you can get. I like you Apple know, laptops like, in a similar way. The um, Meat is another one. Really? Yeah, yeah, like you should buy premium cuts of meat. 
if you go to like Walmart and buy their prepackaged flank steak or whatever, like throwing up seasoning or sauces or whatever, it'll be fine. Whatever stir fry you're making, but like it's just not as good as if you go to a butcher. Yeah, for sure. Not even close. I definitely but it's like, like half the cost. Definitely like good meat. Um, I'm really happy with my uh, my computer chair, that Maxnomic computer chair that I bought. It was like five hundred dollars, and it seemed like a lot at the time. Because, because like amongst the other computer chairs, that was pretty high. It's not a Herman Miller or anything, but um, amongst like the chairs that it comp- it's comparable to, I was really happy that I got the one I got. I feel the same way. Mine's a Herman Miller that you mentioned, but um, mm-hmm. I was getting a new chair like every two years, and I want to say I've had this one six or something like. So yeah, it's, it's turned out not to be more expensive in the long run. Yeah, I definitely agree on the knife thing, especially if it's like a kitchen knife, like a pocket knife. It's, you can just kind of sharpen up maybe, but like I guess you can sharpen any knife, but it's, it's nice to have a nice kitchen knife. I'm really happy with mine. I'm happy that I spent the money on my gaming PC because like every, every, every $500 is very noticeable in that little world. Yeah. Um, Tinder I've Gold was one of the answers. It says... Instead of blindly hoping you'll match and see if someone liked you, you pick from the people that matched you. That's how Tinder Gold works. That seems like a huge yeah. advantage. It is. Yeah, I, I don't use it anymore, obviously. Damn it, I'm still paying for that. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot to turn that off. Uh, God damn it, don't you hate that? <laughs> you forget it's, something. It's funny, yeah. If like, Tinder's really successful in what they do, they lose customers. Oh yeah, like if you're finding people that you stay with through Tinder, it's it's not going to work out. So it needs to what be based Tinder's, on. Couple- what Tinder does is not set up long-term relationships. So if as long as if Tinder does what it's designed to do, it proliferates very well. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. What is uh? This is that question on there for you and I, Kyle. What's the worst thing you've ever said to a Tinder girl? I'll let you think for a sec because I can't think of anything worse than when that woman had that she worked at a special needs school. And I said, that's a perfect occupation for you. And she said, why? And I said, because that ass is retarded. <laughs> and then she blocked me. That's, that's really funny. I've said <laughs> some mean stuff, but only like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know that like, I was being annoyed. And I find it very annoying if a chick doesn't have a car, if she doesn't own a car, and, and I've got to go like supposedly totally pick her right. up or send an <laughs> Uber. And I can get... I can kind of get to this level where it's like, all right, well, I'd be fine if you just never fucking spoke to me again. But I don't write that. I just sort of just try to be like, ghost them. Oh, you, oh, you don't have a car. That's a shame. Now we're done. In my head, I'm like, we're done. Just don't message me ever again because I'm not going to deal with somebody who doesn't have a fucking car. Right? I, I, it's absurd. Yeah. To me, personally, it's, it's absurd. No, you I have, agree. You're, you it have shows two cars spoiled. and she can't have one? Loser. I'm. I'm not buying her a car or gifting her a car. I wasn't suggesting that. that. I was just saying, you know, this woman is so unaccomplished that she can't have one, and then there you are as two. No wonder you look at her and say, you don't have a car. A little bit of Get on my level. I think the real thing, though, Kyle, is like the level of spoiled you get with Tinder, with getting laid, is you'll sit there and be like, oh, I'm not going to leave my house for pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to meet you somewhere? You want me to pick you up? Nay, nay. No, there's there's too many just ma- people like, like who, that, who have that can, cars. That can be end up being so awkward though. Like right, if you go and pick a girl up, bring her to your house. If everything doesn't go perfectly, then what happens next, which is you driving her back to her house and saying goodbye, can become incredibly uh, awkward. 
like like if if there is no sex, right? If it's just like an awkward like we don't really like each other kind of thing, and then you've got to take her home. That's super awkward, and you've got to take her home. But then like if things do go well, but not very well, like maybe you don't want to take her home. Maybe you're not gonna take her home, <laughs> and then she gets all struggly and tries to. She didn't know where she is. Where's she running? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what, what street we're on. You I was about to say, why don't you just stay at her place? As if this no-car woman has her own apartment and isn't living with her parents or something. So many, it, 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 so many of them will have... Yeah, right? <laughs> so many of them will have, uh, you know, like a roommate or they're living with like three other girls or something like that or they're, they're you know they're living with their parents or whatever that so that, that that's a little frustrating don't want to deal with any of that and so i don't remember specifically what i've said but i've definitely gotten to like a rude place eventually with someone who kept being like no no just come get me i promise blah 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 blah. it's like well i can uber you i don't really want to uber all right well then, uh, then maybe i get rude then here know. we are yeah that's it yeah i, I don't blame you one bit I didn't tell you. I've never told a girl her ass, girl her ass is retarded though. That's, it was that's, only. I would never say that normally. It was just really funny because she worked with retarded kids. I I, I oh I follow it. That's it's good. I like it. Yeah. I, see, were it was you hoping I took a that she liked the line. Ah, okay. Yes, yeah, so you were hoping. You were rolling the dice like, on that. I was. It was late at night, on like a Tuesday or something, and it's like, let's just fire this one over there, see what happens, and then you know check back the next morning. It's like blocked. Like, oh, well, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. So, so, so you got <laughs> And honestly, like, if she had replied back to that with, like, a little quip of her own, like, you'd have probably seen that there was something there. This was a For sure. This that was, was a, a fact-finding mission. Yeah, seeing if you can't handle that joke, we're not going to get along. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yep, that was in my t- uh, my Tinder pr- bio. Tell me yeah. it was. Was it really? No. <laughs> but I feel like it could be there ironically. It would be... Well, I mean, that's I like what... putting ironic stuff. That's why I have New York Times bestselling author on my Twitter profile. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought of something you should add to it. I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh, add yeah. to it, uh, Professor Adjunct Gender Studies, uh, Berkeley University. That's perfect. I'm adding it right now. Just add that. Just think of the credibility that that lends you in those ridiculous, like, gender-based arguments that you're always getting into with people. Like, like, like someone who doesn't know who you are right away. Or, like, he is the pre- professor of gender studies at Berkeley. <laughs> I mean, and, and, then, and, and then throw in, like, like proud woman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I had on there a while back uh, preferred pronouns where... Uh, sim sim salabim. <laughs> and fee fi fo fum. That was a funny one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter is a silly place. Oh, man. I, I, I really like that right now you're a New York Times bestselling author. Because I, I, I guarantee someone has went to argue with you, seen that, gotten intimidated, and been like, maybe I'm the one who's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should I be adjunct you. or should I be tenured? I think adjunct. I, don't, I think I, it I makes it more believable. I don't old enough to be tenured yet. I don't know how old I am. My picture is a, a picture of John Hamm crying with a blues hat on. <laughs> and my banner is a picture of Jim Carrey crawling out of a rhino's ass from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I'm not a man who demands a lot of credibility <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> well, then I'll let you be the, 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 the deciding factor in all this. But I, I like it a lot that you're now a professor of gender studies. 
at, at such a storied university. Uh, uh, I think it's going to lend a lot of credibility to many of your opinions that you uh, inflict upon the, the Twitterverse. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Adjunct professor, Berkeley University Gender Studies. So I, I wonder, I used to be, when I was uh, making a living in social media, I could tell you what the different platforms were for, like where Facebook specialized, where YouTube specialized, etc. I feel like now I can't. Like, is Instagram, Instagram seems to be the center of everything, right? That's where you follow your favorite people. Twitter is just for arguing and bullshit, Facebook is dying. Snapchat is dying. Am I right on any of this? Facebook is dying. Uh, uh, I think, I Snapchat think the is point... not. It's popular with very, very young people, but it's like, I think it'll be a flash in the pan thing. Like in, in a year, it won't be as popular as it is today, I don't think. But the, I who think knows? the real, I think it's less about who is there that you're going at. Uh, well, I think it's, I think it's more about that you're using them all in the same way to get different groups of people. And their popularity is gonna like wax and wane as they as they introduce new features. I don't think anything is like for sure on the downcline or for sure on the upswing. Like like every time Twitter starts Facebook doing poorly, is, is on the they, downturn for sure. I don't know about that because Facebook's so much bigger than the other ones, and it's not just connecting with friends. Well, like, I, I'm not saying that it's like tanking badly, but the way you can like tell with social media is the the longevity of it is the likelihood of young people to be joining up at like a continued rate and Facebook's like getting beat out by places like Snapchat as far as very young people. Like that's true. Uh, but Facebook yeah, like has become more than just social media like sharing you. Like I, I might be looking at Facebook through a narrow lens because I use it for paramotor stuff. But I know that Facebook has replaced like every form everywhere. It used to be if you were into off-roading or woodworking, these are all me things, paramotoring, etc. You would find a form for that and figure out which one's biggest and that's where that community lives. Facebook has taken every community for every hobby everywhere. So it's like, I think stuff like that gives it staying power, not just... Maybe, yeah, yeah. It, I, it'll be around for a long, long time. It's just not going to be the king with young people and young people are kind of you know the weather vane of which of these apps or services are going to be successful in the future so you know by that if that's my logic here then i should be saying that snapchat's doing fantastic which i guess they kind of are i'm a big fan of snapchat i use snapchat a lot i never use snapchat and twitter isn't even like twitter's just for shit posting now i feel like like you just throw something out there people get upset and then you have some fun with it and every once in a while, you get in like a genuine discussion with someone. But for the most part, you're not going to have any real discussions on Twitter. You're going to bitch at each other, and people will be entertained by it. But professor. <laughs> well, now I'm going to start getting in. Oh, I'm going to go like super hard left on a lot of these. This could be fun, Kyle. Good idea. I'm going to have to do that. Oh, I can. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to show me. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, next time we have a discussion on gender or something, I'll play the other side. Ah. Next time we have like a good luck a left getting left guest. of me on gender. <laughs> I would like it oh, if you're, you you're were so also. Not. <laughs> I, I would like it if you were also like used your own picture, but claimed to be a female to male transsexual, like like you were a woman and now you're a man. Wait, what if I put a picture of just my face the way it is now with the beard, and I put MTF post op. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. I might get banned from Twitter for that. Oh, no, I'd have, like, more time to be productive. <laughs> <laughs> now choose to live my life as a woman. 
If I get banned on Twitter for something, I'm absolutely not doing the Anthony Cumia where you make 10 new accounts getting banned intermittently for, for the same shit over and over. I, I've, had my, I've had my Twitter account for coming up on it, April 2010. So eight, nine years. Long time. I've had eight years, over eight years, over eight years now. And I have 6,288 tweets. Anthony Cumia <laughs> has had his newest account that didn't get banned since March of this year. April, May, June, July, August. Five months, and he has 8,071 <laughs> tweets. I'm getting blown out of the water by this guy, by sheer volume. I've had my Twitter account since 2009, but I don't pay much attention to it. It still advertises Woodycraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my banner. It is. You've got 26,000 tweets. Almost all of them are things you liked or uploaded <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> like, none of them are like, <coughs> just finished a workout or just did this. You uh, have to go back. Oh, here's one. Is oh, me. by the way, everybody, follow my Instagram, STL underscore Taylor. I'm still not at 10,000, and that's disappointing. <laughs> I'm at almost 7,000, though, so you fuckers get it up there. You'll be oh, I started watching, um, what's that fucking show, that Canadian silly comedy show, Letterkenny? Make what sure is that what? I pronounce I, I started watching this Canadian comedy show. I'm going to make sure I'm, I think it's Letterkenny. Letterkenny. Yeah. I heard that. All right, it's called Letterkenny. It's on fucking Hulu, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. What's it about? I don't know, man. I can't. I can't explain it. It's. It it's says kinda... Wayne and his buddies get into scuffles with their small town Ontario rivals. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, it's got five uh, seasons. It's it's fucking hilarious. It's it's ninety seven percent for Google users like it. It's eight point two on IMDb. Um, I I've been watching. I started watching clips on YouTube, and they're just hilarious. These are the hockey players to... that argue with each other in a real like monotone way. Does this sound right? It's pretty close. I don't think they're they're, they're not hockey players, but they're Canadian, oh, and they're you're right. You're right. Yeah, like 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 we could watch a short clip of it. There's one yeah, where that, watch, there's one in particular I want to see. They argue with hockey players. It's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. All right. Well, here it is then. This is it. Okay. Perfect. I think they've done like a weird thing with the screen so that you don't get a copyright thing. Oh, okay. I don't know what they've done exactly, but it's, I guess that works. If it doesn't work, I can find another copy. I've only ever had oh, never, never, copyright issues with music. I think that's how the, the bots are good at finding music. I'm at zero. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Hicks, kids, hockey players, and Christians. These are their problems. A couple hockey players come up the produce stand the other day. Great, there's music. Bye. Can't believe your sister's still dating you for sex. Wayne? How are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Hey, Katie. Go home, Daryl. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you come in men enough for all of us. I think you better come in my... I mean, you better come... I think you better come say that to his face, you fucking hicks. Nice execution. <laughs> you're doing terrific. Hey, I heard about your breakup, buddy. She's a sweetie for what, uh, five years, right? Oh, uh, you're a high school sweetie, right? What's it to you? Heard she cheated on you, buddy. That's a real kick in the knackers, bro. Just a real ouchie, bro. It's too bad she taught you not to fight anymore, buddy. Because that's a fight on site for you and her new guy, buddy. 
quite live for life, bro. Maybe if you'd ever been in a real fight, you might not be so keen for another. What'd you say? You heard me. Almost better. <laughs> Tarts off, boys. You looking for a Tilly, buddy? Let's have a Donnie Brook. Pump the brakes. You take your shirt off, but leave your sunglasses on. What sort of backwards <laughs> fucking pageantry is that? You need to fight with those shades or play PokerStars.com. <laughs> TikTok. Go time! Go time! Look at that fucking treasure trail. What's up with your fucking body hair, big shoots? You look like a 12-year-old <laughs> Dutch girl. Your aesthetician quaffed that for you? You can kiss my aesthetician. You guys do CrossFit? You can cross fuck off. Cross fart. How many times you pulled your horn today, bud? What? Oh, she's bashful. Well, come on, kitten. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> Ballpark six to eight. You're a fucking animal. Play a little five on one. Hit the kitchen. Mix a batch. Feed the ducks. Distribute some free literature. Go time! Fucking shut them! Riley, Jonesy, put your fucking shirts on to get out of here. This, this isn't, isn't over. Jenks, you owe me a Coke. Never buy you a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. <laughs> <laughs> that was so that I'm going to check that show out. That looks really funny. That guy is like, that guy's literally like the toughest guy in their town. And uh, after that episode, he realizes that, like, all right, he's going to go back to fighting because he's broken up with this girl who got, who got him to stop fighting. And so they have to put word out to all of the guys who now think that they are the toughest guy in Letterkenny. And each of them in succession shows up at his driveway and they have a fist fight to, like, determine who's, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah. He goes through a whole ritual every time. He takes a shot, lights a cigarette, talks a little shit, and then beats the hell out of him. There's that's not the one I saw, although I did like that one. They, they meet these hockey players, and at the end, they're just in awe. It's called it's called Benders. They're like I think the show you're talking. That about. is the finest chirping I've ever seen. Have you ever played hockey? You should play hockey. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just uh, bow down to his chirping ability. Yeah, it's really funny. There's that, like that writing style, like that, like that just snappy back and forth silliness is throughout it and and with the canadian like dial i don't know the the their affect on the words like, where do we're you gonna watch have a donnie brook uh hulu okay yeah it's on hulu oh um, well then I'm, I'm i'll watch an episode or two of that after the show before i go to bed that looks really really funny yeah i watched like the first three episodes earlier and i, I really liked it and, uh, it's it's pretty fucking good canadians have some good shows yeah it's this yeah. There's Trailer Park Boys, and I'm sure there are others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Trailer Park Boys list is pretty There's long. Other stuff. It goes on to two, maybe even three yeah. fingers, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a hand work of <laughs> yeah. programming. From Almost that great half a hand, movie. anyway. Yeah, the, the Great White North keeping us comfortable <laughs> with comedy. Uh, uh, if I had to live in a country that wasn't the U.S., it'd be Canada, for sure. Or maybe... Yeah, probably Canada and then Australia. Why that Canada order? First. Have you not considered the weather? Because I like hockey and I like, I think, I mean, I'm sure Australian culture is pretty similar to ours, but I feel like there's nobody closer to us than Canada. I bet you're right. But yeah. New Zealand. I hear good things about New Zealand. New Zealand would be good, too. They've got, like, you never hear about bad shit happening in New Zealand. Even the ring got destroyed. Yeah. Like it it's going to be fine. Like there's not there's not much crime. The economy's great. Uh I'm making all this up so it might not be true, but it it that it seems feels right. Very little I, I, gunplay. 
a little gunplay, a little knife play, not a lot of stabbings, probably. I, I like it because, you know, you get to walk the path to, of, to Mordor. How many times can you do that before you're like burnt once, out? Though? I think I think once and I would have had enough based on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seemed like a really long trail and there's lots of people and things trying to kill you. I... Yeah, no, it, that would still be neat. That's a vacation I'd like to go on. New Zealand. Yeah, me too. We've got a, a New Zealander, a Kiwi in our uh, uh, Patreon he, chat. He has never shown up sober. Well, I mean, it's the other side of the world. so Right, you know, so it's, it's nighttime there. Of course you're not sober. No, it's <laughs> early morning. It's er- he's coming off of a bender. Like, like, like he's been time. up all night. He's been up all night party, partying, and then I think they're 13 or 14 hours ahead of us. So we'll start our show at like... Like 11 a.m. Yeah, like, like something yeah. like that. And then they're... So, so this, he's like 1 or 2 a.m. the next morning, or maybe even a little later sometimes, it seems like. Because it seems like... The sun's coming up during the it thing. Seems like the sun is coming up, and he's in like a covered porch with the jungle behind him. Because you hear like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck he is. Jurassic but every Park time you'll, you like he have you noticed he never gives real answers about what he's been up to or what he's doing? We'll be like, yeah. And dude, looks like you've had like a rough night or you had some fun or something. What's going on? And he'll go, he, his eyes are never open. I'll always go, yeah, man, just, you know, enjoying myself, having fun. Like, went out with some yeah. friends, came back, and, you know, here here we are. Another like, patron. And then he didn't answer anything about what you did. Another I mean, patron is like, what are you twisted. on, dude? What is that guy on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always on, uh, you know, uh, uh, alcohol or, or maybe he's eating like a pot brownie or something like that. And he's it just doesn't he's seem like drunk. It seems like marijuana, like really like stonery. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mixture of things. I won't say his name, but uh, but he's well known in, in, in our little community. Uh, I'm sure he I'm sure he's not ashamed of it because he shows up blasted oh. every every show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he paid for it. He can show up however he wants. That's right. That's our policy. I'm like a guy who's not good at like identifying people when they're drunk or whatever he is. Is that Beth? Yeah, is that Beth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, with him, like, it's like instantly, I know. I know. He's got something cooking over there. I don't know. What are you, you cooking with over there? That's, uh, you got like a whole stein of beer. What are you drinking? What do you have there, Taylor? Just, just Bud Light. In That's a, a big boy. Like 16 ounce glass, I guess. Okay. Actually, now that he holds it up, it just seems like a regular beer glass filled with yeah, Bud yeah, Light. It's, not, it's, it's not like, holy thing. shit, Taylor, what do you got cooking there? Uh, Bud Light oh, and a, a beer regular glass. glass. A regular <laughs> uh, Filled with uh, Bud Light. Oh, the hard stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. real hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you just fucked up. Have like three of these and you can hardly walk. <laughs> I yeah, probably could. That, it's interesting to see the little slice of, uh, of uh, human life that we've got in our in our in our Patreon hangouts that you can become a part of by going uh, to the link down below, of course. But like 40% of them aren't just stoned. They're getting stoned. Like, like yeah. <laughs> everybody's pulling out a pipe or a bubbler or like doing some dabs or they've got like a fucking like electronic vaporizer or something like, Oh yeah, this is the, this is the East. Yeah, one of them goes to right. me. He goes, I don't remember who it was, but like I was using this and he goes, ah, you got the, you, you got that vape? And I'm like, yeah, I got the jewel. It's smaller and it fits in my pocket. And he goes, oh, no, I mean, mine's for weed. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, well, you, Mr. Too Cool for School, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm outclassed again. Yeah, if it you have fun. $50 like to hang out with us, you have $750 to burn your weed. 
it seems. Yeah. I feel like I'm like um, like that we as a collective are almost the frumpy old guys sometimes where we'll be like, all right, guys, let's keep this under control a bit. Let's not get too high. They're <laughs> blasted in the middle of the day. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's, it's just like, it's, it's, like noon. it's like noon. It's like after this ends, I got shit to do. You guys are just getting <laughs> like stoned off your gourd. I guess it is usually like a Sunday. So it's like, I live in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. That guy's great. I yeah. love Garage Andy. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's funny, like all the scenarios that, like, like we always outline like bad things that could happen with him, and it starts with opening the door to his room. You know, the yeah. the, the, the wall. For those to who his don't room. know, one of our our Patreon guys, and and uh, his name's any Spider Pig. Uh, you know, he's 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 usually he's on Twitch messing around. He's and uh, I know him from Discord and play games with him occasionally. Well, he lives in a garage. All right, he's he's twenty two years old, I think twenty one, twenty three, somewhere in there. He's great, and he lives. He lives in uh, a garage, um, and he comes to you live from the garage. But he doesn't seem like he's poor necessarily. He just seems like he's saving any money that would be spent on an apartment and living in a garage. So, like, the garage is, like, decorated with all kinds of Game of Thrones stuff. There's, like, a motorcycle park right behind him. His, his Honduran girlfriend, which he refers to as it, is walking around in the background. It's, uh, he's a very entertaining fellow. He's cool. it's a lot of quality folks. He, yeah, yeah. He, he has some cool toys. Like, did he have an Infinity Gauntlet in, in one of the weekends? Am I mixing that up? I don't know, up? dude. Like, I, it might have been Anthony. Anthony's got so many props. Anthony's got got so many props. He was wearing something on his head the other night, uh, streaming on Twitch. Like, like he's he, he's they're, they're bizarre. He's great. Yeah. 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 Anthony, for those of you who aren't aware, he's the one who made those pictures of. Like fake all of us, where he put a fan on his back and like a trash bag <laughs> over there to blow up and pretend to be Woody. Uh, what did he do for you, Kyle? He had he... a gun and alcohol in his belly was hanging out. Like like he's wearing. I think he's wearing one of my shirts, but he always like 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 he's 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 a little overweight, so he always accentuates that as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Sticks his belly like straight out and like sits his his. As terribly as he possibly can to make himself look as fat as possible, and then and then he takes terrible angles on purpose. Like like he's he's a real joke. It's really funny. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like people who do stuff like that. I've got a an AMA question. If we want to go on. jump to something like that, uh, have you ever taken pride in being great at something only to find out that you're not? Oh man, made me I think of this is a good one. If you Maybe. if you guys need to think, I I wrote down in our Google Doc uh, one. I can go. If you guys need to um, I feel like I'm good about this. That that I was talking to someone about this just just last night. Like, I feel like I I'm pretty good at like self evaluation and not getting too carried away with it. And and my conversation last night led to Wings. How Wings used to think he was literally one of the best gamers in the world. And I was talking about like, I was like I was always like good. And I was better than like almost anybody I'd run into online. But even then, I realized that even if I, I, I'm better than 98% of the people in existence, there's millions of people who are just better than me in that 2%, right? There's just so many people playing this game. Or there's but you so don't, many you don't, gamers, it doesn't right? have to be as like a cogent, thorough-thinking adult. This could be like something you did as a kid where you don't have that perspective, and maybe you thought you were really tremendous at something, and it turns out you're not. Is there anything like that that you can think of? No, honestly, because I like like even as a kid, I was like, even if I'm the best baseball player on this team, like there's 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 people you know at, at regionals and then at state, 
and then at a national level, and then at a world level. Like, like, like I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I've always had a good grasp on like not getting a carry, getting carried well, away. Well, then, then you're a smarter man than me because when I was in high school, uh, I had a group of friends, and we would go to this place called Sky Zone. I don't know if that was like all over the place or it was just like a regional thing, but it was basically uh, floors and walls, not like straight up walls, but like the angled kind, and then the floor of uh, trampolines. There's all trampolines and you could go into like the free jumping area and like fuck around and do like crazy flips and whatnot. But we never did that. They had a dodgeball course there, a couple of them. And it was like the same thing. Tons of trampolines on the ground and then like trampolines on the side. So you could like jump up and do like flips off the wall while you're dodging and throwing. It was really, really cool and fun. And we used to go there, me and a group of like four other friends. Uh, and we'd go and play like, uh, Pub matches, I guess, is the the equivalent of that. We'd go and play any takers, and we would thrash people. We didn't lose ever, ever playing against in our pub matches. Like it, it got to the point where like we all pumped each other up enough. Like we'd like leave there and go to Steak and Shake uh, or something nearby, and be like, "Hey, we're we're pretty fucking good at this. Did you see they have a tournament? <laughs> Did you see they have a tournament for this stuff, dude? Let's enter the tournament. It's only like fifteen bucks a person." And we'll we'll go, we'll play in the tournament, and who knows, you know, maybe we'll do decently well. Maybe we, we're not going to win, but we'll we'll do okay, I'm sure. Like, we beat everybody. And it's the same kind of thing. Secretly as like, holding out hope you will win. Yeah, like, you'll, <laughs> like, there are clips of, like, there was this guy from, like, a few years ago named John Scott in the NHL who's, like, six foot ten or something retarded and was just an enforcer. And next to NHL players when he was playing, he looked terrible. Like, just, like, was not on the level of the other NHLers. But then you watch clips of that guy with like normal humans and like normal hockey players, like beer league guys. And you're like, holy shit, this guy's got dangles. He's got hands. He's skating <laughs> up and down. He's moving back and forth real quick. And like, like that was the level of skill difference that like was shown to me after this is we show up. And first thing I notice is we're the only team that doesn't have a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up, we showed up in t-shirts and shorts. We're a bunch, we're a bunch of 16 year old guys. And everybody else has like ball fondlers or like <laughs> other 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 sexual puns and stuff written on their chest. And and the other thing I noticed at first is like, oh no, these are adults. <laughs> All of these are adult men in their uh, like mid twenties, mid thirties, like fit, active men. And there was one big fat Samoan guy on like the ball fondlers team or something. And I'm like, well, hopefully we get put up against them. Cause I can hit that guy. No problem. Like he's not jumping anywhere. He's going to puncture a hole in the goddamn trampolines. <laughs> and so thank God we got paired up against this guy's team in the first round. And like they, they have all the balls in the middle, you know? And so as it starts, what we used to do is we jump to the middle. Looks, it turns out that we didn't have a physics professor on our team because the other guy did this crazy thing where he was, like, skipping across the, the trampolines. We're like, how's he getting this kind of speed? Like, he, was, like he wasn't elevating himself. He was going, like, like, a, like one of those like uh, uh, running uh, lizards across water. Like, Jesus Christ lizards. Like, that kind of thing. And... And so we get there. We, we are, Our team only gets, like, three of the balls. They get, like, seven. And we're in the back kind of, like, bounce up and down. Like, all right, you, all right, we've got to wait and let them throw some first before we start going. And the big, fat Samoan guy hasn't moved. He's <laughs> standing on the back in between where the trampolines are on one of the hard areas. And one of the guys who grabbed one of the good balls, everybody who plays dodgeball knows that there are the good balls and the shitty balls. And he grabs the good ball 
gives it to you know the guy who looks like he's saying uh, somewhere over the rainbow uh, in that in that, <laughs> that giant uh, you know that guy who died big fat yeah, fuck yeah. and gives it to him and he immediately just he fires a dodgeball harder than I've ever seen <laughs> anyone throw a dodgeball in my life. This guy's boom. It was there was no fucking arc. There was nothing. It was a frozen rope. Just <laughs> boom hits my buddy, who's usually pretty good at catching. Just <laughs> hits him so hard it bounces back. One of their sly guys does a little hata 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 skipping maneuver, grabs it again, gives it to the big guy. He. Boom! Fires another one out. Gets another one of my friends out. I'm already realizing this was a poor decision and wasted fifteen dollars. <laughs> I like we we tried getting them so hard. We maybe got two of their guys out the whole game, and we got pummeled. Like all six teams or whatever were playing on like two of the three courts, and our game was over when they were like a third of the way through their real game Ooh. with real men. It was terrible. By the time we got to match three. The active conversation in our group was, "How many more are left? <laughs> like, how many more times do we have to go? do we have to go against big Samoan guy again? Because I don't want to I don't want to play that way." One of my friends got hit so hard and was so discouraged. We had an extra friend there who ended up pinching in that he goes, "I'm fucking done with this. This isn't fun." And so he went up to like the balcony to watch us get our asses kicked. Douche, uh, you know who I'm talking to if you're listening to this, Carter. Uh, but yeah, that, this that, it was not a fun experience. But it really opened my eyes to like, wow, I thought I was genuinely, really, really above average, bordering on pretty good at dodgeball, and these guys demonstrated that we suck cock, and we didn't even have the wherewithal to stop at a you know uh, screen printing press for shirts area and get a clever name. So that yeah, was, I didn't that have was anything like that. We um with even with paintball, like like, you know, we, of course I. I was the best paintball player at my house. And then, like, like you know, we'd go to, like, local fields, and I was the best paintball player there. And then, you know, we'd travel out of state, and I was still pretty good. Like, like I never got into any, like, crazy tournaments or anything, but I never ran into anybody that would just thrash us either. Really? Well, you were also playing with, like, Kitty and... Or, no, this is when you were very young, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, this is, like, 14, 15-year-old me playing paintball. Like, we'd go to South Carolina and play against people there, and... uh it, it was never peaceable, but like we didn't lose. We'd usually make people very upset. That's what I you was, want in paintball. Yeah. Or dodgeball well, or any sport like that. Like you want to make your opponent upset. That's what's fun. Mm. Anything like that for you, Woody? I can't you were find really a picture of it. I never thought I was good, good. Like like you know, high school Taylor did. But I did play beer league hockey, and my team had won the B league championship that year. Oh my god! I just. Oh, no, I thought I found a picture. It's not. I'll find it someday. So we were like the B-League champions, right, of this, like, North Carolina Hillsborough League, right? Not, not an elite the level. The heart of hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you. And, but we figured we were like, okay. And it was a team made up of, like, gardeners and computer programmers and college professors and stuff, right? Not tip-top athletes, but people who would stay in their position and play the game okay. And... Uh, we entered a tournament which brought in teams from all over the East Coast, right? People are coming oh, from Boston. No. There were Canadian teams there. Oh, and, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The Canadian teams weren't even the worst, right? Like, they were fucking good. 
but they played us politely. It, it, like it, there was a <laughs> there was another team that like they watched them play. You know, we're up by five guys. Go easy on them. We don't want to break. Yeah, that's spirit. about how it went. There was another team. <laughs> there was a team that was better than us, and they were watching this Canadian team just fucking maul everybody, right? And they're like, you know what, like. I think we got to play them physical, you know? These guys, they're all finesse. I think if we just lay some bodies on them, we have a chance. Minutes into that game, right? The Canadians are like, oh, I see. And they just start <laughs> wrecking. They're like, oh, you know, like, you know, we could lay bodies too and we could do it better than you do. But they weren't our problem. Our problem was this military team. They were all excellent. They were in like top-notch shape. They, their hobby is fucking running and carrying heavy shit, whatever soldiers do. And uh, they went up against us, and like, I, I don't want to admit I was scared to play them, but that's pretty accurate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of my teammates, who was one of the better guys on our team, just got laid the fuck out, right? And I happened to be near their bench, and uh, like, it was almost more insulting. But I heard the other guy go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not cool. They're not that kind of team." Like, like, you know, they were, they were petitioning each other to chill out because this was such a mismatch. So yeah, we had hoped that we'd make some noise. That's we when were... you have to like take your gloves off and like pretend sign language at them. <laughs> please, stop, please stop beating yeah. the shit out of us. We... No punch. <laughs> yeah. We, our goalie was like 50, but he was pretty good. Actually. He used to play a league for a while and he had stepped down into our league. But, um, but yeah, he was 50, <laughs> yeah, but he, he was always you know, the goalie, a lot of it is, is making the right decision before the play. Hey, you know, he hit his fiber before the <coughs> game, and he was fine. He was the one that explained what aging was like to me. It sunk in my head because I was like, you know, I used to heal in three days, and now it takes two weeks. And he's like, why do you hit 50? It's cumulative all season long. Was, like, <laughs> was this uh, like in your 30s? Like yeah, uh, 30s, probably early 30s? Might have been in my 20s, late 20s, oh, early okay. 30s. Yeah. So yes, I was just approaching thirty. So, uh, but yeah, so we got wrecked. But I never thought I was really good. We just thought maybe this regional tournament we'd do okay. Yeah, in swimming, my, my my dad used to do <laughs> yeah. uh, beer leagues, and uh, because I played pretty competitive hockey, like I knew a lot of those old school blues players who like, you know, some of their kids would play on teams or similar teams to me, and like they would come in and like sub coach. And Al McInnes, if you know who that is, yes, I, know I know you know who, who that is. is yeah. uh, Kyle does. The he's no one helmet of the guy. Yeah, big Al. He's one of the he in the nineties. He he has the hardest slap shot ever for someone with a wood stick because he played in that later era. He could shoot it like hundred and five miles an hour or some shit with a wooden stick. So hard it was like, hey Al, fuck, <laughs> settle it down. Like and then six foot ten Zdeno Chara from Czechla, whatever the fuck. Now he can fire it, you know, hundred and ten or whatever the hell. But he was playing uh, on my – I was very young, and I was, like, in the stands watching my dad's beer league team, and Al McKinnis decided he wanted to, like, sub in and play. And so uh, he's, like, a Hall of Fame NHL defenseman playing with people who are like, what do you do? Well, I'm an accountant at a big four firm. What do you do? Well, I run a chain of Chick-fil-A's, like those <laughs> kind of people. And Al was playing at maybe 4% capacity. <laughs> like it was clear he could have been drunk he could have been on pcp and still like you could tell when he got a little frustrated like when he wasn't trying that hard and someone would like like lift his stick and steal the puck like you could see his decision making where he would decide like no i'm gonna <laughs> score and he would just steal it 
Like he'd have like a center, like I'm open, I'm open, a winger, I'm open. He's like, no, no, I, I, I play for the Blues. <laughs> he'd skate up and boom. Like he wouldn't take a slap shot because he doesn't want to actually hurt somebody. But like little wrist shot score, like it was incredible to see the difference in skill. You know that was you know Al McKinnis, those beer leaguers, was right there with. Uh, fucking somewhere over the rainbow guy and me <laughs> in dodgeball dude i oh, played with a so few pros fun. too that was so spirit crushing it's <laughs> fun to play with pros usually they like the pros i played with they weren't like al mcginnis level guys but they were nhl guys and they would just like one i would pass to them with what was basically a slap shot or something and they would catch it in midair if it was in air and catch it on the ground i'd send you if you, people don't play hockey if you send it behind a player that's like a suicide pass it's a really bad thing to do they'd catch it with their foot and knock it to their stick like like it was a hand they, they just made everybody look better and that was pretty cool it was the lesser pros the guys who played juniors or a, a, i played with a guy who played ahl the year before and uh, he would really Wow, just, he was one step from the show. Yeah, he played it 100%. That guy would just, like, dipsy-doodle embarrass you every opportunity. Like, the NHL guys didn't do that. The, the, the no, NHL. because they don't have something to prove. As, I feel like that's the that's same how as, I like, play. a UFC yeah. fighter, like, who's an established... Like, if you're fighting Joe, like, if I was fighting Joe, he wouldn't, like, go out of his way to, like hurt me or sh- <coughs> or demonstrate his dominance he would be like he might though <laughs> oh man you you fucked up here that's why i was able to get this you know watch that whereas i feel like if i fought an amateur fighter they'd see me as like ho 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 i'm gonna beat the shit out of this dude he doesn't even know like he, those minor league guys are probably more dangerous in those environments yeah well we played no check so like dangerous isn't the right word but it would they would mm-hmm. show off the skill difference it was yeah, but it was fun. I, I I often tell myself like I should get back into it, but here I am, not back into it. So you yeah, should. Well, you should. I, I am. I'm going to. Oh I'm, yeah, me I'm too. Joining a league uh, uh, with uh, a few of my friends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not playing goalie though. They always accost me and are like, "Yeah, we need you for our like, uh, whatever the highest league is, uh, uh, to play goalie." And I'm like, "No, no, I don't. I don't want to play goalie anymore. It's it's." Even in silly environments, it's still stressful. And yeah, there is something off about hockey goalies. Like, I don't know why I volunteered for that position and like enjoyed it for so many years. When at the end of like, it didn't enter my head ever as like you're having (coughs) shots shot at you like really hard from close, where you're like, man, this is like, like this actually this hurts. Like, (laughs) I I, want to say how good the goalie is is like. I'm making up a number, a quarter of the team's success. Like, they're really important. Oh, yeah, it's a ton. It's the keystone, of the, or cornerstone, rather, of the team. I, I, they're pro- more important than any other single position, I think. They don't get all the yeah. press, you know, like... The Blues had a tremendous offseason this year, but we still have our wild card in Jake Allen, knowing how well our goalie's going to do. So who knows? Like, I don't have any faith in that dude. But we picked up an awesome center in Ryan O'Reilly from the Buffalo Sabres. We got uh, Bozak, another solid depth center, probably a a 3C from uh, Maple Leafs. And then we got Patrick Maroon, this, like, like, bigger dude, kind of more bruiser, but can also score, you know, all right. Uh, he's from St. Louis, and so he's worth like, you know, he's still not worth much, but like maybe like four million a year is what he could get, so not a lot. But he signed here for like one point seven, and so we got a pretty great steal on that guy. Uh, so I think we're doing, we're we're looking to be much much better this season. Uh, I followed Carolina 
We lost Even our best I know, player. I know, I know your turn team is Philly, but Mostly, I watched that, yeah. and I, I really like Jeff Skinner. Like I, I always like he's the player on the Canes that I was like when I thought of the Canes, I would think Rod Brindamore or you know in the olden days sure. or Skinner. And then they traded Skinner. Like I was like, oh, like it, uh, there's a Canes fan on the hockey Reddit, and he's like, yeah, here's our uh, our lineup for this upcoming year without Skinner. And I was like, oh my god, this is bad. Right, like this. This is gonna be. They're gonna be terrible. Like Philly will be all right, though. I think. I think they'll be. They'll be good as long as Giroux has a season that's similar. Philly got to the nothing, and the Canes gave away their best player. Look out, Woody's teams. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Philly didn't give away anything good either. They or wait, they, they they lost Wayne Simmons or they didn't. I don't remember. No, don't they didn't lose so. Wayne Simmons. No. He's still there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it, it feels like our team is aging. The, the Philadelphia team, anyway, is aging. Yeah, Giroux and Voracek, like those two big point producers, are are definitely getting to the older side. You know, older side being like 31, 32. Yeah, even Wayne Simmons. Am, am I crazy about that? I thought he was. I think he's like twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's his year. We're gonna. Yeah. That makes me feel like bad now. Like I know this is probably something everybody who follows sports goes through when at my age, but now I'll be like, man, this Patrick Line kid, he's great. And he's making X, Y, Z amount of money a year. And I look it up and it's like, this kid just turned 20. You're like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I feel bad. you 27? Is that right? Yeah, I'm 27. You still have, like, my attitude, right? When I was, like, 17, it's like, yeah, get better every year. This is amazing. When I'm 18, 19, like... I, like I am peak now, but somewhere between 19 and 29, you can still argue that you're better every year, right? That balance of, you know, whatever you're learning about your sport versus what you still have physically is like, peak years. I think in a lot of sports happen around 29 mm-hmm. at 30, you're like, all right. So, you know, probably as good as last year by 31. It's who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? <laughs> like it doesn't get better. And at forty-five, you're like, ah, yeah, I am experiencing why there are no forty-five-year-old professional athletes that I can name. I, I think it's different. I, I think it's different on the sports, though, right? There are some sports, like let's include professional gaming uh, in these, because okay. I, I, I think, well, I don't think it's necessarily a sport. <laughs> it does lean on a lot of the abilities that sports lean on. So, like, I think the best guys in like CS:GO are all probably like. 19 to 22 or something like that they're probably those really really young guys who are hopped up on adderall and have like the their neurons are just firing a little bit more efficiently than ours are but like with mixed martial arts there's a lot of guys that that really turn it on between 29 and 34 yeah it's like they learn i think they learn the the sport it's a very complicated sport uh mixed martial arts so i think that lends itself to a little later success whereas I'm going to talk outside of my knowledge. A little swimming, for example. Not that complicated a sport. No. So it's really about what your body can do. You know, the, the, people aren't learning more things about swimming into their 30s and 40s. <laughs> you know, they've yeah, kind of got exactly. it figured out. Um, so, so, yeah, and I think it's with eSports, I don't think it, it, with eSports the holdup is like a lack of reaction time, which is what people often talk about. I think it's about the burnout that happens. You know, you, you throw some fame and success on a young guy, but the key to keeping it is to sit in a dark room depressingly practicing those skills eight, ten hours a day like it was a job. It just seems like so many 
pro e athletes lose it because you know they just don't want to work as hard as they used to on their way up. I don't think that's it. I really okay. do think it's. Uh, I really do think they're losing an edge when they get to you know twenty five. Huh. I think I think they're 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 losing something because you know there's guys that maybe started CS:GO. There aren't guys who pick up CS:GO for the first time when they're twenty five or when they're thirty. It seems like the people who are really good at those games. Uh, are are really really fucking young, like almost all the time. And I mean, not everybody. You, there would be some gamer with work ethic, right? There'd be a forty-five-year-old guy out there, like I, fuck that. I'm working hard all day, every day. I got work that work ethic. I live in the basement. I like it there. It's dark, and he would just be good. <laughs> but that doesn't happen because you well, know, that's too old. I'm saying they're not losing it at thirty or twenty-five or something because they peak at what twenty-one, maybe. I. I don't know. Maybe they peak at fucking 17. I don't know. Depends on what we're talking about peaking. If it's some sort of brain chemistry thing, then maybe a younger brain is just inherently better once it's fully developed. I'm at most success in the game, right? Like when we, I can't even name the top esports guys right no, now. No, I can't either. But when I could, and we, like we were talking about COD of four years ago or something like that, those guys were 1920, a lot of them. Yeah. And and when I think about the guys that would like fall off and not be as good as they used to, I think it's because it's very hard to get along with your teammates, right? It's a frustrating environment, so there's always little inner team conflicts, and uh, and people just hard to grind. It's hard to grind that much, be that good. Yeah, maybe so. I got killed by Shroud the other day. Oh, did you? I, uh, yeah, I uh, I was like, why are there so many people here? Like, I landed in an area in the map. There's two ways of playing the game. Like when we play as a squad, we'll often fly. The the plane goes on a direct route and you mm-hmm. jump out and you can fly away from it, right? If you want to kind of be by yourself and, and you want to start the game peaceably, peacefully. And uh, But there's also like a hot drop. You can drop into one of the really hot areas where lots of people go and you're going to immediately like drop into a gunfight basically. And, you know, sometimes you do that because you're not playing with friends and like if you're playing by yourself, it doesn't matter if you die right, right away, you can just restart the game. I was doing that, and I was like, this, like, like 40% of the entire server seems to be landing right here where I'm landing. What the fuck? And I, I, I get a gun, and I'm, I'm just kind of, like, hiding for a moment. Like, what's, what's going on? There's so many footsteps. I hear so many footsteps, and someone comes in my building, and I'm like, aha, I'm ready for you. And then I die, and it's Shroud. It was huh. so goddamn fast. It was so goddamn fast. He is and then I saw so... someone linked it to me. It was on a, a highlight video, I guess, because, like, right after he kills me, he just goes on a goddamn tear. Because he absorbed your power. He <laughs> absorbed my power. That's exactly when you land in a less populated area, is there also lousy loot? Uh, not necessarily. Like, Really? It, so it, I could it, go it, be by myself and get all level three helmeted and decked out? Well, it, it, like, so, so the, you could. Uh, like nowadays, the level three helmet's only a special drop, but I know what you're getting at. There are definitely places that you could go to by yourself and uh, get away from everybody. And there'd still be, like, pretty damn good loot there. Um, places like the military base uh, and Pachinki, though, are just really concentrated, dense areas of lots of spawn drops. And you will just end up in a more advantageous position if you're able to loot those areas on your own. The problem is you just you won't most of the time. It's just going to be a crazy... 40 people will land it in one town, whereas you could have had, like, Eight houses to yourself in some isolated area. I guess is the is the way it often turns out. Yeah, just normally a, like a good strategy to win Hunger Games. You can't just 
hide in the corner of the map all the time because you'll be naked when some other guy who's been absorbing your power, you know, is all filled <laughs> with loot. Yeah, um, sometimes that's the case. And, you know, because it is a first-person shooter, sometimes the guy who's been... There are literally people who win the game without ever shooting. They'll just crawl and sneak with no clothes on through the grass throughout the entire game while everybody else is killing everybody else off. That sounds kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Like, seeing if you could... Have you ever tried that approach? Like, just seeing if you could do it? No, no. Why not? Just give give it a go one game and see if you you make it. I guess we could. Um, But, it, you know, it's like like a 20... if, if you if you were to make it to the end that way, like the end game is usually about 20 to 30 minutes. But how would you win? How would the other guy uh, die? The, I've seen it happen where the zone kills the final guy. Huh. Like the, the like, like he's because he's so confused that there's no opponent. He's like being slow about getting into the final zone. They've, they've changed how fast final zones move at this point. So maybe that doesn't happen as much. But I've definitely seen people win with just a pan. Or, you know, go the whole game and then kill the, just the final guy or drive the final guy over with a car or something like that. People have won in every conceivable way. Like, I've seen uh, a lot of the bigger streamers. It's a big deal to win a game, but for the most part. Like, when we play squads, uh, we'll win between two and five games a night after playing for a, a few hours in, in, in squads. But I've seen people jump and do, like, 360 no-scopes on the final guy and, and do all kinds of really risky stuff where if they mess it up, they'll die. You know what I rewatched recently? That RatClan.com video. Do you know the one? Mm-mm. Oh, I would show it to you guys, but it's like six or seven minutes long. But basically, they're playing game battles. <clears throat> it's domination on Black Ops One, I think, and uh, they get way behind. They're losing like one ninety-seven to one forty or something. And uh, they come back and they win. And it is incredible. And just like they'd take it in theater mode and just show you like all the different action that happened. And they set it to music so it gets hype. And you're just like, oh, it's so hopeless. The helicopters are up. And then all of a sudden it's like all points captured. And whatever the the language is for it. It's just I'm tingling right now thinking about that. It's the best (laughs) Black Ops 1 video that was made. It was the best ever. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about PUBG in a lot of ways. Like, you can be super disadvantaged and then like pull a victory from the jaws of of defeat. Uh, uh, me and Little Mitt were playing the other day with it's so some good. duos, and uh, Little Mitt's just the best in the world. And uh, I, I down a guy, right? He's crawling away, and and I, I reload and I I wound the second guy, but that guy knocks me out. I'm crawling, and I'm Little Mitt, come to me, Little Mitt, save me. And he's like, I don't have a gun. I don't have a gun. So I start shedding my weapon so he can take it off the ground next to me. But before he can get my gun and load it, the bad guy shows up and starts shooting at Little Mitt. And I'm crawling on the ground watching Little Mitt jump around and punch this guy in the face and beat him to death with his bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm crawling on the ground just cheering, just like, yes! Yes, little Mitt, you did it! It That that was one of the... I, I got pretty pumped for that. That was great because, like... I'm watching it happen. I'm like, ah, oh, here's where we die. I've seen this a hundred times. You know, one guy has a gun and one guy does not have a gun. And little Mitt just just started started beating him to death. He's been working out. Yeah, he's been working out. Big Mitt. <laughs> Big Mitt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mitt. <clears throat> I did a a survey on Twitter um, mm-hmm. last night, and. I said, your child spills a perfectly good glass of milk. Do you, <laughs> A, beat with stiletto heels, <laughs> B, 
beat with an ice scraper, or C, loudly fuck so the children can hear. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> And we got a couple thousand responses, folks. <laughs> well, I'm going to guess Stiletto 1, because that's the most famous all option. All of the above. All of the above. I didn't include in all of the above. I wanted to, to force the, the uh. segmentation between these three options. Now, Beat with Stiletto Heels and Beat with Ice Scraper both tied at 22% of the 16 or 1,700 responses. <laughs> 56% said loudly fuck so the children can hear. Oh, God. And I bet that happened more often, Right. <laughs> little oh. passive-aggressive fucking. There's... Oh, yeah, you'll you disrespect me. I'm about to go get plowed by your dad. How you like that? <laughs> it really is an all-of-above all kind of scenario, though, Taylor, because what you don't understand is a good child beating really puts Mrs. Woodworth in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting hot. Uh, Honey? <laughs> man, I, I broke a glass. Did I tell this story already? Uh, I broke a glass in the kitchen. I did? Did I just tell it? No, I, no, I want so. it. I want this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thirsting for this. This was yeah. like <laughs> two and a half weeks ago. And oh, no. uh, I'm barefoot. So, like, it, it's a problem, right? It, it's, it's fallen and it's scattered in a hundred different directions. It's not like it's two pieces. So I call in Jackie and whatever. It's the division of labor in our house. She's the kind of person that would clean up broken glass on a kitchen floor. So, anyway, she comes in and without thinking about it, I position like the kitchen island between me and Jackie. And I'm like, you know, I, I broke this. I didn't mean it. I, I knocked it over. It was me. But like, can you help me? And she's like, yeah. And she's cleaning it up. And, and I'm just like, like, like I said, we've got this big kitchen island with like a granite top. And I'm standing and I'm kidding. And, and as she moves around, I'm moving around like to make sure that she can't get to me. And yeah. she's like, this is okay, you know. Like, you don't have to. Like, you're hiding from me. And I'm like, I am hiding from you. <laughs> She's like, you're so scarred over this. Like, this is not a big deal. Like, it, it, it's okay. I'm not even mad. And I'm like, whew, what a relief. Like, I, I don't know. I, just, I had, like, some dark shit. Hey, Dude, that's, like, that's, that's really funny. <coughs> but it's also, like, genuinely sad. Yeah, like, and it, it's your funny. Your parents beat a fear of little minutia broke a glass like jesus I, I i literally hid from her from her right I, I mean i like jackie a lot but i could fuck her up and yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah it, it's true to this day and it, it made me think of like uh, like i guess i'll just say it sometimes boogie often talks about his rough childhood and the impact that it had on him today and i often am like you know i had a rough childhood but you're you know I'm 45. I think he's really close to my age, whatever yeah, he is. Yeah, he hears a belt snap, and he just devours three Twinkies. I, and I, <laughs> but I'm usually like, dude, like, like we are way too old to blame our parents for our current behavior. Yet there I was hiding over a broken glass two and a half weeks ago. That's that's so yeah. scarring. Like I that wonder is. what you're. Like I, I I would. You really need to sit down with a therapist. <laughs> I would. I would pay. You no, know, we always talk about the money we would pay to watch the Wings of Redemption reality show. Where like a professional reality show production team comes in and they stir up the drama, they film all the angles, they get all the characters established, etc. I'd pay so much more money for like a Doctor Phil special with you and your and your parents and your brother, like 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 and Jackie. Jackie's gotta be there. <laughs> like 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 I want I want that group of people uh, and Doctor Phil. I, I would pay so much more for that. I feel like that's where the real drama would get stirred up. Yeah, I've never talked about the darkest shit. I well, I mean, I, I, it's I, not to share. 
I've, I've told. I mean, you got to. Yeah. Well, first of all, we're gonna jump back to the. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We we need the dark stuff. But you know, in addition to being, you know, Cliff Hutchinson, attorney at law, yeah. uh, I'm also Dr. David Greenblatt uh, of Greenblatt uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Greenblatt Psychology. So if you ever need to unload about anything, oh well, thank you. I'm here. Yeah. <coughs> so what seems to be bothering you? No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> we can't go there. I mean, Leak it uh, at my own what's, pace. What's the, what's the darkest you can go? You've probably gone there before. Yeah, probably I've told the, the, the stuff that I'm willing to talk about. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's really sad. Yeah. That, that you got fucked up so hard. I don't that, know. I, like, I'm all right. Just, you know, a little, little flashbacks here and there, right? Like, like a, like a yeah. nom veteran, but mostly <laughs> fine, working my way through, through life. Would you know if you weren't though? Like, like maybe you think that like the some of the feelings that you get or the response, the emotional responses that you have about any number of things, you think of them as natural and normal responses. But but what if they're very out there for the average person? Like I feel like hmm. the, like 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 yeah, maybe, you can't uh, know how consistent your response inside is to stimuli compared to other people who maybe didn't go through that trauma. Is that what you're saying, Kyle? Like yeah, maybe you think yeah. you're processing something normally, but your only frame of reference is the fucked up frame. Like, like if I smashed like a, a gallon of milk in front of both my parents, like I would have no fear. That's a little one. <laughs> um, that's, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe... When Maybe. I taped my brother up and put him in a wagon and pushed him down a hill while my dad screamed from behind me, Taylor, don't you push him down that hill! <laughs> I had fear in my heart. <laughs> but I also deserved that reprimanding. So. Reprimanding? Yeah. So did, did they just... no, I, I, no, I got spanked. Mm. But it wasn't... Uh, it was always like a structured this hurts me more than it hurts you kind of spanking. It was never like my mom or dad would freak out and like go into a you know histrionic fit of them right. beating me or something. It was always like a measured thing. They, didn't, they weren't in a rage when they did it. They weren't blackout crazy when they hit you? No, they were always very reasonable and structured in the way they did it. And they were like, we got to hit this kid because he's going to turn into a little shithead if we, if we don't. So, uh, yeah. And they were right. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I ever had to hit my kids. The, the thing is... This sounds cruel, but I was always able to bring them to tears just by being disappointed in them or talking to them. So that's that's the only weapon I needed to wield. Yeah, that yeah, and the it hammer. Depends on the kid. Yeah, that and the hammer. It does depend you just on the have kid. That? Yeah, dude, yeah, totally the kid out like a claw hammer. I'll tell you that right now. Some kids are harder than others, and I think I was harder than most. I know you guys tell me they're like you're a good kid. All kids are good, but I, I was not. Um, Easily kept in line. Yeah, you know? I was a fucking why, smart ass. But 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 if we examine it further, why were you doing these things? These this, these habitual line steps that that were upsetting everyone. Maybe you were looking for attention. Maybe you thought that that was the the only way to get the attention of your mother. And and the fact that she was beating you was was just the price you had to pay. I hear you. I don't think it was attention though. Like I don't think I was, I was thirsting for their attention. Their attention was negative, and they could keep it. I, I feel like more it was like those were my favorite things to do. 
You know, like I, I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends. That was like, yeah, you know, that's why I snuck out of the house and went drinking in high school. That's why I, you know, play hooky from class and drive the car. That, that's why I play hooky from all school. My parents, I don't know why they would do this with a kid like me, but they used to go on vacation and just leave me like to handle my own business how for old, a week. How or old were you? How old were you when you were left? Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, but... I want you to say eight so bad. No, 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 no. (laughs) I just wasn't eight. But the thing is, like, I was a 15-year-old that would not stay in line. Like, you could not leave me alone and expect it. I would just be like, if my parents are on vacation, then clearly I'm on vacation too. This is during the school year. And I would just miss every day of school. Take a bunch of days off, not go. Uh, I, you know, this is nature up. versus nurture stuff. Did they beat you that way, or did they beat you because you were that way? These are good questions. These are good questions. If I hadn't had that one dog that was so mean, I, I think I might put more on nurture. But I had a dog who was just ferocious, and he had nothing but love and support around him. And I think kids can be like that, too. You know, I, I bet Taylor was a little hard to raise sometimes. I mean to talk about him after he left but you know i just suspect that he, he seems was, like a real piece of shit i mean <laughs> i just bet he was maybe a, uh, had a hint of class clown in him right a pr- liked it when everyone laughed it's at his three funny brothers stuff. though I, I feel like 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 and this is something that like i, I think everyone experiences differently it depends on ha- what siblings you have and what the mixture is you know a, as much as like what your your environment was like three brothers always struck me as like those are going to be athletic physical like joking goofy guys in mm. the end because they're always fucking with each other. They're always fist fighting. They're always like like joking around and farting on each other or like putting a frog in in, in somebody's cereal or something crazy like that cuz it's you know like like cuz in my scenario like you throw a grasshopper on if I throw a grasshopper to my sister she doesn't oh you got me and then put like a a praying mantis in my bed she screams and cries and runs away. She's, she's no fun to play this game with, right? Right, right. Like, if I punch my sister, then, like, she's not going to... We're not going to learn to box because we did that throughout our childhood. I'm just going to get the shit kicked out of me for punching my sister, right? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. But with... I don't know. I feel like you had, you had one brother. He had two fucking brothers, and I, I had none. I can't imagine what it would have been like with, with two other brothers. I think they're both younger than him. Yeah, yeah he's the so oldest. So he's beating the shit out of them throughout his entire life he had a little dude to bully yeah <laughs> that's true i uh yeah with my older brother it, i always felt a little bully like he didn't seem to be on my team so much when we were young he's much better as an adult and uh you know my counter to it would usually be to try harder you know like if he's picking on me a little bit i'm going at 100 percent in an effort to just try to keep up because he's two years older yeah. Um, Taylor, we were talking about your upbringing and how like with that, that a lot of your personality is is probably as much due to the fact that you had two younger brothers as it was to like how your parents raised you, perhaps, because I feel like like having two brothers, like you end up being in like a jokey, like silly picking on each other and having a good time and also like fighting and competing in sports and physical stuff constantly. And from your point of view, as like the older, older brother, like there wasn't a point in your in your adolescence where you didn't have a little version of you to beat the shit out of. Yeah, that's true. But I also, <laughs> not once, 
ever did I ever hit one of my younger brothers. Like really? I never, I never pushed them down the stairs. I never punched them. I never kicked them. You rolled like, them down I, a hill. In in a wagon, like he was in, <laughs> like he was in a wagon. Oh, I didn't, I didn't totally like, push him down. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason I bring that one up is because it's the funniest and most outrageous of those things. Because I can still remember holding one arm on that play school wagon thing that like you know moms would like drag with their kid back there as they're going on their little walk mm-hmm. i still remember holding that and i can still in my head if i close my eyes i can see my dad standing up there past the retaining wall too far away to stop me <laughs> and saying taylor don't you put your brother down that hill and i just went <coughs> and just let go <laughs> it's funny <laughs> down the like but other than that like like i did not pick on like i would i would like enforce things and do stuff like this is what we're gonna watch for tv like yeah, on tv this say, is what we're gonna yeah. do uh what are we doing right now no we're not gonna go outside we're gonna play hockey in the basement or we're gonna whatever we're gonna do but like the act like actual hitting and stuff i never did that I, I was at a friend's house once when i was fucking 18 18 at a friend's house and two of my friends were there uh it was my buddy who was in my grade, who was my age, and then his younger brother, who was in a grade two, two below ours, but we were friends with him too. And we were playing, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. One of them was sitting on their PC downstairs and had his headphones on trying to play, the younger one. And I was sitting next to the older one on the TV playing, uh, playing Halo. And we were playing Halo. And he had the volume up really, really loud, like, it was it was really loud and the younger one kept taking his headphones off and was like i can't even hear my game with how loud you're playing the halo music and my buddy's like well i was playing with taylor down here first so you can go play somewhere else i can't move it it's a desktop and it went from that so quickly to like all right taylor you play for a bit he like goes over pushes his brother on the chair and like i expected it to be the way i engage with my brothers where it's like hey just stop your shit you know not not anything like that. He stands up and goes, like goes for like an immediate punch. And by the way, my friend responded with a parry. He had been there before. <laughs> and so then I watched and like, it was like about to be dinner time and we were going to go up and spend time, like eat dinner with his family who were cooking for us. And I'm like, guys, stop, stop, stop fighting. And his, his dad comes down. Like as the fight is beginning, his dad doesn't know. He can't hear. He just hears scuffling and whatnot. He doesn't know. And he's like, his dad has the deepest voice of any adult man I've ever heard in my life. He's like, boys, dinner. And I'm like, all right, time for dinner, guys. That means a uh, peace treaty until afterward. And so then my buddy pushes the other one down on this hard slate tile and then starts to run up the stairs. So I, And so I like wait for him to run past me. And the younger one stands up and runs like a fucking jackal, just poof, leaping like that guy across the fucking trampolines earlier I was talking about. And he grabs onto his leg at near like the middle of the stairs and yanks it hard. To where my he, the other guy, my buddy, slipped and did that thing where you like bang your body on the <laughs> stairs and just boom hit the stairs so hard. At this point, the dad has heard and the mother and the, the mom's going, "Honey, don't don't yell at him. We're about to have dinner." He's like, "Boys, up here now!" The scariest voice. I'm like, "I don't even I don't even live here," and I'm like frightened. And they had a boxing match, like fighting each other, wrestling, hitting hard, like. Couple punches to the nuts. Heard like, can't hit in the nuts. Don't hit me in the nuts, faggot. Like, like really <laughs> offensive, yelling shit. And I and the dad is at the top of the stairs. They are brawling in the middle of the stairs, and I'm standing on a lower step, 
wanting to go to dinner. <laughs> and I trying I was trying to like I was like like my frame of mind was like, oh, they're gonna get ripped a fucking new one for this. But within like three minutes, like it was over. Just the fighting had got out of their system and then it was just eating dinner. And it was just a weird dynamic because I never had that. Like my dad never had to come and pull me off my brother because I was beating him up. Well he like, didn't either. Yeah. He just yelled no. ineffectively. He yelled ineffectively, but he put the fear of God in them. They slowed down. Okay. So, <laughs> fewer punches than would have been thrown. Yeah. Did you guys ever do? Do you have any stories like that where you go, you went to a friend's house when you were younger, and you realized that the, I guess, archetype or framework of their family worked totally different than yours? Yeah. Yeah. I went to two brothers' house, and one of the brothers is my age, and the other is maybe a year, two years younger. And we were like 14 or 15, and so of course he's 13 or 14 or something like that. And we're down in the basement, like playing. And he had like all kinds of cool shit in the basement. Their uh, their dad had divorced the mom, but and he was paying like he must have been really pumping a lot of money into that household because a lot of it seemed to be going to toys and games. Because like the entire basement was like it was an air hockey table and a pool table and a, um, um, a table tennis table, and then just toys scattered everywhere on the floor. And uh, I was barefooted, and I was just marveling at all the toys. I, I didn't have nearly this many toys. And then I, I start noticing that they're, like, putting masks on and, like, getting swords out. And, like, I, mean, I don't think anything of it. And then I hear, I hear the lights turn off. It goes, choom. And it goes, it's a, I, I, now I realize we're in a basement. That's right. Just because there's carpet on the walls and sheetrock uh, sheet on the walls and carpets on the floor doesn't mean that this isn't a subterranean room where no one can hear me scream. And then I hear <laughs> a little skittering. They've both armed themselves and put on armor. And apparently this is a game they play where they turn off the lights and have sword battles wearing Jason masks with fucking karate swords. And they're running past me occasionally, whacking me like in the back of the knees with a sword. And I, I keep trying to like lurch toward them, but they've got armor and swords. And they, they like... I think they were going to kill me down there until their, until their mom came <laughs> to the top of the stairs and said it was chicken nugget time. Jeez. My parents. Well, did they, they didn't even uh, give you weapons so you could play? Oh, no. I think that was part. The, the best part for them was that they'd normally been facing off against each other in their armor. And, and here I was, un, a, 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 a newcomer. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about the, uh, the arms race that took place at the, <laughs> at, at, at the, at the fifth toll of the bell. Yeah, they, they oh. both seemed to know exactly what was up, though. They both had, one of them had a Jason <laughs> mask on, and one of them had, like, this big, hard, plastic Spider-Man mask that, like, clamped onto your head. And they both had, like, plastic katanas that hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, that sounds like fun, though. Yeah, I bet they had a great time. Though, actually, no, I, I thought of another way <laughs> I injured my brother. That was the worst way I injured him. It was totally on accident. So we were in our unfinished basement with obviously concrete floor and we had a little tv you know boob tube glass screen kind of old tv this is probably like 1998 or around there 98 99 and we were both playing this wrestling game this like wwf or whatever it was called at the time game and it was like every character had like special moves like oh special finishing move where he like grabs you by both your thighs and like slams you into the ground really good or this guy will like bowser you with uh, his uh, with an ankle and throw you around and it was fun and so after we were playing that before dinner one night we're like let's play let's play wrestling we're like yeah should we play it on the carpet no let's play it on the concrete you know the way the, the they do in this game like it's hardcore and 
we didn't have that conversation, but we decided to do it on the concrete because we were dumb children. And I was like an enormous eight-year-old. <laughs> like I, I was a big fucking kid. Like not just tall, but like wide, like a wide, broad, big kid. And my brother, my younger brother, was the opposite. He was smaller for his age. And so it was a big difference. Like, not that much in age, but quite a bit in size. And so we started, like, wrestling, like, doing the moves and, like, practicing and all that. And I don't remember what the move was. I think it was the one where you, like, grab somebody around their waist and, like, lift them up and, like, smash them down. I don't think I got it all the way right because I was a kid. So it basically ended up in me tackling him and him, you know, coming off the ground a little bit and then falling back and smashing his head on uh, on the concrete. And immediately, based on the sound that I heard, I was like, this is no longer playing. <laughs> like, this, this, this has gone awry. And so my brother starts crying. I do what all eight or nine-year-olds, or however old I was, do. And I was like, shush, 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 be quiet. You want us both to go down? No, you have to convince him that like we're both in this together <laughs> instead of me getting yelled at. And this is this is actually right after dinner, and uh, after him laying there for a bit, like acting confused and befuddled, I like ran to the the stairs. We were in our basement. I yelled up, "Mom, Ma!" I didn't yell, "Dad," for good reason. "Mom, come downstairs." My dad heard obviously my panic in my voice, and they both come down and. They start talking to my brother. They're like, what did you do? And I'm like, we were, we were playing wrestling. He's like, on the concrete? You're playing wrestling on the concrete and you threw your brother into the ground? I'm like, I was playing. And they asked him, they're like, what did we have for dinner? They're like, what's your name? <laughs> and he, and he, you know, he answered all the base ones. Like, what did we have for dinner? Like, something recent. What did we have for dinner? We had just eaten spaghetti 25 minutes ago. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. I can't remember what we had for dinner. And my dad gave me a look of like. (laughs) 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 He broke the most precious thing he has on earth. Like one of the kids. I can't remember dinner, Taylor. Yeah. You you come in, get in the car. We're going to the hospital. And so that was the most scared few hours I've ever spent in my life sitting in a room like. (laughs) 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 Justice is about to come around. Yeah, that was, uh, that was terrible. I felt really bad, but I felt worse thinking I was going to get punished. I, all I got was spanked, so it panned out. Damn, right? He's better than your brother. We didn't play wrestling anymore. Uh-huh. And that was the first of his many concussions. Taylor asked about a family dynamic that was different. Like, my parents, for all their flaws, I always knew they liked each other, right? Like, that, that wasn't something I had to worry about. But my best friend when I was young, it was like 9 or 10 or something, his parents didn't seem to like each other. And that was a thing that I had to witness like repeatedly. They would get into these screaming matches, oftentimes about things my friends and I did. And, and they would throw things at each other, like plates and teacups. And like I remember a spatula was a frequent thing that they'd toss around. The dad was a drunk, and he worked in a bar. And that would often be a problem. Uh, he'd get drunk. combo. Yeah, and he'd get really mad. Uh, he ran over another one of my friend's bikes. And like we, we came out. like We all had our bikes parked there. Apparently, he saw the bike behind his car, 
got pissed off and figured, fuck it. I'm driving right over this bicycle. And it was mangled to hell. And we, <laughs> but we were stupid and we were kids and we're like, how did this happen? We're guessing like ghouls and, and <laughs> goblins <laughs> and shit like that. Like we don't know what did this to the bike. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. like ghouls and demons. It's a chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, that was our oh. first guess. But um, like when we talked to our parents about it, they could see the score in a way that we as kids couldn't. And they're like, oh, that fucking drunk guy ran over a bike. And, and you know what is an adult? Like if you so much as knock a bike over, that's when you become aware that you hit something, yeah, right? You know. Yeah. You don't, you don't get like completely over the bike with both sets of tires and out the front of the car going backwards in a state of like smells like gas <laughs> driving down the road. yeah yeah Jesus. so uh I, I sometimes wonder like how how they worked out you know how did this kid grow up i know he went to college i ended up having a friend that knew him or something but uh i but, bet he doesn't hide from his wife <laughs> he might why would you think he doesn't right why yeah. would you think he doesn't I, I bet he does i bet we have that in common i don't know yeah, his parents used to, they gave out some whoopings. My parents didn't whoop me in front of the neighbors or anything. I, I mentioned I had a friend, uh, another friend too, we got real close with. I, I found him on Facebook not long ago. And uh, I was talking to him about paramotoring and stuff. And he's like, Yeah, you always did have a, a, a wild side in you. Like, you, you were always wanting to like sneak out at night and jump on passing railroad cars and stuff like that. Like, when I was little. And um, anything to get away. And he all, but he had no idea that my parents like were like they were. Like that was yeah. uh, it was very hidden from the world. Well, that's all they. That's what they always say about those people. You know, <laughs> he seemed like a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Up until something. Yeah. I just yeah. linked uh, an interesting little link for you guys. Mm. Oh God. It's a 2018 symposium. In span expanding the focus of research on maps. Now, if you think a map is something that would help you find your destination in olden times or something that's interesting to look at on the Internet, then you would be wrong because these are not maps. These are minor attracted people. And this is occurring on September oh, 22nd, no. 2018. It's a full day thing in Baltimore, Maryland, and it's a bunch of minor attracted people getting together and talking about issues and important things for the minor attracted people community. You know, things to make sure... If you haven't picked up by now, minor attracted person means pedophile. It's like a nice little marketing, you know, <laughs> touch added. So how do you guys think about this? Do you think that there should be minor attracted people conferences? You know, like a free speech right. thing? Anyone can do it? Oh. Or like, where? What, what are you thinking? <coughs> no. I need All a right, process. So, do you, go ahead. You go first. All right. So I... And let me let me say real quick, like one of their roundtable discussions is constructing a brief intervention to reduce stigma towards minor attracted persons. That's yeah. what got me. Go ahead. Yeah, we've talked about this before. How like when you really think about it, um, pedophilia has to be an affliction that that someone has that not not an interest. Okay, it's not like 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 I could talk if if suddenly you outlawed a passion. For uh, like like Chevrolet sports cars, I drive Ford the rest of my life, and I'd never look at another Chevrolet sports car if they made that what pedophilia is. Mm -hmm. But because that's just an interest I have, it's not a like it's not something I'm afflicted with. Some 
like, like, like some 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 core piece of me. So you think and this is like part of their sexual identity? They just I, I are do. attracted to children. I think that they. I think that just like someone who is a, who is gay just isn't interested in 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 women. They're they're interested in men. I think that someone who is just a hundred percent straight and and perhaps both of those things are very rare because obviously there's a spectrum of of a you know where where you fall into that yeah. whole thing. But I, I think that these people who are attracted to children are afflicted in that way and they can't just turn it off they can't just be like well apparently that's not what's in i'm gonna i'm gonna be into something else i don't think they can do that because pedophiles are the it's the worst thing i think most people agree that you can do like like if you're in prison like like there's plenty of murderers there's plenty of rapists even they fit right in there's name name one thing worse than a pedophile like as a cop like, 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 if you're in prison, like, 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 you don't want to be a cop, you don't want to be a pedophile. Everybody else is probably going to be able to get along together, more or less. The pedophile is the guy who ends up, like, they find, they find him with, like, his victim's name carved into his skull and his balls in his mouth. That's a true story. That happened to a guy recently. Jesus you know? Like, like, so, I don't like this, though. Because as much as I believe they are afflicted with it, because what they're afflicted with is a, a, a compulsion to take advantage of the most vulnerable people in our society, our children, sexually, in a way that, a thing that really scars them for life, we found, and, and often makes them into pedophiles themselves, yeah. uh, inevitably in, in many, many cases. A lot of pedophiles were molested as kids. I don't, I don't think you can handle that with kid gloves. I think you've got to be like, no, you've got, you can't be as accepting as you might be with someone who, who, who's attracted, who's a furry. Or, or some some other thing that you just don't you don't understand it, but you're like, hey, that's just the way they are. It's not hurting me. This is the instance where it is hurting me. It's it's you know. So so I think that no, it's not a good idea for them to probably have their own groups to be banding together. And it, like 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 I noticed that it's eighty dollars to register and forty dollars for your family. Like like are people <laughs> bringing their kids to this thing? <laughs> like, can we Holy go get? shit! No, no, no. You can't come to this one. No. No, you no. definitely can't. Yeah, yeah. Man. when I first read, like, we're going to talk about our therapeutic needs and barriers to help-seeking, I thought, oh, you know, they're trying That's to... That's where I was. They're trying to, you know, deal with their problem, right? Some people are prone to alcoholism, right? Some people are just more inclined to dive into that head first and, and run into trouble. And to not be able to quit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... and <laughs> But that's not where they are. You know, they're not trying to quit. You know, when they talk about with changing the dialogue, improving access to, you know, competent, well, maybe they're competent clinic, compassionate clinical services best suited to help mats in their unique mental health needs and counseling goals. I don't know. It just seemed like they're reducing stigma. Maybe they are mm-hmm. trying to stop getting kids. And I just read it incorrectly. I don't know. I That's don't where like, they need I, to be. I, I, don't I, I don't think that it is that. I I feel like, well, I mean, I, I think they should have a right to organize and do their shit just like anyone should. But there's also the thing of I don't like the Not remarketing. Not anyone can. The, like, we don't allow, like, the, the rapists of America to, to, to head on down to the Ramada, I don't think. Well, that's true, but they're, like ostensibly these people are talking about it, not doing it at the conference. But I mean, if our, you saw a pedophilia spike in Baltimore on the 22nd, like that mm-hmm. might explain it. But I, like, like I, I was split on this one. Cause it's like, I want to say, fuck, you No, you can't have this degeneracy, this disgusting behavior, this, you know, promulgation of something that's terrible and damaging to children, especially if you're doing it in a way where you're remarketing it, 
where you're intentionally changing the definition of what you, or the the term rather for what you are in order to that's make the it future. palatable. That's to people. what's coming. Oh yeah, you know, I'm a, you're just a minor attracted person. You're not a pedophile. It's like no, you're you're a fucking pedophile. Like, but these, does these being mealy a minor attracted person help them get counseling? Right? It, 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 it is pedophile an obstacle to them not being a pedophile anymore? No, no, and the reason I say that is because this isn't a thing that is commonplace enough that if they went to a psychiatrist or psychologist and said, I'm a, an MAP, that the psychologist or professional would go, oh, a minor attracted person. Like That's why it's, a, it's an outgoing marketing PR effort to improve their perception of, oh, we're MAPs, not we're pedophiles. Like, it's I, think not goal, I think their goal is to get uh, tagged on to the end of LGBTQT. <laughs> They LGBT want to, that, that's the final goal is that, that they want. And, and it's really fucked up that, that, cause I do believe that I think that people, that pedophiles are trying to, to make the case that they belong within that, that, that acronym of individuals. And oh, there are it, some out there it, like that. For sure. There definitely are. And it's fucked up because like the hard right conservatives, that's the kind of like shit that they usually, that they often spew up. Uh, whenever you talk about like gay marriage, they'll be like, "Oh, next you'll be allowing people to marry dogs," and they, they start comparing homosexuality to bestiality and pedophilia, which is fucked up. But then you see the pedophiles being like, "Oh yeah, we're just like them. Yeah, yeah, we're just like mm -hmm. them." You're getting it from both sides. <sighs> yeah, it's it's really not a good sign for our culture and society that this is. A, a, a movement that's trying to gain mainstream attention and acceptance. Like, who knows if they'll get picked up? Like, if if they add this to the end of the LGBT, uh, Q. however many more things there are, like, I feel like everybody, left and right, as far as gonna be like, ah, da, 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 no, 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 no. You don't get to put pedophiles in here. Or it's am I wrong? LGBTQ like, plus. Plus. Um, I'll look it up. I'm waiting for it to Something come Something that's always confused me is like, <clears throat> if there's a B in there that's bisexual... Oh my god. How can there be more than two genders? LGBTQ plus is short for LGBTTQQIAA. Wait, wait, wait. Go through what they all stand for. We know lesbian... Lesbian, gay, bi bisexual, transgender, transsexual, two-spirit, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, ally... Pansexual, agender, genderqueer, bigender, gender variant, pangender. No, the last ten of those were just mental illnesses. What, <laughs> what, what, is, what is a pangender person? Um, this is going to take some more Googling. Maybe Urban Dictionary. Oh, pangender is a non-binary gender defined as being more than one gender. A pangender pan person. Pangender is in the acronym and before it is bisexual. I'm attracted to both genders. A pangender pan considers themselves a member of all genders. And by you saying both genders, fuck you, Taylor. And you're, they imply and you're, it in and their name. And they have, you know, they're gonna, they got to get rid of B then. Sorry, you got to get rid of B. <laughs> That's bisexual. bisexual. Yeah, that we means need they're a... attracted to both. Both <laughs> genders. Two it's sexes, not omnisexual, where two... you're attracted to men and women and maniacs. Sexes and like, genders are wildly different, right? There might be two sexes, but there are dozens and dozens of genders with more <laughs> being discovered all the time. We need a new discover fucking fruit. <laughs> now you'll see here, we're about to discover a new gender. <laughs> we're at a Starbucks in Berkeley, California, and you can see a wild, whale-gendered woman 
sitting in the corner. Woman, can't say woman. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a thing. Entity. A pangender is a third kind of gender, much like bi-genders, tri-genders, and gender queers. Oh, fuck off. So it's um, like you didn't get enough attention as a kid, and I, you don't have any skills that are developed, and so now you have to make what you're interested in the crux of your I try to be kind and even understand what these things mean. So I'm just like, pangender, oh, that's just a variant of bisexual, because I understand bisexual. Like, that I get, right? So if you like everything, then you're bi to me. I'm well, just trying yeah. to be, well, well, trying to be right. on, your, on board here. No, 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 no. That's, inco- that's considered that everything would be encompassed by only two things, right? But, but there are so many things. Woody. You have to be, <laughs> but I'm only aware of two, really. Dude, but Kyle, oh, there are, there are men, there are women. There, you take the list from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Within, like, like a furry, right? No, go like, easy on yourself. Like, like, just name like five other. <laughs> but I, I do uh, understand that the like... tree kin. The tree kin is that a gender? Or is that like ants? Um, both. It actually took me a while <laughs> to understand the idea of more genders, if that makes any sense. Like, it, I was like, I don't even get how there could possibly be more than two genders. And they're like, Oh no, no, no! You're thinking of two sexes with gender that somehow has meant something other than sex now and you can identify or feel like all sorts of but it, it less doesn't hardcore. actually though like when you start asking people about that it gets into like ethereal nonsense where it's like well i identify as this it's like well you can identify as oh. whatever you want it doesn't make it reality like you, I, I you looked are it either up. male or female but have you considered taylor that one in ten thousand children is born with a rare chromosomal disorder or, or something it's like yeah, well yeah it's called an illness. I looked up or, what gender means. Like just to, you know, hey, let's let's get it. The state of being male or female. Oh well, fuck. <laughs> there See, we are. They try and, that's the, the the pernicious thing about some of these people is that they'll try and change definition of words and then backwards engineer their own ideology into the new uh, definition they've made, and it it's very underhanded. So, I I, I just don't get the kind of person who would be pan gender. Like, what is that? Like, is it just a bisexual person who wants to feel more unique than a bisexual person? I can understand there are people who are maybe born guys but feel like they should have been born women, right? Like, like that's a... That's the trans one, the T, yeah. The transgender, not the transsexual. I think you're right, right? So, But, like, it's not me, but I can grasp how that is a thing, right? I, I view it in the same way as... Like those poor people who feel like they should be amputees, but they're fine, but they just have yeah, a deep desire pretty... to cut their arm off. So you're I feel saying the same it's a mental illness. I am, and I feel the same. But I like I don't want to be mean about it. I just wish they didn't have this problem. You know, a guy who really wishes they didn't have their right hand is to be very similar to a guy who really wishes he didn't have his dick. Like, ah, oh, that sucks for you. I wish that you got what you ordered, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm on your side with this, Woody. Yeah, so I can get. I can understand I'm what that out. is. I'm the good one. Oh, yes, you are always the good <laughs> one. <laughs> so I could get how a per I, I can understand what a person who's, you know, not lining up with their own sex. I, I get that. And then you combine that with someone who likes people who line up with any sex. And now I have pan gender. They're bi and they're maybe they change how think, they feel. Think, Today they feel like a woman. Tomorrow they don't. That's, that's. I mean, pangendered pan, pan and pansexual simultaneously. Bam. I, I, even I, I, then, <laughs> if one day you feel like a man and the next day you feel like a woman, 
that's two things. That's bi. It's not one day I feel like a woman, one day I feel like a man, one day I feel like a what, what would the other helicopter. thing be? Yeah, an attack helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a sea dew. I feel like a you know a, a paramotor. I feel like a, a a nice slice of cherry cheesecake. Like I don't I don't understand it, and it just seems silly. They're 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 making their acronym way too long. The, the Nobody's gonna remember LGBTQTTT. I feel like there's a lot of us who aren't ingrained in this, you know, very fluid culture around like it, like this, you've made it too complicated for me to understand. And I, not that the world revolves around me, but there's so many of me that like, let's keep it within like a sanity range. Right. You know, can, can, can you, I get that you're bi or gay or straight. Those things all make sense to me. I get that you feel like a guy or a girl. Those things make sense to me. But when you hit all the other marks, you you really lost me. Yeah, you come off as a. It's just it's just illogical. It doesn't make sense. Well, but Kyle, I know you have to get to something. Pangender different than intersex. Well, these things are very complicated, and and not everyone's going to be able to pick up on them. I've got a product that might assist you with that. This episode of Painkiller Already is brought to you by Lumosity. Start improving yourself today. If you were to guess, where would you say that your brain stacked up against other people your age? Do you think your memory or attention is above average? Use Lumosity and find out. Lumosity is the world's most popular brain training program. Even though you can't see, see the results in the mirror or on your bathroom scale, if you want to keep your brain fit, you've got to treat it like a muscle. Sign up for Lumosity and take the free 10-minute fit test to get your baseline scores on three games and see how you stack up against others your age. Then your training begins. With Lumosity Premium, they will even uh, design a personalized training program from their 60-plus cognitive games and activities to challenge your key abilities like memory, speed, and problem-solving. With every game, Lumosity keeps track of your progress and shows how you compare worldwide. Don't you want to know how you stack up? Find out right now. Go to Lumosity.com PKA to sign up for free uh, for a free fit test plus a 30% discount off of Lumosity Premium. Spelled L-U-M-O-S-I-T-Y dot com slash P-K-A to take your free fit test and get 30% off Lumosity Premium. Lumosity dot com slash P-K-A. Yes, maybe with the, uh, with the aid of it, we could, we could understand some of these. I would uh, like to see people take the fit test and post the results on the subreddit. That would yeah. be very cool. And be sure to include your so that we can compare you fairly. Because as I've said before, once you get past 23, you're just like a, a rotting egg. Oh, my up God. There. You're, you're worthless. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> We're all worthless. <laughs> Twenty-three. I'm about, to, I'm about to lap that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, from Matt Groening, legendary writer <laughs> of The Simpsons and Futurama, comes an epic new animated adventure, Disenchantment. Groening's first new show in nearly 20 years, Disenchantment takes place in a medieval fantasy world, the crumbling medieval kingdom of Dreamland. Dreamland is a complex universe offering endless characters, stories, and laughs from the, from the king of animation. Follow the misadventures of hard-drinking young princess Bean, her feisty elf companion Elfro, and her personal demon, Lucy, who meet and go on adventures together. This series is about life and death, good and evil, and it's about what it means to be truly happy in a world full of suffering and idiots and how to find your own path in life, despite what the elders and the wizards and those other jerks have to tell you. Watch Disenchantment, season one, August 17th, only on Netflix. I look forward to that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Netflix does good stuff. 
Kyle turns I like his Nat, lights Matt on. Groening or Matt Groening, however you say his name. I like him a lot. Yeah, he tends to be hitting winners consistently. You know the other uh, cartoon show that I like a lot that isn't available anywhere on these like streaming services is King of the Hill. Hmm. Like I don't see it anywhere on these streaming services. You got to pay for that shit. Nah, it's not that good. Uh, come on, I own all of King of Hill that there is to own. Really? In a way that yes, absolutely. I, did, I got into a King. How I, did you I, buy it? Amazon. Okay. I uh, and I think that the seasons get progressively more expensive. It seemed like the first season was like three dollars for like the whole fucking season, and I was like, "Sure, I'll own." I mean, at this rate, I'm in for like thirty yeah. bucks, and I got it all. And then by like season, like I don't know, nine or ten or something, it was like fifteen or twenty dollars a season. They they it, it kept. Were there kept more episodes up. to make it make sense? I don't think so. Okay. It, it, there were a lot of episodes all the way through. I like King of the Hill. It's um, I. I I watched it the first time as it was coming out, so I was like a, an early teenager, but now that I am a man grown, I get so many of the jokes that maybe I didn't get before, or I see why like certain things are funny. It's a, it's a great show. Like a lot of guest stars in it that, like, I don't know, Bernie Mac was in an episode I watched the other day. He like comes to repair Hank's water heater or something, and Lady Bird's racist, they think. She, so, so she's trying to, trying to get Bernie Mac and attack him, but really she just doesn't want anybody working on uh, Hank's water heater but him. But the whole relationship with Bill is just hilarious. Like remember how sad Bill Dotrieve is? There's a Christmas where he starts remembering his wife, um, Lorraine or whatever, like leaving Lorraine, him. Lorraine, that's what it is. And uh, and he get, and so he gets a a com, like a big lizard, like a big like curly tailed lizard. He puts on his shoulder and he names it Lorraine. And uh, he's talking to Lorraine. He brings it to Christmas dinner at Hank's house. And then he he he. he, he he, Hank like blows up. He's like, "It's a damn lizard. It's not your wife. Get it out of my house." <laughs> he like snaps, and Hank looks out his window. He's kicked Bill out of like Christmas dinner, so now he's by himself. And Bill is on his one-story ranch house, committing suicide. Right? He's eight feet off the ground, jumping yeah. <laughs> to his doom, and he fails at that. And 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 Hank gets over there, and he's dressed as Lorraine at this point. He's wearing the dress now, so to like. You know, get his friend back. Hank has to put on a dress of his own and be like, no, I am Lorraine. I don't love you anymore. It's over. If I loved you, I would have at least left a note when I left. And it's just like all of these like mean, awful things that Lorraine did to Bill. She just ruined his life. That's Poor the thing Bill. about King of the Hill. It's like similar to Futurama, but even more so. Like every once in a while, they'll have an episode that's genuinely sad. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's a good show. Fucking um, Futurama, the the saddest episode of that. Uh, the dog one. The dog one. The dog one. Woody, do you know what we're talking about? I've probably seen it, but it's been forever. Basically, Where they play like, like, I will wait for you at the end, and you're like, I, I will watch that, and like I will have tears like welling in my eyes by the end of it, where I'm like, oh, yeah. this, this fucking dog, and I'll be like it's mad so about sad. it. Like, why you don't have the right to make me feel this way? <laughs> There's yeah. a couple Fry. super sad ones. Why right? does Fry turn into like a narwhal at one point or a pirate and just waiting for Leela like forever? It's been ages since I watched uh, this. That's kind of what happens in the in the puppy one. It, it's like cha- oh. it's just tied on the sidewalk for like, and they show enormous amounts of time till the puppy like becomes an old dog and dies, just waiting on Fry to return. Yeah. yeah, but what you're describing, almost you ever see the movie? I think Steven Spielberg made it. It's um, it's called AI. I've it's seen it. It's got that. like that that Haley Joel Osment kid. 
like here's the premise taylor like like this is fucked right it's 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 like the near future we've perfected humanoid robots mostly mm-hmm. and this 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 couple um i believe they couldn't have a son i think that was the deal they mm-hmm. were incapable of reproduction so they get an adoptobot right they get this little haley joel osmond bot to be like their uh their their son and they're raising him as their son but and the bot she- bonds to them like that's a that's an important oh, yeah. thing. This bot bonds to the parents in a permanent way. Yeah, and but then they get pregnant. They have their own real son, and then like the real son hates the robot son, and he like frames him for like 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 I think he like something happened where like the kid the real kid almost drowns, and it gets blamed on the robot kid. So they fucking drive him out in the country and push him out of the car and leave him on the side of the road. And Taylor, for the rest of the movie, the kid's trying to get home to his parents. And you don't really have a good sense of how much time is passing until you realize they've been dead. This kid's been looking for his parents for 50 years or something like, like that. He never lot, ages. Hundreds or thousands or something. It, like, it, at the end. And what's the title of this again? AI, artificial AI, intelligence. Okay. I think Spielberg made it. Um, it's got a lot of like like stars in it. I can't think of a lo- right right now at the moment. But in the end, he gets like frozen under the ice or something, and then discovered by actual extraterrestrials who are able to give him one more day with his mommy, and they clone his mother and bring her back for one day and he spends the robot spends that day with his mother that he's been searching for for like a thousand years now and it is so goddamn sad it is I don't so want to watch this sad. this sounds really sad oh it's so fucking sad dude it's it's so sad you feel so sorry for this little kid he ends up in like these robot like fighting world where like the robots fight to the death and there's like oil squirting everywhere and shit it's really harsh like it's 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 dark. It's so sad. They put him out. They just push him out of the fucking car and leave him out on this dirt road. And he's so innocent. He's just like, "Mommy." Yeah. All, it, "Mommy." It makes me want to treat my dogs better and I treat them well. But they did <laughs> his whole life revolves around just pleasing his parents. It's fucked. Yeah. It's it's so fucked. Mm. Uh, another one like that came out right about the same time is very similar. It's it's Bicentennial Man. And and that one, uh, Woody's terrible acting. Actor. Terrible acting. What's his name, Woody? That guy Robin, you hate so much. Robin Williams is his name. Robin Williams. Ah. Yeah, I remember, remember when you made fun of him when he killed himself. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not that how it fun. went. <laughs> oh, and, and and made a mockery of all suicide. <laughs> I didn't celebrate <laughs> his suicide like everybody else did. You did a dance. I did not do a dance. <laughs> if I recall correctly, Woody openly applauded. <laughs> about time someone had to do it uh, yeah. you guys want to call the show? yeah alright, PKA399 are there any outros? yes, there are absolutely outros that need to be read uh, support for today's show comes from the most outrageous R-rated comedy of the summer The Happy Murders starring Melissa McCarthy The Happy Time Murders follow foul-mouthed detective Connie Edwards and her puppet partner, Phil Phillips, as they attempt to find out who's behind a series of puppet murders in the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles, a world where puppets interact with humans in a very adult way, sometimes shocking and ultimately hilarious uh, way. These puppets are No Sesame, All Street. The Happy Time Murders (laughs) 
Rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent. Uh, We'll be in theaters August 24th. And, uh, of course, from Matt Groening, legendary creator of The Simpsons and Futurama, comes an epic new animated adventure, Disenchantment. Set in in a medieval fantasy world called Dreamland, Disenchantment follows the misadventures of a hard-drinking young princess named Bean, her feisty elf companion, Elfo, and her personal demon, Lucy. Watch Disenchantment Season 1 starting August 17th only on Netflix. And, of course, check out our other sponsors, Lumosity and uh, Stitch Fix. Very good. PKA, three ninety nine.